Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Daniel Blair. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. We are back. The Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, August 17th, 5.02 p.m. Pacific. Sweet Jesus. There's racing to talk about, everybody. Love it. Round one of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship Series going on, going off at Loretta's. Lots to talk about tonight. Jam-packed show. Jam-packed show. Great co-hosts in studio. A couple of decent guys working behind the scenes. And we will dive into it. Zach Osborne will be on, the winner of the 450 MX class. Kyle Chisholm will be on. He won the whole thing in Pulp MX Fantasy. Everything. He beat everybody. Kyle Chisholm will be on. Evan Ferry will be on. Yes, Evan Ferry, not Timmy. Evan Ferry will be on after his podiums at Loretta's the week before. Ryan Gold will be on, our former, some, I should say, sometime co-host. Ryan Gold will come in with uh, some updates on the Canadian National Series that's going on. There are three races down up there, so we'll have Galdi on. And our old co-host for two or three years, Kenneth Watson. We'll call in our buddy Kenny working hard, got something going on, and uh, he's going to come in and talk about that and what's going on with his life and everything else. So Kenneth Watson will be on as well. And you people at 702-586-7857, 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Tell us what's on your mind. We've got some stuff to give away. We've got some stuff to talk about. Some good, some bad, some ugly. But it'll all be discussed tonight. Jason Thomas will probably be calling in later as well. Really looking forward to getting the show going. Loretta Lynn's round one happening. And uh, 702-586-7857. What's up to everybody on YouTube? What's up to everybody on Facebook? Thanks for watching. Appreciate it if you're listening. Thank you for that. Thank you for allowing us to have a few couple of down weeks uh, the last little bit. But we are back, and we are going to be doing each and every week now. And we have a very special person, I hope, I think, coming into studio at some point here in the next little while. So looking forward to that as well. Don't forget, if you're going to Amazon, uh, go through our little widget on pulpamex.com. Takes you to Amazon, make a purchase, and we get a small slice of that. We'd really appreciate it. Patreon as well. Some T-shirts, free T-shirts on Patreon at certain levels. Uh, um, advanced podcasts on Patreon as well. So if you want to support us in, in whatever way you want to for all the content on the uh, on the Pulpamex network, go ahead, sign up for Patreon. We, we'd appreciate it. Uh, Pulpamex app as well coming up. If you buy the app now, you will be able to get the the new version, which Marks is coming out any day with. Uh, it'll be uh, uh, the you want to buy it again, so it'll be the same. So go ahead and you can listen live on the app. You can get the sponsored codes on the app. You can get the sponsor codes on PulpMexShow.com. Save yourself some money if you're going to look to buy something with somebody that we're we're affiliated with. There's a lot of stuff to help you guys out. Really appreciate that. It's been going well, uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for the support, everybody. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Vertex Pistons, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter Skosh, 
FMF Guts Racing. The Guts Racing Michelin Bicycle Wrap-Up Show is the best wrap-up show on the internet anywhere, so please check that out. Get data, Atlas Neck Brace, atlasbrace.com. Use the code PULPMX30 to save with atlasbrace.com. If you've got a little one, you want to get them a brace. they got the child's ones. they got the chest protector that the brace all hooks onto. Uh, Chase Sexton wearing one also out there, and uh, we're going to be talking about Chase Sexton here shortly. Works Connection, PULPMX20 is the code to save with Works Connection. OGO Power Sports, if you want something from the folks at OGO, simply email us using the contact form on pulpmex.com. We'll pass that on, and uh, we'll give you a, uh, a little bit of a deal, whether it's a backpack, whether it's a new rig bag, or whether it's the old 9800 uh, standby. The OGO folks will dial you in. Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, WUSA, uh, Zach Osborne, Dylan Ferrandez, both using uh, the WUSA components, one's Kite and one's Talon, I believe. I think that I have that right. Let me look. Um, awkward. Ferrandis is on Kite. Osborne's on Town. And like I said, available exclusively from W in the USA. LA Honda World Ride Engineering Works Chassis Lab. Intense Cycles all on board with us also. So thank you to those guys uh, for coming on board. Sitting in the co-pilot's chair all night long helping me guide this thing. Uh, you know him from Main Event Moto Podcast. You know him from NBC Sports Pit Reporter. You know him from a lot of things. It's Daniel Blair. What's up, DB? How are you? I'm good, Steven. How are you? Did you like that customized intro we did? I did. I've never heard that guy say my name before, and it was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he came in hot with that, so we want to is, thank him And that's that. a real dude, or is that a voice effect? Like, what? That's a real dude. It's a real guy. Yeah, it's a real guy. And so what uh, happens when he's gone? Somewhere? I don't know, bro. Like, what happens to the whole sport? Because, like, I've been know. hearing him for decades. Right. He's never changed his he's, tone. He's a great guy to deal with. Uh, I've put him in touch. He's done some people's weddings and stuff uh, and all that My stuff. My buddy so. at home paid to have that guy do his voicemail on his phone. Yeah, so yeah he's, absolutely. So he, he's, he's out there. You know who does my voicemail? Who's that? Larry Huffman. For real? Yeah, the old Supercross announcer. Yeah, he does yeah. my voicemail. I, I, I asked Larry to do it. He did it, and it was perfect. Never changed, right? I've never changed it. So. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, thank you for coming in. Appreciate yeah. it. Loretta's Motocross National. I got a shit ton of stuff to talk about, as do you. Um, pro national or yeah, amateur? Yeah, pro, I thought pro, I was they, here for no, amateur. They ra- no, I'm sorry. They race pro. Did I miss yeah. that? Yeah. I thought I was is, here to talk about the amateur national. This is, this is awkward. Uh, yeah. We, all have, we will have Evan Ferry on. Oh, so you perfect. Can go back all right, to that. good. Right. I just figure after watching five days straight of it, I'd like to talk about it. But yeah. never mind. No, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk no, pro yeah. stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll get into pro stuff yeah, as yeah, well. Okay. We do a lot I didn't of know pros stuff. raced anymore. Yeah, I thought it was do. an amateur thing no, going they, around they the world these days. But We are going to give away some. My buddy at Fuel made us some Pulpamex neck scarves, which are really cool with the Pulpamex logo. We're going to give some of those away. They look good. So thanks to Fuel for doing that. Uh, we also have a Michelin tire to give away, a Scotch stuff, uh, AOS locker kit as well. Directing the show, holding things down over there. He's got a new job, but it will not affect his Papa Mex work. He so he says. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hello. How are you? I'm here. Thanks for coming. I'm not in. going anywhere, despite what some people may want. Some people really seem to care. Yeah, it's uh, surprising. On Twitter. Right? It's yeah. Like, it's like, Jesus. I can't help it that I'm well liked. Yeah. Wow. You must have felt pretty good with all that yeah. outpouring of. Of support. All, all like three of them. Uh, but you did four. get a new job. Yes, but, I did. But it's yes. remote. It's remote. You're going to work from a house. Yeah, I get to work at home, so. That's Mark's. <laughs> just coding. You know, just the eyes rolled back, coding. Right? Is it a coding job? Or I, I don't even know what to say to you. I assume it's a computer yes, job. Yes, it's a coding it, job. It is not a yes. uh, manual labor job. No. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, after, t- after today, I think that was a one-day deal, right? Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're in, in the presence of greatness. Oh, I am? Yeah. It's on that desk right over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. Hold on. Taking your calls, producing the show over, over there. The 
Tits Ledger. Tits, what's up? Hey, Steve. <laughs> nice looking neck scarf. Uh, the thank you for giving it to me. The China the, virus yes. neck you, scarf. You guys are not taking the China virus seriously, but I am. Even though I'm more than six feet away from everyone, yes. I still need to make sure that I'm being careful. Um. <laughs> so we're going to give those away. Uh, yes. <laughs> I just tits. He's, he's unbelievable. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm um, leave the camera on tits for as long as he leaves the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's do, uh, let's do random people that email uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. We'll get uh, a few of those fuel uh, scarf, neck scarves uh, to protect yourself out there. They're really cool. They're vented as well uh, and all that. So thanks to those guys for uh, coming on. Really They're very cool. comfortable, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's good, good yeah. to hear. Good, yeah, the fuel, fuel over there knows what they're doing. Um, so as you said, as Marsh said, our buddies at Red Bull, you know, I got a Zach Osborne helmet right off his head. It's over there hanging up. Rockstar Energy Fly Racing helmet. I have a few Monster – oh, that's a Rockstar one. I have a few Monster Energy helmets from Tim Ferry and Damon Bradshaw over there hanging out. The Red Bull people said, oh, no, no. No, no, no. You are not going to have a Rockstar – and a monster helmet. You are you are going to get a Red Bull helmet. This not just a Red Bull helmet though. And I said, look, I said fine, I'll take a Red Bull helmet, Mister Red Bull. I would love that. We have a Red Bull fridge. We marks down's Red Bull every minute. Mister Bull came through. So on the desk is a James Stewart Red Bull helmet. Dirty too. Dirty. Worn, used. Worn. Used. I don't know where. Look at the, the GoPro, GoPro mount. Mounts. Look at the dust. Is that Florida dust or is that like Anaheim dust? Having a Red Bull helmet is very rare. Okay. And then having a James Stewart Red Bull helmet. It's got his little Which name camera in, is it? Yeah, Which yeah, camera is it? Name in the background right right here, this one. Um it's got his dog tags dog, right dog here. Dog tags on it. So No padding though. Well, no side no, padding. No no chin no chin pads. Yeah. yeah. Um well, it's okay. I'm not going like, to not, not like I'm going to wear it. Oh. Um if I were so you, thanks. next, next mountain bike ride, I'd be wearing this thing. So, that's badass. That's really cool. Yes. Thanks to Red Bull. We have a stew helmet. He, he knew I was a stew guy, obviously. Uh, you know. Hammer's, hammer's dope. He, you he need is. to find out, he though, is. when this was worn. Like, which race. Do you think Hopefully he crashed in it? I'd say probably likely. <laughs> You're, I mean, a dick. you're a dick. No, I'm not. I mean, you're I'm just saying, like, for him to give so, it up, it has to be one that he doesn't maybe feel you, as attached you. to. That's uh, all I'm saying. It, also, like, he didn't win in this one if well, they gave he it to you. He might There's no have. way. We don't know. That might be the Toronto 14 one. Can you imagine? Nah, I could tell. That's not Toronto 14 in there. That's some Florida stuff. Uh, it's a face cover, not a neck cover. It's a face cover. Fuel, by the way. I've been informed. Um, so thank you to Red Bull. That yeah, is good. Thank you, Stu. Even had nothing to do with it, and we he have, doesn't even know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And also, too, uh, so Stu had custom bells with shorter or longer. Do you remember this? Uh, the, the mouth guard. He didn't like it close to his mouth, or he liked it further away. I don't remember. So they, they literally made him custom helmets. I wonder if, if that's a so custom. just made him a little longer to get out or of shorter, whichever way, whichever way he wanted. I, I don't know. But anyways, so thank you to Red Bull for that helmet. It's fantastic. It, it might. So the other helmets are over there on the studio. You've probably seen them. I don't know if camera could pick that up at all. But we have we have helmets on the on the uh, hooks. Villamans, Ferries, Tishner, Reeds, Ferries, Bradshaw, Osborne, Shane King, Danny Stevenson. We got a bunch of them over there. Whose Biffy is that? That's Ron Tishner's from 1990. 
Are you gonna? You're gonna? Okay, Marcus is gonna show him that right now. So that Biffy right in the middle. Yeah. So that's Tishner's from '93. So those helmets. We have a few others, but that that's the main display right there for people who come in the studio. This helmet, though, Daniel, I don't. This stays here. Yeah, I'm trying to decide because you got that thing over there. Whatever, know what that is? This is the Canadian MXDN helmet. Okay, that's that thing. There's some value there. Okay, I think. so I took this. This is Team Canada Red Bud. Pit Bike of Nations. Oh, that's right. Galdi was on the team, painted by my buddy Flying Colors. That's so this good. is third overall. This is one of the team members' helmets. Third overall in Motocross of Nations. Well, Pit Bike. Pit Bike of Nations. Okay, well, I'm, if I just leave okay. that part out. Um, is JT going to be cool with the fact that we have a formula here and you're going to let this bell on the table with the formula? You know what? Or will he let it slide? He won't. Cause he won't, huh? He won't, but we need to cover this tonight with JT's call. I mean, I just think this I think this should stay on the table and whoever's here just gets to like be with it for a minute, you know? Do you like, feel like it could be like a genie, like a like a like you're rubbing it, it brings you luck? Do you want me to try and see what happens? <laughs> Give it a little. How many people do you think have race worn James Stewart Red Bull helmets? Like seriously. Do you think he really wore a medium? Well, yeah. It's his helmet. I don't know. You're a dick. I'm a little nervous now. Oh, you think it's a knockoff? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Thinks, I think you need to hit him up. Send in a knockup. Then find find out exactly where it's from, what it's from. Otherwise, it's just it's just a shell. You need it needs history. Otherwise, it's not much value. So find out. Right. You get us an answer right away. I'm gonna text right now. And uh, find out why there was no cheek pads. Blair. That's wants so you don't wear it. To know probably right where that helmet is from. Um, Let him know. That's it's. I need to know because that's will help me decide whether or not I'm taking it home or not. Okay, so. all right. So, uh, lots of I get about. up way earlier than Steve does. Okay, so Zach Osborne coming on the show. Kyle Chisholm, Evan Ferry, Ryan Gold, Kenneth Watson as well. All looking forward to that. Should be fantastic. Lots of in- insight there. Um, again, contest at pulpamexico.com for a face cover from our folks at Fuel. We're going to give away, I don't know, four, six, whatever. I, I, don't, I don't really know. Um, all right, so, look, we'll go to 250s in a second. Zach Osborne... Just completed the quadfecta. He just completed the quadfecta in Loretta's. Uh, 250 Supercross win, 250 Motocross win, 450 Supercross win, 450 Motocross win. He won the last time we raced in Salt Lake City. It's Salt Lake City 7. He won this one. I've been high on Zacco this whole whole time. Like, I don't know if he's going to win. Eli's still the favorite. Eli had a great second moto. We got that. But, Daniel, I I think this is what we are going to see Osborne, I really believe. I'm not saying win the title. I really believe he will be a podium guy almost every weekend. And this was just a further uh, example of that. Where are you at on that? 100% agree. And you know what's funny is normally for me in the outdoors, I love the 250 class. It's just all over the place. But the 450 class is so deep this year that my interest is there a little bit more. I mean, just look at like the top 10, the guys that were battling back 8, 9, 10. Just, I mean, it's deep. There's no question. And for him... To be able to come on right now and say, yeah, we think he's probably a podium guy all year round, that's that's big. The lineup's yeah. Oh, deep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll take it one step further. Is this going to be the biggest challenge Eli's had in an outdoor title? It's shorter, which yeah. I think is... I mean, I, Marv took him to the last moto more than a few times. He so, did, you know, but, yeah. but to the last moto where he, he managed his way through it. I, I'm saying, is this, is this the first challenge where Eli halfway through is going, oh boy. Because I feel like he's always still in outdoor had control. Even though he would, guys were close and messed with him here and there. Even like, remember Unadilla last year, Kenny. Was, 
Eli seems to have always had this thing in outdoors where I got this. I yeah. got this. I'll just yeah. wait till the last 10 minutes. or I'll, what? I'm just wondering if Zach now is the first guy where halfway through this thing, Eli is going, wow, I'm going to really have to I'm going to have to crank it all the way to the end because Osborne, I mean, he's an outdoor champion, and we've finally seen the 450 potential. Remember, he came in. You were the one that was high on him last year as a rookie, and it all got taken from him in, what, November or yeah. whatever? Yeah. He's finally got past all that stuff, and Salt Lake City was the first time we've seen him actually healthy, prepared, ready. Look what he did. And now this? I mean, if I'm Eli, I'm not worried yet, but give me two yeah, or three yeah, rounds yeah. like this, and I'm going, Look, Eli closed up on him in the second moto. He got to in a couple yeah. seconds of him, made a mistake, you know, so. And uh, you're not freaking out on Eli at all. Like, seventh, right? What, well, what did he get at Anaheim? Yeah, yeah. And how yeah. did he look at Anaheim? Like, he, he, he got some arm pump. They made some bike changes. He came out swinging. You know, he looked, he looked good, for sure, no doubt. Um, anybody who was passing him in that first moto, whether it was Barsha or Osborne or any of these guys, Sexton, they're probably like, oh, wait, what's Eli going? Like, don't worry. He, he's yeah. fine. Um, so I'm not, not too worried about that. But I, I'm impressed with Zach O'Shea. It, it was phenomenal. It was in control. He looked great. And I just, I don't know. I'm not saying title. I'm not going off one yeah, race and screaming yeah. title. But he's going to be there every single week. Got to get used to it. I think so too. And round one's always kind of the weird one. And I know you guys have talked about it um, with JT and Weege. Round one is always weird, especially Hangtown because of where it lies in yeah, the calendar. Yeah. This was a little bit more of your standard. Yeah, you round had a month, one. a couple months to get ready. For um, and again, Eli, I'm not going to freak out on that seventh, even though on TV he didn't. It didn't look great. I mean, right. he looked like he was cruising around at times. I'm not worried about it. It is round one. But Osborne is coming off of what he did in Supercross two, so it's not like where'd this come from? I mean, he won the last one, and we kind of felt it was coming. Yeah. So this is just carrying on from what we saw in June, and I, I, he just when he's got it all together. I mean, look what he, he's won three championships yeah. in those years. He had it all together. Now yeah. he's got it all together, and I, yeah. I just I think it's going to be more than just a podium. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a pain in the ass uh, for these guys. Anderson's first moto just came out of nowhere. That was amazing. He just took off. He had a, a twelve second lead, I think, or something at one point. Uh, wow. Uh, just like just perfect, like, and we all talk about everybody. We didn't talk a lot about Anderson. No, nah. and, and I think this is not going to be, you know, this isn't going. I don't think he's going to win motos uh, from here on out. Maybe one or two, but right. But got to give the guy full credit. Nah, he he crushed him, and he made good moves early, getting by both the Suzuki guys. Once he got in that lead, you could tell like he used the arm, first few arm, laps. Arm arm. Hey, how about the starts, man? Dude. Both of them yeah. just coming out. And I like what Grant said. No, These but guys you, really don't have much to be proud of, but they got to be pretty happy here. One two, just I, ah. Well, not only that, if you look at the photo from the Suzuki PR, Anstey is right behind him. Yeah, he photo. was up there too. Yeah, yeah, he just so kind of got funneled it's in. Freddy, Savachi, and it's Anstey, like not far back. So yeah, that's three a good of them. start. But for Anderson again, he, it was just perfect for him. Yeah. Got out front checked out early, managed it, and at the end you could see he kind of let up, but it didn't matter. I would say the second moto is probably more of where we'll see it all the time. I mean, he got six, but like I said, they're to 10th, it's he just was, He was insane. third for a while. Though. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was yeah, battling yeah. with that group. So right. three to seven yep. all summer long. I was surprised with the win in that first one, but hey, if yep. things work out, when you have that many good guys, if you get a start and can get out three or four laps early – Yep. Stay clean. Yep. You don't have to use up all your tear out. Whatever you got a shot at it. So if he does that again, uh, I could see it. But I, I I say three to seven all summer. Yeah. Consistent. Um, Webb didn't have a great weekend. The PR mentioned a back injury still that he was dealing with from his crash in oh, Supercross. Yeah. Uh, Marvin fourth, solid for Marvin. I thought he was good. I I, I mean, just think about it's been a year. Yep. I think after after Osborne, the most impressive rider might be. Ah, it's hard to say because Sexton. 
I was going to say Barsha. Barsha came from way back in the first moto to get third. Great ride. Second moto, he was on the ground yeah. a few corners in and came all the way back to get seventh. Justin Barsha rode a great. If you think about it, it's not a huge surprise. Indiana, soft, Midwest, kind of dirt-ish, wet, ruddy. Like, Indiana's that way, and he's always really good there. So I'm not that surprised, but Barsha was really impressive. Yeah, and, and they were talking about it in Salt Lake, too, how they just couldn't find the right setting for the hard pack, yeah. the hard pack, yeah, the hard yeah, pack. Yeah, God, yeah. this thing's so good when it's yep. soft, and... Just think about Anaheim 1. I mean, even that track, it, it, it was soft, but it wasn't like crazy muddy. It was just soft and sticky. Well, Anaheim 1 this year was soft and sticky, not crazy muddy. It was just yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah. that bike and him gel in those conditions. So, I, I mean, I'm not surprised by it at all. Um, but he did look – I mean, he, so, he that pass he made on Tomac was a little <laughs> nutty, but, I, I mean, I liked it. I, I just hope he carries it all the way through, yeah. and we'll, we'll I, see. I think with Barsha, jury's still out. That was a great race, yeah. and he has a lot to be proud of. He nobody will really talk about it, you know, because he wasn't on the podium overall, and that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, though. yeah, but but he rode really well. Um, Chase Sexton, dude, he was going for it in that first moto. I mean, we're early in the show. I don't know if you want to get me started on him just yet. I yeah, go no, go ahead. I mean, you're looking at your 2021 Supercross champ right there, rookie. <laughs> I'm telling wow, you, wow, Jesus! I, I already have I already have bets out. You your bets out about yeah. ten minutes ago. I made one. It's a twenty three dollar bet. Oh. I mean, he was good, but come on, come on, Blair. If he doesn't crash Moto One, what happens? Well, I don't know because Anderson was still leading. I know, but I mean, he ends up probably two or three. He was up to three. Passed through those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I'm just yeah. hey, he's just third in the second Moto. The only thing he doesn't have is experience, and by the end of the summer, he'll have it. So just whatever. Just remember this day. What is the date? I don't know. I said it today. <laughs> I said it today. It's August. He's 17th. winning the Supercross Championship right. next year. It's done. It's already. Ha- it's already wow. done. Let's tweet that out. The, so print the jerseys. So, so we have a, a confirmed tweet on that, that of what Daniel Blair said. New Honda's coming out. Yeah, they're in trouble. Just hey. so um, Adam seen Cirillo sending it. Did I you, see, know, did I you w- see the crash yes, from his, I did. his Instagram? Yes, it was and a I watched, good one. And I watched the GoPro footage of it too. Which yeah. I didn't watch that. I didn't see that. So. I know this is not fair, but I want to know how many times Adam hit that triple on a 65 and had no problems with it. <laughs> I mean, he's probably done, what, 1,000 laps there as an amateur and probably yeah. never had a problem off that jump once. I'm just teasing. But for real, that was, like, pretty wild. And yep. I, if I'm being serious, like, the habit has got to change a little bit with him. He's too damn good to have those happen all the damn time. Like Salt Lake, right. what was it, a couple laps in? Yeah. He's too good, and it makes no sense. Because you know how some riders, you watch him ride, and you're just like, oh, it's coming. It's coming. In the next few minutes, this guy's going down. He never looks like that. He just looks perfect all the time. He's flowing. He's big and strong on the bike. Even the GoPro video, I watched the first two laps. It's from his gate drop to the crash, and it was just so good. Mellow throttle, everything good, and then flying off the back of the bike, done. And it's just, it's, yeah. They, it's got to, he's got to stop and change that. That's, it's the same stuff, and it's like I, I don't know, I don't know what how they fix that, but he's got to <laughs> stop that. I think he does fix it in the sense of I think he f- smooths out. I think it, I think it just happens. It just happens. He just gets older, I, a little bit more mature, stops wanting to hit the ground, and it, it fixes itself. I really do. I, I do too, but it's just when things happen a lot in a row, it's, I mean, the trend is. It's rough. I thought for sure this summer was going to be mellower than Supercross, for sure. And it probably still it will be. be. It, it probably still be. will we're, be. We're, Look, we're, it was a sticky track. Obviously, what happened is something. he must have caught his foot or something off the rut. 
because it looked clean on the GoPro footage up the lip. It looked yeah. good, and then he was off. Yeah. So, look, things happen at the pace that these guys ride. It's things are going to happen. I just it, the the trend's got to change with him. Who, that's all. Who beats who this summer, Sexton or AC? Overall, at the yeah, end, in the points, who's standing there? Sexton. You're a Supercross champion, Sexton. I mean, it starts now. Honestly, right, right, we're right. built. We're building Anaheim, so wow. yeah, it's, it starts That's now. That's a bold claim. I'll go. I mean, obviously, other than the fact that facts and data and history would say I'm wrong. Other than that, have you seen anything <laughs> about the guy on the bike that says otherwise? I mean, he's. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm a way big homer, and yeah. I, I'll get off it now. But yeah, um, just future Mount Rushmore. That's all I'm saying. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Um, multiple, multiple in and outdoor champion. Hey, this summer the Nationals have started, so motorsport.com forward slash win. They've got weekly prizes. Uh, they've got a grand prize of a Yamaha Blue Crew uh, bike. They've got uh, weekly prizes from the guys at FMF, from Fly Racing, the Drop, that kind of stuff. They've got uh, weekly prizes from Vertex and uh, lots of our partners as well. Uh, so just go to motorsport.com forward slash win for that um, and uh, check it out. And you can win a brand new Yamaha YZ250. We've got the motorsport.com tweeted tit segment. We've got the X-Brand goggle tear-offs. We have uh, the Racetech rant as well. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. Michelin as well. 2020 is an exciting year for the folks at Michelin. They finally got those Starcross 5s, the ones that I used to go to 14.9 at the World Vets. They finally got those for uh, bikes for sizes in 50cc bikes and up. They've got the Michelin Duro Extreme Tire. they got the Michelin Power five tire they got the uh, v twin stuff that is um uh really really good compared to their competitors along an average of 25 percent longer tread life among leading competitors so i know this is a motocross show but when you think of michelin uh you can think about how they make uh, uh the v twin tires and the the enduro extreme tires the starcross fives they make great mountain bike tires as well i've got a set on my bike and i absolutely love them so you can check that out motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information on that motorcycle.michelinman.com and uh, please check them out your local dealer your favorite retailer your favorite e-tailer at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook we are going to give away a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires in honor of this helmet the 7th caller tits the honor of 7th caller wonderful that's the attitude yeah 7th caller Uh, so this helmet is from San Diego, the last year James raced military appreciation, hence the dog tags. Mm-hmm. So what do we got for a result on that one? What, how'd we oh, do boy. that night? What year? Well, the, whatever, 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 whatever year he last raced. Seventeen. Whenever uh, he did the last six, six, sixteen. Last sixteen. Yeah. It was that long ago that Stu's uh, been with us. Sixteen. <laughs> it was what race? San, San Diego. Diego. Did he? Did he qualify? Not in there. Uh, it says A one, Oakland, Atlanta. For the sure. last time he raced San Diego, it's a military appreciation race, so that would be fifteen. Fourteen. Oh. What? I see fourteen. Okay. All right. Diego. What do you get? Uh, How'd we do? First. No. That's Confirm the, if this is a winning helmet. That's a Supercross winning helmet. It's got the dog tags. It's from yeah, San but Diego. It's like- it's like dirty on here, like stained dirty, like he's wanted a bunch, like a practice helmet. With I'd a be- dog tag? No. No. That's the winning helmet right there. This side's scuffed up pretty bad. <laughs> well, that's possible. could have happened at any moment. We need to check old San Diego and see if he didn't qualify for one via crash. Obviously, there's that one where Dunch took him out, or right. they came together with Dunch. He didn't race that a whole was bunch an- after that. Uh, no, I know, yeah, but, he, yeah. but then he didn't race. Anyways. Dude, official Red Bull helmet. 
painted in. That's official. Yeah. And you know how yeah, they yeah, that's are. That's a winning helmet, right? There. San Diego winning helmet. That's it. He won San Diego in that helmet. I mean, unless Marks has it I'll wrong. It. I'll do a little more research, but uh, that's all I'm showing here. Is uh, tits? Are we good? Fourteen. No. Your phone's busted. <laughs> Get him. It, it, it gave up the ghost. I cannot hear a word, and I cannot do anything. I'm not joking. Like loose program here. I've had a bunch of uh, calls. I'm trying to answer every single one of them. Cannot hear anything. Just you can uh, hear it. You can just hear him no. every other word. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, do we have a caller? Put them on hold. Tell them to email you. They can hear you. They can hear you. Not always. Really? Yeah. When I when oh, I was God. doing that when thing I was on, testing on I was... Saturday, yeah, they couldn't hear me all the time. Hey, answer line four, and then because uh, we'll, we'll go with him. Put put hang, line it, four. hang it up. Four. I don't great know if that's here. the number. I don't know. <laughs> this, if that's... Is awesome. this is great. Hey, who is this? Hello. I didn't do it. Great radio, bros. Do you know how take, bummed take, that dude take is? Any other, take any Do you know other how bummed that guy is? He <laughs> thought he was getting through. He's going to be the winner. And now, no, he's Scru gone. Scruffy, you there? Scruffy. Yep. Scruffy's here. How's it going, boys? What's up, okay. Scruffy? How are you? You got a question? Yeah, I got a qu question about a helmet. Look at it, but looking at 2014 San Diego right now, and it does not look like that's the helmet oh. Stu's wearing. Why? Uh, oh if, 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 if I'm just trying, I'm looking at the highlight reel, and it's hard to tell, but it doesn't quite look like it. The color pattern just doesn't quite match. Um, it could be, but it's hard to tell from as little as I've seen. But anyway, my question. I mean, it's um, a Red Bull helmet. Don't they all match? Aren't they the same colors? They got they're they're a little different. Are they? Mm -hmm. Oh, the blues are sometimes a little lighter. Right? Yeah, I think uh, it, it just doesn't look like it's got the charging bowl on one side of it. I don't know. It, it's hard to tell. I'd have to watch it some okay. more. All right. Uh, anyway, Scott, we need to get to the bottom of this up, right away. Yeah, so anyway, I, uh, I've been out of the game and haven't had a bike for a while, and I'm looking to get back into it. And I'm just wondering, you know, how hard of a knock can a helmet take before it needs replaced? Because I got an, an older one, and I'm looking to get back into it, and I'm just not sure if I should replace it or not. Uh, what kind of helmet? Uh, it's a shift. It's, and pro it's probably eight or nine years old now. Fly makes a really good helmet. Yeah, the formula. If, oh, I know. Yeah, no, I yeah, but the new formula too. If like Steve, you know, there's multiple formulas now. Yeah. There's the if it's more eight, affordable. But if it's eight or nine years, I would replace it. Uh, you know, sometimes that EPS liner and stuff goes on it. So. Yeah. If it's eight yeah, or nine years old, I, I would replace it, even if you haven't taken a hard hit in it. Well, I'm looking for any excuse to get a formula. But, yeah, there you uh, go. Hey, last, thing, last thing I wanted to say is I got some uh, Grill Your Ass Off stuff, and I got the Pop Smoke, and oh, man, that stuff is amazing. Nice, If it you is. haven't had a chance yeah. to have any, get it on their website. It's on sale right now, and you can use the Pulpamex code on it. Yeah. Great stuff, guys. Pulpamex.com, code to save with Grill Your Ass Off. Yeah, I love the stuff. It's, it's fantastic. So. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. That's Scruffy. Uh, let's get Zacco on the line if we can. Try to say you can't hear you. I don't know. Try. I will do my best. All right. Zach Osborne coming up here shortly. Uh, that, 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 that disappoints me if it's really not the winning helmet. I mean, uh, I, it, to me, it just looks too used to be a race helmet. Whatever, bro. Just Firepower, Kyle Chisholm coming up here uh, shortly on the show to talk about how he won uh, um, the Fultmax Fantasy League, which is pretty remarkable, huh, Marks, that he pulled that thing off. Like, That's incredible. And, and not even close Honestly. to being a tie. Just, just dominating. Oh, ten points clear a yeah, second. ten points. Yeah. Just chiz. And still room for, like, there There was room for Yeah, he didn't have a more. great team. No, it yeah. wasn't perfect. Yeah, I mean, it was great, but, yeah, not, not. Got a lap leader wrong and everything. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, for Firepower, uh, Firepower is committed to offering superior products with over 50 years of experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains. When you get more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower, they offer a wide variety of chains from heavy-duty rollers to O and X-ring, all made in Japan. Firepower is feather-white. Lithium batteries are all backed by a two-year warranty. Ask your local shop for Firepower today. Firepowerparts.com. Again, used by Kyle Chisholm on, uh, on, on out there uh, in Supercross. So thanks to the folks at Firepower for coming on board. And uh, also, I should mention Zach Osborne coming up here. And he is brought to you by Vortex, uh, founded in northern Italy 65 years ago. Vortex Racing will have you covered when you want a top-end kit. Sorry, Vertex. Vertex Pistons will have you covered when you want a top it. Did I say Vortex or Vertex? What are we doing? You said, uh, I mean, you said Vortex on the paper. You said Vortex first, and then you said Vertex. Yeah. So we, can we do Vertex? We can do whatever you because want. Because Husqvarna works. Okay, yeah, let's do Vertex then. Right. Because <laughs> Husqvarna is uh, Zach Osborne, so Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM and Husqvarna two-strokes, and I would guess Gas Gas two-strokes as well. Uh, so thanks to those guys for coming on board. Sales at PivotWorks.com. If you want to get a two-stroke piston kit, a four-stroke piston kit, whatever it is, a wrench rabbit kit, which is what I'm using on my CR500, you can completely uh, rebuild your bike with a wrench rabbit kit. They have everything you need, all the bearings, all the parts, everything else. And you can get a deal at sales at PivotWorks.com. Two-stroke, four-stroke pistons, replica, high-compression, GP-style configurations. So no matter which brand of bike you ride, it's time to rebuild your top end. Use Vertex Pistons. They'll have your engine performing better than new. Thank you to those guys. And Vertex Pistons is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. Speaking of Husqvarna, it's Rockstar Energy Husqvarna, Zach Osborne. What's up, Zacho? Chilling, bro. Just uh, watching some Daniel Tiger before the kids go to bed, you know? Watching what? Daniel Tiger, dude. I, I don't know what that is. But listen, it's, I know a kid show. you're a huge memorabilia guy. I gave you my yeah. Mike Brown Honda Troy jersey. We uh, traded. We, tra- right? we traded, right? We traded for an Osborne 160, 168. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. So on my desk right now, I have a stew helmet, Red Bull stew helmet. It's amazing. Ooh. You know? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a phenomenal. It's a right off his head. We think it's from San Diego because it's got dog tags on it. But, dude, mm. you want to talk about memorabilia. Alden has one in the gym, and I eye it up often, like how long I could slide one of mine in there, and it would take him to notice that it was missing because <laughs> there's a lot of other uh, of the bull ones up there yeah. with, uh, like, Dunge and Marv and all those guys. So yep. uh, I think I could probably slide it out of there pretty easy yeah, yeah. for some time before yep. he noticed. Before he noticed, yeah. So Yeah. We're trying to we're trying to figure out what I mean. We got your I got a Rockstar helmet from you. Thank you very much. You shipped that to me. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. Um, How did you get a stew helmet? Well, I mentioned to Red Bull that uh, I had a Rockstar helmet and a Monster helmet, and I don't have a Red oh, Bull wow. helmet. Or the, he he might have mentioned it to me. I don't remember. Somehow the subject came up that I have the other two energy drinks, but I do not have a Red Bull one. Mm. And then, like an angel, it showed up. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. Daniel Blair can't stop looking at it. So he's there. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh wow. Oh, it's like that. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> just let anyone on your show. Yeah, oh, pretty man. much. You just need to have a pulse. Um, oh wow. Okay, well, hey, listen. Congr- Never mind everything I said earlier. Just take it all back. Yeah, really, right? God. Uh, Congratulations, man. That was a ride. you got to be so stoked. You never quite know where you stand before the first round of anything. You know you've been putting in the work and all of that, but you never quite know. And, uh, yeah, you stand pretty well, Zacho. A couple of great motos. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, pretty awesome. 
you know, one thing that was different for me on Saturday was um, I, I qualified third, which has been kind of not typical of my qualifying since I moved up to the 450. You know, I was a really good uh, qualifier on the 250, but with the 450, it seems I've struggled to fast lap. Like, even in Salt Lake, I was, you know, ninth, 10th, 11th. I was, like, six once, and that was pretty good for me, you know? Um, but when the gate falls, I, I've been good. But this weekend, you know, to qualify third, it just kind of started things on the on the right foot and, you know, just it felt good. So gate pick was pretty important there too, right, from what I gather? Well, I thought it was, and then uh, I went to the inside in the first moto, which was, you know, kind of a safety play. Um, I had AC to my right, and, and I thought for sure one of us was going to get the whole shot. And I was like tenth or eleventh on the on the start. So um, then the second mode, I opened it up a little bit. I think I was like gate six or seven. And uh, yeah, then uh, I was uh, pulled the whole shot. So right. um, I, I've been there, you know, fifteen times or whatever as a kid. And uh, one of the times I drew forty-one and thirty-seven and oh, pulled both both whole shots from there. So oh, okay. you know, I, yeah. I think it's a pretty fair start. I mean, it looks definitely not fair, but right. um, you can just carry so much speed from the outside. I think this weekend, you know, outside of the box was a bit bit dodgy just because of that mud pile that was uh, to the to the outside of the the straight or whatever. But other than that, I think it's um, a pretty pretty square start, pretty fair. I gotta say, I I wasn't totally negative on Loretta's having a national. Uh, I just I you know I've been there for years, but I watched the amateur stuff. It looked narrow. It looked didn't look great. I was like, this isn't going to be very good. And I know, I don't know. I just, I wasn't that stoked on it. It wasn't like I was super negative, but I wasn't that stoked on it. But I got to say, Zacho, after watching the race, and I didn't go this weekend. I stayed home, watched it. Um, it was really good. It was a good racetrack. The rain helped. The ruts got, got bad. It was a good track. I thought it was fine. Yeah. It was, dude. I, I knew, you know, I had no reservations about going there. I did think that maybe it was a little short, but like obviously with the with the rain and making it so deep and gnarly, it was totally fine. Um, but uh, I had no reservations about how it was going to turn up. I mean, I know how gnarly just any track. You know, you take forty pros and two classes to any track in the country, and it's going to get gnarly in some form. And I know the dirt there is really good. You know, there's always some sand sections, some mulch, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I knew that it was going to be gnarly. And and I think, you know, I think it's going to be a little drier this weekend as long as the rain doesn't come again on Friday. Yep. But I think it's just going to be just as bad, maybe maybe even more rough. You know, this weekend it was more like kind of uh, train track ruddy, but I think this weekend it could be even more rough, but just in a different manner. How about your teammate uh, in the first moto? Just gone. See you later. Yeah, dude. Gone. He was gone. Like, I, I got into, like, <laughs> fifth or sixth, and I was like, I read on the pit board, whatever, fifth or sixth, and I was like, okay, there's one, two, three, four. Where, who, who's leading this thing? Yeah. And then finally I looked, like, across the, the way there at the amateur finish line, and I saw him going the other way, and I was like, holy cow, he's gone. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, ten minutes into the moto, and he already had, like, a six or eight-second lead, and, yeah, yeah he, was, he was good. Yeah, that was, that was really impressive for sure. Uh, yeah, you had to be happy with the way you, you rode. This is such a dumb question. It's such a stupid media question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Did the win in Salt Lake, which was a long time ago, and a different discipline, does that help you win this round? At, at some level, yes. Right. I mean, just, just at a confidence level of knowing you can do it. And 
obviously I lucked into the win in Salt Lake a little bit, but also I had my own bad luck in this in the in that race in the same sense. So, you know, whatever. But um, this one felt really good. And, you know, it kind of really, I in my mind, solidified me, you know, as a winner. Um, whereas the Salt Lake one was a little bit luck, like I said. But yeah, um, you know, honestly, the the training hasn't been. The riding has been good at times um, coming into it, but not like as consistent, consistently awesome as like I would normally like to be. Um, it's just been so freaking hot in Florida and uh, just just brutal conditions, honestly. And it's been hard to like string really good weeks together. You know, you can string two or three days together, but there's one day where you're just gonna feel like crap and. And I hate that inconsistency. So I wasn't totally positive. I knew my bike was good. It, it was literally the bike that I, I ended on um, in Indiana mm-hmm. with, like I said, two clicks in the forks on uh, in practice to just kind of get me up out of the mud a little bit. So I knew that that was good, and, and I didn't have any questions about that. But just, yeah, like you said, you never know. You know, somebody might show up and just yeah, yeah. Dinger on you and you get smoked by forty seconds. It, it happens. Uh, I think you're such a you're such a confidence guy, Zacho. Good and bad. And we saw in Supercross before the pause, the bad, where you were getting hammered into the ground each and every week, and you kind of couldn't get going. And then we come back to Salt Lake, and you're a new guy, and you get rolling, and your confidence builds, and you win the final round. I, I think mentally, Zach, you're such a you're almost OCD a little bit. You think a lot about stuff. You. You, you dwell on stuff a little bit mentally that this is just the perfect way to get you going this summer. You know, I really, yeah, this is big. That's true. I mean, it's true. A lot of my struggles before the pause in, in January, or uh, my struggles in January were just that I was sick. Like, I mm-hmm. I felt so crappy for, like, six weeks after whatever I had in January. I, I believe it was some sort of uh, coronavirus or whatever we have going on, I'm not totally sure. I got the antibody test and it was negative, but totally only good for a month or something like that. So once I got past that like eight week mark and then um, started riding good again, and you know I had a decent result in Dallas and then I crashed, so that was a big bummer. But yeah, mm-hmm. definitely I'm a, I'm a confidence guy, yep. good or bad. You know I, I'm hard on myself. I work hard. My wife, yep. my family, oh, we all make a lot of sacrifices for me to be able to do what I do on the program that I'm on and, you know, just at the level that we're at and, and that's what it takes. And when the results don't come, it's tough. It's tough on me. It's tough on her. It's tough on everyone. It's tough so, on the media, um, the media guys. Yeah. It's tough on all of us. Yeah. Um, um, so for me, you know, it's just, it, it feels so good. The highs are so high and the lows are, are really low. And, and that's what, you know, I've kind of missed these last two years is just kind of managing those lows a little bit better. Um, that's something I did really well on the, on the 250. And, you know, my outdoor season last year, the consistency was really good, and I was getting good results week in and week out, but I had the one little injury, which kind of hampered my end result. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to work on keeping it more in the in the mid-range there. Yeah, what did I see? I was surprised when I read the stat that last summer – you had one or two motos outside the top five. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I was caught was. off guard by that well, too. I don't remember I, that. I, I had two. I had. I missed two motos. Yeah, no, yeah. Side. But besides and those then ones, right? I had one moto. One I, moto. I fell in the first moto at Washington, and I got ninth, yeah. I think, or seventh. Right. And but other than that, every moto was in the top five. Twenty-one. I, I got to admit, I was taken back by that. I knew you were good. I knew we were solid, but I did not realize that only one moto that you raced. So I was thinking about that going into this year having you won Salt Lake. And honestly, like, 
part of it's Daniel Blair's fault. Part of it's uh, a lot of people's fault. But that Salt Lake round, Eli won the title, finally gets it. We had all the nutty uh, 250 stuff going on. And you, I don't know if you necessarily got the talking points that you do after winning a Supercross, Zacho, you know? Like it was a yeah. little I – mean, the, the, the check cashed, the points were there, the record book's there. But a lot of people were dwelling on a lot of things outside of your win, you know? Yeah, so, my bad. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, Daniel had some of that. To Daniel. Dang it, Daniel. Yep. Um, so anyway, so now here we are. Round one of the Nationals, and, and you're the best guy. Red and, plate. And you showed it in red plate. Hopefully it's not heavy. God, I hope it's not heavy. <laughs> yeah, we already went up two spring rates on the fork and okay. two on the shock just to compensate. Good, fantastic. Good go deep. up a tooth in the yeah. rear too, yeah, maybe. Yeah, to go up a tooth yeah. exactly. Um, but no, it's it's it was a it was a good ride, man. And and the worst part for me, the worst part of the whole thing, I want everybody to know, is Zacho texted me and said that his GNCC race helped him pull out the win. Oh, oh of my course god, it did, dude! I learned so much about my bike, you know, in that three-hour period. Like, that's almost a whole week's worth of riding, typically. So I just learned so much from, from riding, and, dude, just boom, right? Just like that. Was it the three hours, or was it what happened in the very beginning that you learned from? <laughs> the start? Yeah. Yeah, that was not ideal, was it? <laughs> no, I, I, I thought there were some issues there. I'm glad you cleaned those up before the Nationals. Yeah, it happened. Um, so, yeah, everybody. So Zach's off-road thing really came through and, and, and helped him win this Loretta's. That's, that's exactly it. Uh, 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Zach Osborne, Rockstar Energy Husqvarna, round one winner, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Give us a call, 702-586-7857. We've got him on the line for a little while longer. Uh, Zacho, did anything about riding this weekend there take you back to, God, 2004, whenever the hell it was the last time you rode there? Did, did, did it, was that cool? Was that a cool part of it? It was cool, and, like, the place hasn't really changed a single bit you know it's like all the same but when i you know when i left there i even when i was 15 years old i would have thought it was a massive place you know like in my mind it was a huge like thousand acre track and just this you know big big spot but uh it was just it's it's actually so small like it's such a tiny little spot um marvin i went out on the on the bicycles on friday and uh he or on thursday and he was like you're a local like show me around so we went up the hill and then down by the track down the road and then kind of went back down by the creek and then we got back to the to behind the start area like where the pits yeah. were and uh, he was like so that's it and i was like <laughs> uh, yeah yeah that's all so. of it yeah i bicycled yeah. up to the house to the waterfall and the house up there somewhere yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't remember being that long yeah yeah i went out on my folding bike on friday and i went to the house and uh, I was like, "Dang, that's not very far." Like I, you know, I remembered it being like a ten mile trip down the road to the western town, but it was right. really actually just like two miles. We when, last time I was there, nineteen ninety eight. We played. That was my first year there. First time it? I ever raced there. I was working Honda support, so I wouldn't have seen you. I went to the there was a bar and a pool hall across the street. Mm-hmm. Go out of the Loretta's and turn left. Go like a mile, and there was a dank old bar there. Right? Just danky, oh, smelly. That sounds gnarly. Right. So we played pool. We had some beers and whatever. The next night, we go to go back. It's burnt down. It's burnt to the ground. <laughs> I was just no like, way. I was like, w- wait, was this, was this the same place? It was just here. And they didn't even care. They knew that a Canadian was in there, and they were just <laughs> like, oh, no, it's over. Done. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> we, got, we got Paul on line one here for Zacho. Paul, what's going on? What's your uh, question for Zach Osborne? I uh, just want to tell Zach, congratulations. I'm calling from uh, Mississippi. 
and big fan of his and just want to see how he's going to do this weekend, how he feels he's going to do this weekend as compared to last weekend. Congratulations. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to going back. You know, it's it's a nice feeling, um, much like the Salt Lake thing, when, when your bike's good and you don't really feel like there's that much to do uh, as far as that goes. And, you know, for, for me, it's just kind of keeping status quo this week and getting to the weekend and, and uh, being there 100% and, and going for another win, honestly. I mean, um, we the whole thing is kind of – it's as solid as it, as it can be, but it's actually also a little bit shaky. So I'm trying to stack points and, and make it happen while I can. Zacho, you just went 2-1 racing on the same damn track. There's no reason not to go 1-1 this weekend. Right, Dan? I know. Yeah. I mean, that's right. my goal. Right. And the hey, starts got um, better as the day went yeah. on, so clean up the starts. Hey, Paul, uh, we got uh, some stuff from Skosh, and Skosh is official sponsor of the Rockstar Energy Husky team, which Zacho rides for. Zacho, you have a bunch of Skosh stuff, I'm sure. Heck yeah, uh-huh. I use the Magic Mountain Vent Clip every single day. There we go. So, Paul, we got some autographed, I think, goggles or maybe a boost bottle, boom bottle, oh, wow. something from those guys at Scotch autographed by Zacco. So can you stay on hold? We're going to give you one of those. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Congratulations, Zach. All Good right. job. Thank man. you, dude. Stay on hold. We'll uh, we'll get you that uh, info, and uh, you win a Scotch stuff, line one. So, um, yeah. So Blair, thanks. what do you do all summer? Vacation. Really? That's it? Just chill. Dude, hang out. The, the, the Supercross pit job is just pays so much money. He doesn't he doesn't do anything. Nah, I worked harder than Zach did on Saturday. What did oh, you do? My kid's racing. It's 100, oh 107 God. degrees, dude, out there just working, doing work. I guarantee you I was more tired than you were Saturday. I don't think so. I'm still tired. <laughs> what about, Zacho, what about the initial plan of running on Tuesday? I was down. Were you? You were okay with that? He seems like the type that would just stay there and knock it out. Yeah, I was actually down. Um, So who ruined it? Who complained? Monday night, and uh, I still feel like I do. I'm kind of glad it's not Tuesday, and it makes me a little nervous for the Redbud one. Is the Redwood one the same? uh, Sorry, Redbud. Is it the same gap? Friday, Monday. Friday, Friday, Monday. Same distance? Uh. Yeah. And I I want people to know, too, like, Zacho, I want to say two and a half, three weeks ago, Zacho's like, hey, guys, uh, Washugo may not go. There's some problems there. Just, and I'm, like, what, what, I'm like, whatever, Zacho. He had his ear to the ground, man. Whatever, Zacho. Like, yeah, I thought I called him names. I doubted him. You know, Conspiracy theory, the, like yes, all the stuff. Yeah, 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 everything, everything, right? And you just, yeah, all right. Zacho, motocross insider, Zach Osborne. <laughs> I told them if they're going to report the news, they're going to have to get in front of the news. And they were like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we were not. We were not in front of the news. Zach Osborne was, though. So, uh, Zach Osborne on the show brought to you by VertexRacing.com. Zach, before we let you go, uh, MXGPs, three rounds in Latvia. What'd you think? What'd you take away from that? Crazy, well, first right? Well, that track is gnarly. Like, it doesn't maybe. TV doesn't do it justice, but it is the squarest. It's square, yes. say, It looks scary. Dude. Ever. dude, it is scary. Um, so, like, to get all those guys out of there relatively healthy is a good thing, but also the level is just gnarly. I mean, um, I wish I had, like, six inches of Jesse Conus's legs. That would really help me out. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, good job by him. I'm, I'm stoked for him. He's really coming on. Good job for him. Yeah. I, I think Jeffrey's still – the class of the field, but man, I, I feel like they're closer than they ever have been, you know? Well, Jeffy took some time off, right? He got hurt? Yeah, concussion or something. I didn't really know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's crazy because like Geyser's crashing but winning. Sewer crashes out this last one. Uh, Hurlings is all over the place. Jessaconis is all over the place. Like you're kind of like uh you know at, at times um, Tonus was up there early yeah. in the first one. You're yeah. like, geez, like these guys. And I think a little bit of that as the track and everything else. So it, it is, and and I feel like that that track's heavily start dependent. Yeah. Um, especially for some reason in that direction. Like that's not the original direction. The the original direction is um, the opposite of what it is now. I guess uh, in simple terms. But um, I feel like this direction is more, even more start dependent for some reason. I, I don't really know why. Right, right. But uh, I feel for those guys doing three GPs in Lommel in eight days or yeah. whatever it is. That's going to be mental. Yeah. Is that what they're doing? Yeah. yeah. I don't think. Oh. It's, is it eight days? I thought it was. I thought it was more. Uh, I, it's not many days. It's yeah, not yeah, enough yeah. days. Right. <laughs> three GPs in Lommel. That should be like over the span of six months. But yep. Uh, three GPs in Lommel in ten days is going to be gnarly. Whatever it is. Eight days. Zacho, I don't I don't even know if this matters to you, but it's something I brought up on the review pod that we did today and I brought it up to Daniel at the start of the show, like so you've won everything now, both both size bikes, indoors and out. Like Yeah, I was pumped on that stat. Um yeah, it's cool. I actually told my wife that as we left the track, I was like I I've actually won in every discipline yeah, now. Yeah. Um and, and now I just and you know, I did a little thing a little while ago, and not that many guys had. I was going to say, dude, I mean, you'd be surprised at the guys that hadn't. Like, because like, there's so many guys that were specialists along the way right. too. Yeah, but to be able to do it in or, both, and or, then or even they 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 missed the 250 Supercross win. Oh, or they win everything you, but that. Yeah, somehow. But, but whatever. They, yeah. you know, I think it's cool. So I think it's cool too. I, I was pumped. I mean, um, for me, like GL has a, a mega list of accomplishments like i don't you know he's not like super high on anyone's uh greatest champions list but he is pretty high on mine because i mean he's won world championship 125 the only championship he doesn't have in the world of motocross is an mxgp or or oh, mx1 wow, yeah. at the time well because he did no, 450, no 450 supercross doesn't know that. Oh yeah, four fifty supercross. You're yeah, right, you're right. He never won that. one of those, which you you just did, Zacho. So yeah, he's but he did two uh, two two fifty supercross, yeah. yep. two fifty outdoors, four fifty outdoors, and uh, one twenty five world championship. That's pretty sick. How he never won a two fifty motocross title on Mitch's four stroke is amazing. He broke his ankle. Remember against yep. Alessi? Another yeah. one maybe he came in. Oh, he hurt himself in Vegas, so he put him yeah. up for that. Yep, for the right. for the out. But GL. Definitely should have won an outdoor title on Mitch's bike. And but, at that time, the bike was just oh, – those bikes were so much better. He just had bad luck. Around. His timing was weird. Those were, the guys, those were the guys that were pulling in uh, – uh, he was pulling Goose and Sorby and whoever off the street, and they were put, making yeah. podiums, you know? Whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just put them out there. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, Well, I got to say, too, and, and so people who want to know, like Zacho's uh, – I'm in a little group text with Zacho, and he hasn't changed. He hasn't – you know, he, he wasn't – coming in saying i'm i'm the man or you know what i mean like he was normal old zacko so yeah that's you know, my question mind. zach is i i mean I, I know it's hard to answer this but you look at the field and you look how deep it is there's so many guys that are at that top level but when you come into an opening round do you do you do you know where you stack do you feel like okay i i know i'm a top three guy but i could win or i know i'm a top five guy but i could be top three or is it just let the gate drop and see what happens first? Or did you have any kind of idea that a 2-1 was in you? Did, did you feel that coming in? Or does it take a round or two before you really start to know where you're at? No, like I said earlier, I knew where my bike was, and that's a big part of it. You know, like if you have a good bike 
you're comfortable on, like you can go there and do the job, you know, but there's other factors like maybe you get arm pump or maybe, you know, you have a tip over or one bad start. Like it, there's so many factors to, to winning a race at that level. Like you can't even really predict it, but like also I'm the guy who's like, Hey guys, do you think we can make mains during this camp? You know? <laughs> yeah, I- like, are we going to slot in the top 10 or how we look in here? <laughs> so for me, I, you know, I, I'm just a, show up and race kind of guy but like i said getting a third in the time practice really kind of set my day in the right way and um gave me a little bit of confidence hey and then you've mentioned it twice now the bike setup thing i it seems like every year everyone's always tinkering and adding this adding that like what was behind the decision to run what you had last year did did you try other things and then go back to this or did you just say hey iron man was fine i just want to run that i don't want to even mess around with it no, we, I did. Um, they came here for like basically a whole week, and we tested, and I went around and around and right back to where I started. And um, they they were like, we knew this was going to happen, and I was like, well, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You know, I, I just don't understand the theory of riding something for basically a whole year, and then you know, like the last round, I was competitive. I went five to. Uh, I had a really good second moto, and thought that. Um, my bike was solid, so I was like, look, let's just start where we stopped, and we'll, you know, make adjustments from there, and that's, to me, the thing that makes the most sense is why come to the race with something that you don't really, really know about, you know, you think it's good and all that stuff, but it's always going to race a little bit different, so let's go with what we know, and yeah, that's it. I I mean, the 16, 17, and 18, outdoors, I think I changed one shock setting through those three years and it was much the same for supercross like i think i changed one fork or maybe two forks over those three years and last year i did a lot of changing and i just felt like i was kind of always chasing it you know i i want to get the bike good or a little bit better than decent which right now what i have is is really good i would say and just kind of adjust from there and and allow my body and my brain enough time to really adapt to what i'm riding Whereas, you know, I think just there, there's never going to be, okay, not never, but there's rarely going to be a time where you just nail it every weekend. Hmm. And I would rather know what it's like, mediocre, really good, but all with the same setting. You know, I want to know all those feelings you, with the same Steve, same how bad do you I want? Just, to, I just, okay, I, I want I, to take I, that I, clip I, for I one cry, minute. I want to cry right I want to take that just, one minute right just, there, I just and I want to send it to every I just, this rider is, in the sport and say just that. This right is, there. Also, There's this thing called adjustability with your body. You can adjust this around is, your bike. This, I'm so proud of Zach. Right too, I'm Zach. so proud of Zach for saying this. Everything I said earlier that I took back, it's back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I just, ima- it's just imagine. Sometimes a lot of pressure on me, though, because they know that I know it's good, you know, so it's never like, oh, you know. You can't blame the bike. The bike wasn't good today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm not that guy, anyways. But at the same time, <laughs> that's definitely off the table. <laughs> I, I just mean, just think if Zach had good fundamentals and didn't sit on the rear fender in every corner, how good he'd be. <laughs> right? Uh, I just could be really good. I'm so proud of Zach <laughs> for saying great. this. I'm so proud of saying this. It's just, yeah. Hey, riders, fucking run your setting hey. that you like, that you know what it's going to do all the time, and then work around that. No bike will be perfect. Zach. No bike will be perfect. 95% on the bike. Just get it to 95, and then you can do the other five, right? You can move around and adjust the other 5%. Is he's, that right? I hope so. I he's hope so. fucking riders. Dude. fucking riders. God, hey, Zach. Hey, Zach, first moto when you're coming through the field and just grinding, 
and you started to come up on the number 17. Did you have any old Vegas feelings at all? Stop it. No, Stop no. It. I, 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 I have no hard feelings. I mean, obviously. Uh, are, you, are you the TMZ of Moda? No, I just I ask him that every time I see him, and he gets so, That's so upset. Yeah, no, he, like, he literally is like, dude, don't ask that anymore. It makes me feel does, bad. Does it's, he stir the pot more than weed, or is he same same level of stirring? Daniel is the is the pot. He What was it that uh, JT said the one time to you? Lives in a kettle and sleeps on a spoon or something yeah, like that? Somebody what does that, that mean? Yeah. I need yeah. to know what that means if you're going to comp- say that's me. Right, I have right. no idea what that means. But uh, no, I just I have fun with Zach because it bothers him. And let's take I a like phone it. call before Zach before we let him go. It's uh, it's Tommy. Tommy, what's going on, man? Hey, Steve, what's up? Quick one for you. Yeah, it's off the topic. Sure. Um, you've always wanted to be a team manager or whatever. Yep. If you could actually be a team manager, could you save the JGR Suzuki team? Oh. No, put, you, it's it's it, put me on the spot. <laughs> no, but you, you need, always say I know. Listen, I'd be better at fucking picking riders in JGR. You can damn sure on that. Uh, I think a bum on New York, on the corner of New York City Street, would be better than that. I don't know about that. I don't know about picking a homeless person out of New York City would be better than the team I have now. They did pick Troll Train. <laughs> I'm a Troll Train guy. I'm a Troll Train guy, and Osborne is a Troll Train guy too. I am. Yeah, I love Troll Train. Troll Train he looked good this weekend he, too. Troll Train's solid. Uh, you need Dude, budget. I didn't realize he got fifth. I was like, "Dang, get it, son!" And he had issues, and then had to get back up there. Like oh, he, he, he tipped over. He crashed. He let uh, Jamar by. That was bullshit. Yeah, letting Jamar by was bullshit. But lightened oh, you up. Need troll, troll Train. But what happened to Tickle? He ran. Like he pulled the grenade and ran. Well, he had a better deal, right? He had a factory bike waiting for him from Yamaha. And, Obviously, and he was out of there. Like, but but from what I gather, Tommy Brock was paying for a lot of his stuff at JGR. It wasn't a full deal, so okay, he was paying at JGR. Then he's like, okay, Yamaha will actually pay me, so I'm going to go to Yamaha. Brock's had an interesting year, yeah. with the moves right, and stuff. Right, it's right. not so, really his fault. It just kind of comes with. Uh, his situation. All right, thanks, Tommy. Thanks for the call. Okay, appreciate Later, it. Thank yeah. All right, Zacho. Uh, I could turn any team around. D- just let me hire my right riders. I I would hire a guy cool. like Zach Osborne. So what? I- so who who are we hiring then? Got a clean slate with some factory bikes. Well, to get hired. I, I need budget. I need you need to tell me what kind of budget I'm working with and what kind of guy. Yeah, I can just get, unlimited right? budget. What's that? Zach to unlimited get the outdoor budget, title. Three four fifty riders. Sexton to win the two fifty title uh, or four fifty title. Blair just said that Sexton will be your twenty twenty one Supercross champion, Osborne. So oh wow! He just okay. said that. He just dropped that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't know, Zachary. Put me like on you'll, do good, you'll, good, good, you'll do really good too, but I mean, he is good though. He's, he's tell a good me, rider. tell me yeah, that yeah, you no. are impressed, Zach. You have to be impressed by him with his form and stuff. I'm impressed. Them fundamentals, man. Just think. What yeah, you could but be. I mean, hey, you, you can get it done sitting on the rear fender too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, um, you're the only one that's ever pulled it off. I uh, no. <laughs> I, I Maybe would, back in the '70s, someone rode like that. I don't know where that comes from. Even wow. though, even, just, come even, on, we had a long talk about this. We're fine. I don't We're know. Fine. We, even though Zacho and I have had our differences, also, and you know, I've been on the Zach train, off the Zach. You know, I'm always, I'm there, Zacho. I may not always <laughs> act like it, but I've been there since the carbureted YZ days at Anaheim. I've been Heck there. Yeah. So you have, yeah. Have I've say. always liked your work ethic. I've always appreciated your honesty. I've always, I've always loved your worldview on everything, 
and uh, you're you're definitely one of the smarter riders out there. So it's always interesting. Got to talk. I appreciate that, Zach. Do you have any cool? I'm not sure if that's a compliment. They're smarter than most riders, think, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to go. We got our next. I just guest got on one real quick we thing. Got, we got Osborne's any... future teammate, Evan Ferry, on the oh, line. Sweet. Uh, oh, sweet. Wow. Quick question: Do you have any cool Michael Willard stories from the youth, <laughs> from the days uh, back in the day? Dang. The only one that comes to mind uh, right offhand was, um, so whenever I was young, 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 like 13 and 14. That's what I'm talking. I'm talking like me and Willard. Was Nye out there too at that time? At some t- He came a couple times, yeah. But this was just me and Willard. And um, we both worked at my parents' shop like all the time. Uh, and it was like the week before Lake Whitney. We had to work before we could ride, et cetera, et cetera. So we were going to the shop one morning at like literally 4.30 in the morning. We were going down this hill on the way there, and there was a cop at the bottom. And, uh, I like, I come from, like, the most straight-edge upbringing of all time. <laughs> and, you know, Willard was, you know, uh, not, just a not normal 13-year-old <laughs> So He had fun. We go down this hill, and, and Michael, he was simply speeding, like, 10 miles an hour over the speed limit or whatever. But uh, when we hit the bottom of the hill, he had these big snow tires on his Ford Ranger, and it flashed, like, the fl- lights flashed up, and there was a cop. And he was like, oh, man, I'm going way too fast. So we didn't even know if the cop was coming or not. So he's, like, going fast. So we go down the road, go. He's like, oh, he's freaking out because he didn't want to get a ticket or whatever. So we pull up in this neighborhood go around the neighborhood, come back down and, and pull out, and there was there was the cop. Like, he wasn't really chasing us, but we thought we had, like, done, done it big, you know? like He was oh, waiting. We, we got away. Yeah. No, no, we, we pulled out behind him. Like, oh, was, yeah, yeah, okay. But he wasn't, even at, he wasn't even after us. He was, like, you know, just, just cruising chill. in yeah, the yeah, town just, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like he had his lights on looking for someone, but we thought we had, like, hit the big time. Like, we just did a, you know, did a high-speed chase. Whatever. There's, there's a lot of Willard stories out there from a lot oh, of guys. I've hung with him yeah, a lot, my, stayed at their house. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's a lot of Willard stuff. Um, thanks, Zacho. Thank you for coming on. Congratulations thanks. on the win, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Good job, Zach. That's, uh, that's Zach Osmo from Rockstar Energy Husqvarna. And let me tell you about the Auto Sport guys, one of the fastest growing new body and skincare brands on the planet that counts a very own Ken Roxon as a partner, along with guys like uh, NBA uh, player James Harden and others. I've been using their deodorant. I've been using their activated charcoal body wash. I've been using the shampoo. They're formulated with natural botanical ingredients to keep you smelling fresh every day. Their award-winning products have been more than 7,000 five-star reviews and give everyone from ESPN, Sports Illustrated, GQ, Showing them love. The best part is they are under $10. All products under $10. And go to Target. Target.com for more information from those guys. Uh, Artofsport.com. Please and proud to bring you our next guest of the night. Speaking of Rockstar Energy, Escavona, this kid just uh, performed pretty well at Loretta Lens. He is uh, Evan Ferry. What's up, Evan? How are you, man? What's up, Mathis? Thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah. You, uh, just uh, come and see what, what, what it's all about. You were on this show... Do you remember? It was uh, 20. How old are you now? 15? What are you, 15? Yep, 15. Okay. Uh, you were, you honestly, know, I, I, don't, I don't remember the last time I was on here. It was KJSC. So that was nine years old? Oh, Is that nine? How, uh, that was 2012. So okay. I would, yep. yep. So eight years ago. I'm sure you remember. But anyways, you were on, Evan. Um, hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. So that's that's Zach Osborne. You could be in the same truck as him in, a, in not too long, huh, Evan? If if things oh, yeah. go right. So, um, yeah, that's that's the plan. All right, Loretta's a couple of podiums. Uh, you happy with that? What'd you think? It was your best, you know, time at Loretta's in the last few years. I looked like I watched a couple of your motos. Uh, were you happy? 
Uh, yeah, actually, I'm really happy with uh, where I'm at uh, riding-wise and just happy to be on the podium. Like, I think for, I've only made it on the podium one time in eight years, and I was on 65. That was like three or four years ago. And uh, to come out there and get four podiums, and uh, they were all second. So uh, really happy. Really wish I could have got off the gate. You know, the chip, the picking the chips didn't really help me. And then, uh, oh, yeah. you know, and just never got never got up there on the start. Always started at least top ten or like even farther back than that. But uh, yeah, I'm really happy with the way that I was consistently like up in like top three, top five. Yeah, it was it was definitely one of your uh, better Loretta's for sure. Is super mini class? Are you done with those now? Are we are we moving on or what? Yep. Where are we at yeah. on that? Okay. Yeah, we're uh, we're done with super minis. Uh, Loretta's was my last race. Uh, I, I've already rode the 125. Like yep. I rode it uh, right when the whole quarantine thing started. Uh huh. I uh, went out and got one and uh, been riding that for a while. I actually went to a regional and raced it and uh, qualified in, that, in the 125 class and the Super Mini class. And uh, I don't really know who decided I was going to ride the Super Mini, but they were like, all right, we're riding the Super Mini. So I'm like, all right, cool. And I uh, went to Loretta, did that. And uh, now it's on to the 125s, and uh, we'll just see how that goes. Hold on. You made 125s in, yeah. at Loretta's? Mount Mor- for, for was Loretta's? It Mount Morris? Yeah. Yeah, he rode the regional and got in in both. Okay, so... What the hell? Why didn't yep. we stick 125s for Loretta's? What was the problem here? One, one, one. Uh, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, Your dad making these dubious decisions. Great decisions. Yeah. yeah, honestly, I don't know. I don't know whose uh, whose decision that was, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't really. I, I don't think it would have really mattered. I think. Uh, I think it didn't matter which class like I was in. If it was the 125 or Superman, I was going to go give it give it everything I had. So. Uh, well. I, yeah. I would have liked to have seen you on that 125, but that's all right. We saw you at Monster Cup and everything else. And and please tell me, Evan, please tell me that my advice to you when we spoke, I don't know, uh, a, a couple months before Loretta's, I was telling you to focus on motos, focus on corners, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, that, that had to have been key, right? Yeah, that, yeah, for sure that was key. Um, uh, <laughs> like he doesn't have behind, anything behind else the, going what, for what him. You call the, Insta-bangers. You call the Insta-bangers. Insta-bangers. Yes. Insta-bangers. Uh, though, um, usually all those Insta bangers are like mid thirties. So, uh, oh, I just, I, you, do you follow Evan on Instagram? Yep. Do you follow? Well, like I did. I mean, oh, you did when you were ish. on it. Uh, it's just, it's a lot of Insta bangers and whips and turns and scrubs. And I'm like, Evan, we need berms. We need bumps. We need, you know, we, he was doing that. Probably you put the Insta bangers out to make everyone think you're just playing. Okay. But he was grinding behind the scenes. Well, see, even you right. didn't pick up on that. Well, okay. Played I just, everybody. I just want to make sure that, that, that was, that's what was going on. But based on the Loretta's. Oh, uh, no. That, Keep that the was... Insta bangers because, dude, you had a couple these berm shots that you were doing that were just filthy like keep doing those evan like seriously i look you know you're putting in the work you're going to go to the races and do your thing but instagram is for sponsors and chicks so keep the bangers yeah, coming well, uh, so like back to the whole like burn blasting like i yeah, mean yeah. those videos were shot at like probably one of the roughest places you'll ever find in florida uh it's actually not even a real track it's it's just like a pit and uh well, I don't, I don't know which which one you're really talking about, but uh, for sure it was at, at uh, Croom, and there's a bunch of really cool berms that I was hitting. And uh, but, but from what I've heard, Mathis is you don't, you, you're not into the whole amateur thing, though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into no. the whole amateur thing. I, I don't like the hype. I don't like the multi-year contracts with that, Evan. I don't like, you know, I, I want to see kids. And and truthfully, you stayed in school for a long time. 
So I'm okay with that. I don't like the homes, the kids that never go to school, right? You you went to school for a number of years, so I'm okay with that kind of stuff. Also, your dad's super loaded, so it's not like he's put, <laughs> so it's not like he's putting the family at risk to chase the dream yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, but I, but so the whole deal with him is though, like I told him I was gonna put a put him in a put him in a home, like when when he's older. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, so I went I went to school I went to school for like uh, all the way up until high school basically. So yeah. well, I'm only a freshman now, but I uh, really decided like we were taking everything seriously, but then decided to take that that next step and. Well, with the ride and starting homeschool, yeah. I think that's kind of where everything kind of clicked and everything started really rolling. I get that. I, I'm down with that. I, you know, I just don't like the kids that put. A, I don't like the parents that mortgage their mortgage everything to, to send their kid to motocross schools and factories. The kids that never go to school, I don't like any of that. And I don't like the multi-year deals. The Evans got one, but you know, I just I just feel yeah, like yeah, but his you know, came late. You, they did it right. Like right. You know, you race, you're it's serious. All, but I mean, two, it's two years. And uh, the one year, the year is already up, I'm pretty sure now. Yeah. So, uh, no, okay. No, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I, yeah, I just don't, I, you know, Evan, we've seen so many kids come in pro, and I don't, you know, you know their names, and I know their names, and they get a, a year or two, and then they're, that's it, dude. They're done. And it's like, you know, the kid didn't get a chance on the factory team because we've got everybody coming up behind them, mm-hmm. and you got to go. Like, where's the development? Where's the growth of these kids? Yeah, but they're just cycling through these amateur I, kids. And I agree, but you know? if you look yeah. at Evan, your your program has been pretty good. There's been a lot of development. You stayed in school, rode a lot of Supercross, a lot of development, and then boom, take yeah. it serious at yeah. the end, get yeah. the deal, and then look what he's doing with it. Right. And for me personally, what I'm most impressed about Loretta is that's great and all, but. The way you rode the Super Mini at Monster Cup, you could tell that he's ahead of the curve on Supercross. It's not going to be a how how do I figure this out thing. It's he already understands, you know, that the technical side of that. Right. So when I see the results at Loretta's, I go, oh, okay, now we're indoor and outdoor. He's got both mastered. Yeah. But the Supercross thing is one that comes later, and you could tell by the way he rides, yeah. he completely gets it, and that that's the most important I think moving forward. Yeah, Evan, I think you're going to have well, a- for sure. Like, okay. the, go ahead. The whole like Supercross thing, oh, I actually wanted to kind of bring it up. I feel like that's more my strong suit. Yeah, uh, motocross is. I, I feel like uh, I'm. I don't know if it's like the how I'm like com- more comfortable. I think on supercross or what it is, but I think maybe just uh, my technique. I don't know, like uh, really in the really in everything with like my technique and hitting the whoops and hitting the corners and like well, all I'm actually a super mini, but uh, now we're on the 125. So I I've been kind of like itching to kind of go out on the supercross track, even on the 125, like see how the bike reacts different over like say the rhythms and the on offs and the whoops and the triples and kind of kind of really really excited to kind of get into the whole supercross thing on the big bikes yeah um i agree you're you're definitely seem like you're ahead of the curve when it comes to supercross 702-586-7857 you got a question for evan ferry on the line here i mean Part of it is because, Evan, your dad was such a Supercross king. That's I what mean, I was going to say. It's he natural. Was, he was not the king of Supercross, but he was the prince of Supercross, you know, or whatever you want to say. So many wins. Wait, there's none in 450 Supercross. There's none. And there's three 250 Supercross wins for, for Big Red, I think. Four? He's got, got a number one plate. I mean, I remember I remember a championship in the 125. That's what I was going to say. There remember, was a championship I remember beating, a title. beating Ricky Carmichael. 1997. 97. I mean, 1998, one of those. No, 97. You got it right the first time. 97. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Art of Sport bringing you Evan Ferry. Do you have any of this Art of Sport stuff, Evan? Do you want me to send you some? I'll, I'll dial you in for coming on the show. No. You, you can smell nice for the chicks. 
And speaking of that, where are we at with chicks? Where are we at with chicks, Evan? None, right? Zero? Zilch? Uh, none. Zero. Yes, nope. focusing on moto. I like that. Yeah, it's for fa- sure. It's fantastic. Sure. The longer you wait, the better you'll do. The fantastic. Um, okay, so when do you realistically expect to go pro? So 2021, we're not going pro. Do you think the end of 2022? Um, no, well, honestly, it just it depends. I've kind of had – I mean, me and my dad have sat there. We've talked about it so many times. Whenever – I feel and he feels like I'm fast enough on Supercross. Mm-hmm. And it's as soon as I'm fast enough, we're gonna we're gonna pull the trigger and do it. So uh, I don't know. With the way that I've had a really good routine, like kind of riding, like food, like every, like training, like going on Supercross track, sand track, like outdoor, uh, well, sand track, hard pack tracks. Mm-hmm. Like sand, like we have like a sandier Supercross track. We have a clay tr- Supercross track, like different sets of whoops. I think we've got every kind of element we can think. And if I can just keep progressing the way that, that I have been and move that on to the big bike, I don't think that there will be any problem. I mean, I, I, I feel like I've, I already kind of hit most of the rhythms, like at yeah. most of the super cross tracks, even on a super mini. So, and you know, I've maybe snuck on a couple two fifties and jumped like all the jumps <laughs> from that too. So, uh, I feel like the corner speeds there, we got to figure out the whoops. Um, but we just we'll we'll, we'll see. Twenty twenty one depends on how it goes from now on the one twenty five. Maybe maybe two fifty B next year, and then uh, coming around the next year, you never know. Like maybe after Loretta's right. move up and go to the A class, and say if I'm fast enough, and I don't really know what the whole points deal is, and right. like do the futures and Monster Cup if they have it next year and stuff like that. I don't know. Like it it, it could all go really good. So. Uh, just hoping for the best, really. If if you're racing pro and I'm still doing this, and I have to interview you, I'm I may break down and cry. I may, you know, be sobbing. So it looks like we're gonna see you crying. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but if it gets weird, just just know that I don't mean anything personal. It's just my own I'll moment. Just, you know? I'll just uh, bring some tissues. I'll remember this moment. Okay, please, tissues. because I am gonna be so depressed that I'm still covering the sport and i worked for your dad and now i'm interviewing his kid yeah but i won't i remember when you were yeah. born i remember you like i i it just happened a little while ago see what would it mean to you wasn't that long ago if at his first you outdoor know, I have national a blanket that's actually made by you and it's in my bed right now you still have that <laughs> yep my wife my wife, my, right now. My, wife my wife was just talking about that you got she, him a blankie yep. my wife has like evan ferry on it it says evan ferry and it says i don't know what year supercross champion but whatever year uh-oh we did when you were tw- 18. I don't remember what we put on it, but yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Hey, Evan, how about this? Your first outdoor. I think you need to let Steve run the pit board at the first <laughs> pro national. No, I don't want to. Just no, get I down there for that. a lap. One lap. Just I put, am not doing just that. Just put go. Just something. One lap. You know what? How would you feel if you did that? And you're looking at him. You're like, oh, my God. It's Timmy's but, kid. Yeah. And he just got go on the pit board. Uh, no, I'm out. No insta bang. I'm telling you, it's going to be very depressing to watch Evan. It's going to be very depressing to watch Evan as a pro. I just, I, I mean, you plan on being here more than next year. I don't know. Or are we done at the end of the year? I think so. Yeah. Ways kid. He's going to come up through there too. It's, it's so sad. Uh, Evan, but, but as much as like, you've got a big social following people like you and all of that, but can we talk about Beckett? Can we, can we, can we talk about Beckett? Yeah. Let's talk about Beckett. What about Beckett? Dude, he's an Instagram star. Like I have, heart. I have pro riders texting me, saying that they cannot wait to watch the next one where he falls down 
And Timmy's like, what's wrong? And he's crying or he's screaming or he's got a cheeseburger emoji or whatever. He's awesome. Yeah, so, like, let's talk about the whole cheeseburger thing. Yeah. So, like, he, he eats cheeseburgers, like, 24-7. Is that real? Is that for know. real, though? Is that for real? That's real? Yeah, no, it's 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 100% legit. <laughs> yeah, he can't like, fake it. Look at his eyes like, when he's eating those yeah. things. He's serious. <laughs> yeah, no. No, but, like, he eats, like, a single little cheeseburger. Uh-huh. But every time he has one, I just have a huge one. And, like, he doesn't video me eating one. <laughs> it's his thing. Yeah, dude. You're blowing so through like, sand berms. He's eating the cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. He's awesome. He's great. Uh, does he like motoring? Is he into it as much as you were, you think? Or is he kind of like whatever? I, I, I just don't think he really knows yet. I right, think, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he's, in, he's into it one moment, and then <laughs> one moment he's like, eh, I'd rather be in watching Minions or right, right. like watching, like, a TV show yeah. or – and then, and then he'll get real serious at some point and then kind of do that. But I think once he figures it out, I think, I think for sure Fireball will definitely be really good. I love Timmy going <laughs> up and every time. What's wrong? What happened? Every yeah, what happened? What happened? What happened? Yeah. Every single moment. Every he's, single... Like, he's, like, he's like, I just fell over. Like the front end just washed out. But how about your dad? Like, hold on. I'm not going to help my kid. I'm going to first I got to open my phone, find Instagram. I'm going to video this first of all. Like, it's just, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, uh, all those funny videos you see on Instagram. Yeah. And it's like they're the parents like filming their kids just getting hurt and they don't even do anything and they're just staring at yeah, them. Yeah. They're just looking <laughs> at them. Um, like, what the heck are they doing? How much, let's talk about your dad for a second because one of my favorite topics. Um, how much do you watch old videos of him or at all? Do you watch it all? Do you even uh, care? Uh, Mm, I don't know. Um, we actually watch. I think it, well, we watch the Destroyer sometimes. Um, What's that? And it's it's like an old Moto movie. Oh, like, okay. With him, Stewart. Uh, I don't know. Carmichael wasn't in it. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember honestly who was in it. But then there's uh, there's like SX Exposed. I'm pretty sure there's like a couple other ones that we watch like now and then. He doesn't just go in and throw in Bud's Creek 03 first moto? <laughs> he doesn't do that? Mm, no. Uh, no, not really. Does he ever tell you about how good he was and how he was tougher than you and all that back in the day? Does he does he do that? Mm, yeah, sometimes, but like <laughs> the whole the whole talk now is like that that me and him need to race. I was oh, just going to ask. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, like, right now, it, it's probably pretty dangerous he, for him. Hey, he sent me a video the last time he rode. Or I don't know. He sent me an Instagram. I saw, I saw it on Instagram. He never stood up once, Evan. He was sitting down the whole time. <laughs> I said, dude, yeah, tired. dude you got to stand up. Yeah, it was a second up. lap. He was tired. Like, what happened <laughs> to your dad's style? Like, your, your dad used to have good style. He could corner like no other. His... His corner speed was so good, and then I watched that video, Evan, and I'm like, "Who is this man?" He's, he yeah, looked- I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what happened to him, but I tell you what, though, <laughs> I'll give it to him when he goes out there and he goes and he puts down. He can do one lap. He can do one lap really fast. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, and then mean, he sits. He, he isn't far off of us at all. Really? I, that's surprising. He's not. So he's not far off if he does one lap because he doesn't ride at all. Really? Right, Evan? Like he barely. No, rides. like n- like n- none. Right. Not at all. Right. Nope. That's awesome. Yeah. But, okay, all right. Well, does, does he talk about me much? Does he talk about great mechanics he's had and mention me? Mm, no. Hmm. Wow. No, he, he, just, he, just talks, he just talks how you don't like amateurs. That's about it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's correct. Um, do you know he won this race in 99 called Summer Cross at the Coliseum? <laughs> God. 
And I was his uh, mechanic. Yeah, actually, I did. I did hear about that, but uh, I wasn't born though. But I, know, I heard about uh, it. But you heard about it. So I have the trophy in my studio here. It's it's sitting here. It's a summer cross overall trophy, and he's never getting it back. I don't care what he says. I know he probably doesn't even remember that I have it. That but I have one right there. No, the glass. Nah, he don't care. Also, Evan, another symbol of your dad and how much he cares about his racing career. Red Bud does nations. Remember, you were there. I saw you. Talked to you there. Yeah. Red Bud does nations. Yeah. Right. He he got a medal for being on past Team USA's. They had a whole presentation yeah. and they had a medal. He just left it at Red Bud. And I picked it up, and I have it. And he's never once asked for it back. It's on the medal. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, hey, did you grab that medal? I said, yeah, I got it. And then he just never asked for it back. Well, when you have that resume, it's that's how who much cares he, that's about how much that he, one, you that's know? That's how much he cares. Right. Like yeah, Stu's San yeah. Diego so helmet like, that he gave up. Right. I'm kind of sitting here like y'all are asking a bunch of questions that are like way before my time, and I just have no clue hey, what you're even talking about. It's not about. y'all. It's just who, Steve. All right. What? No, hey, we're from Florida. It's y'all. Okay? Yeah, it no, I'm just y'all. saying, like, yeah. I'm not asking silly questions from the past. Listen, I I'm all about to, now no, and the future. No, 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 talk about Timmy some more, all right? What's yeah, so wrong I, with that? Jesus. I've just... No, I, I, no, if you want to call him and talk to him, you can... <laughs> all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Evan, who... who? No, we don't want to do that. He's a terrible interview. Also, hey, he's a terrible interview. You're already 10 times better than he was, Evan. Seriously. You're all, I mean, I'm only I'm only 15. So I know, bro. We, we got we got we still have some time to work dude, on. Dude, supercross skills, interview skills, everything. He's got he's the total package. Um, what pro rider do you would look at, Evan, or did you look at to kind of model yourself yeah, after? Like that's or your any, guy. Like, who's your guy? Yeah. Who's my guy? I, honestly, I don't really have like a guy. Okay, but. Uh, Definitely, definitely look at a lot of the riders and uh, seeing seeing how they ride their technique. If their technique's good, or you know, like we sit there, like Tomac's technique is awesome. He's a bulldog on the track. Yep. Or we sit there, we look at Chase Sexton. He's really smooth, really light on the bike. Same with Ken Roxon. Like they're all real light on the bike and uh, good technique. And then you know, there's just some guys out there that just kind of you know, just it's it's all gas. And kind of what kind of what uh, Zach said. He said, I mean, you can get it done sitting on the back yeah. fender, too. So. No, you can. That's that's the beauty thing about moto is you can. Yeah, you Zach know. is proof you could be fundamentally flawed I, and still win. I feel like Evan's got a sex and stylish ish. Well, then he'll I feel, be, he'll I be feel, winning almost everything. Then. Yeah, no, 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 no. But the only reason you don't you, you don't ever like see it is because you you just don't even want to look at the Insta bangers. If you really look into the Insta bangers, uh, no, there I, is style and technique. There, there. is style. I've watched too many of those damn Insta bangers, and that's why I finally had to step in and clean up your act. And get you on the right path here because there was too many of that. Did I, but, di- but did I did I change anything though? Sure. Look at your Loretta's. You never did any anything at Loretta's until I stepped in and, and guided <laughs> you and told you to do motos. You know? Mm, oh I yeah, know I got you there, didn't I, Evan? I don't know. I got I you there. I don't know about that one. <laughs> the one amateur Steve no, took but, interest hey, think, in. Look I what happened. If, uh, I think I think if somebody else would have said something, I maybe could have got like one place better. Oh please, come on. Actually, stop yeah, it. your advice held him back, Steve. Listen, yeah, you held me back. Hey, Evan, if Chase Sexton wins a Supercross title next year, would you be surprised? No. No, no, probably not. I got one on my side. Um, Listen, your Supercross skills are evident. You you won Monster Cup. You got the indoor stuff down, something your dad never, ever did. Your dad threw away Supercross races uh, left and right. 
Especially with Except me. for when they're in the summer. Bad. We don't need to talk bad about him. He's not here to defend himself. Uh, it's fine. I, I, can, I feel confident in this. But you have the Supercross <laughs> skills that he never had, so we got to work on outdoors. we got to do both. That's it. That's, that's, that's bottom line. Um, and I also feel like you'll grow a little bit. Like, I don't know how tall you are right now, but I feel oh, like – Oh, he's good size. He's Yeah. But I feel like Evan's going to grow more. And then now I'm only I'm only like five seven I think it is Jeez. now. Yeah. Um, um, You'll be all right. Re- legit, legitimately, I'm only five six, but I think I right. think in the past like couple weeks I've hit five seven. Right. Um, you, okay. Either that or like I, I I mean I'm still not even in the big boy boots yet. I'm still wearing the kid boots. So are you really? Um, what do you, what What do you yeah. mean? What size? So like hitting hitting the supercross whoops in kid boots and uh, on a little bike and stuff. I think I think I'll be a little bit better when I'm in the bigger boots and the bigger bike. So, right. I mean, Webb won a Supercross title. He's five six, so you're already you're good. You're already you, you hit the you hit the, what you needed. You're good. I actually I'm um, well. I saw uh, I saw Cooper the other day, and uh, I I couldn't tell if I was taller than him or not. But I think it's I think it's pretty close. You're good then. Fifteen. You got another. You're probably well, how tall's your dad? Six? No, five. Yeah, he's like five my my yeah. dad's like five. 10, 5'11", I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, he has, he never hit the six-foot mark. But um, I take more after my uncle, which he actually raced Supercross too. And uh, he's like 6'1", I'm pretty sure. So yeah, yeah, hopefully he's... hopefully I get in, in between there. Six even? You'll take it? Yeah, I, I'd say probably, probably six foot. Six okay. foot would be right about where I, where I want to be. Back to your dad. What's the earliest moment, Evan, you remember your dad's racing? What's the... Do you remember uh, any of his racing? Like, wait, what, Evan, what, when were you born? What year? Like 2004. 2004. Four, so, so, so what's? Do you remember Steel like on a Cowie when he when he was uh, the last race? No, honestly, I don't remember any outdoors like at okay. all. What Supercross do you remember? Uh, I think it was Supercross 2007. No, Cowie. Honestly, I have no idea. Okay, on it, I was like, I was like, still like super little. I was like. Three? Yeah, but when was, was on Timmy's a, last year? I was, like three, I was like three or four, and oh, you're right. trying to make me remember stuff from like three and four years old. Well, no, I'm just saying, what's, really the, what's the only thing you can remember? Can you remember anything about? I his... don't. Honestly, the only thing I remember is sitting in the car after he did a teal at Daytona. That's about it. Oh, okay. That's like the only thing right. I remember. Right. That's good. Enough. Just that was kind of a right. traumatic moment. So I was kind of like, ooh. Yeah, it wasn't good. Like, I, I think that's kind of burnt my brain for now. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, what about? Okay, so. This kid at the ranch, the the the, the rider rider kid, that beat you. Yeah. You get along with him? You know him? Or you don't like him? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's cool. I mean, uh, so I beat him. I beat him at Springeting one moto, and okay. uh, he wasn't really cool. But uh, oh. after that, you know, like it, when he did beat me, he was cool. So okay. uh, we're just gonna have to see when I, whenever I do beat him again. Hey, uh, Evan. That's how it's gonna. That's how it's gonna go from now on with everybody. Just know that. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, well, that mean, is how it what, is. Like, you know, like I have a, I have respect for him. Like he goes really fast. So like yep. if he does beat me, and I mean honestly, when you go back and you look at like, I don't care first, second, third, fourth in my class. I mean we were faster than most of the people there at the ranch. Like we were top five, and I'm pretty sure even in the pro class. So, right. um, not the pro like pro out. Yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 the, yeah the, the A stuff. That. We were like we were top ten, top five even in that class. Wow, so, uh, that's pretty. Yeah, pretty honestly, good. we're it, you know what though, like going into the big bikes, and that, that's where it all really matters. And uh, we're gonna see who who can come out, who has the better better. St- well, it all comes down to technique, and we're just gonna see how that goes. Is so, you- I mean, we're probably gonna have to wait like a year. Yep. Um. Don't don't really know what uh don't know what the plans are yet. So uh. Right. Yeah, we'll just we'll just have to see how that goes. Who's been the 
who's been the coolest guy? So Timmy works. Your dad works with a bunch of guys, uh, you know, from overseas and from uh, the Lane Shaw and Marty and all these guys over the years have come and gone. And you ride with them, and they, they they work at the Red Dog Academy. Who's been a guy that either amateur or pro or whatever, Evan, that's really helped you with some advice, or that you you've watched and, and they've helped you? Has there been a guy or two that that that's been like that for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know for sure he's definitely not listening to this, but uh, Jalik Swole, uh, I've lived with him for. I mean, I lived with he moved to my house when he was like thirteen or fourteen. Uh-huh. I, was, I think I was like I think I was like. 10, no, 11, like, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I lived with him for a really long time, always looked up to him. And uh, for, for if I could probably pick somebody, it would probably be him, just been around okay. him for a really long yeah, yeah. time. And uh, he had a super successful uh, amateur career. So uh, right. just trying to kind of take after that. Right, right. What about Marty? Did Marty Was Marty cool? Marty, yeah, Marty was really cool. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Him, him and the whoops. Oh, you know, if, if you want to, if you want to sit there and you want to watch somebody hit a set of whoops, I know, uh, right? It'd probably, it'd probably be him. If you want to sit there and you want to take video and study and learn it, it'd probably be him. Dude, you're right. He's sick. Whoop yeah. insta bangers. Yeah, whoop insta bangers. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, I have a couple whoop insta bangers. I'm Instagram fine with that. Too. Just no scrub insta bangers over and over and over. Yeah, but right. Evans insta bangers were berm shots. They were corners. The ones I saw yeah. were like these. Well, gnar- you were coming in wide open and just. Hoping that it was going to work out, and it did a lot. Why don't you send your kid Daniel to the Red Dog Academy to work with? We, have, we have our own issues. We oh, got we got to work through some stuff at home before. Oh, we, okay, all right, okay. We all before right. we leave uh, Marysville, okay. we have to work on some things. Okay, all right. I'm just all checking. Right. Where, where's that? Exactly. Nor, exactly. Nor, NorCal. Yeah, Northern California. No, we got we got we have issues. We got to clean up before we start thinking about leaving the uh, Northern California. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, I tell you what. Florida, Florida, man, the the heat and the weather that we trained in just super gnarly. It, it is, yeah, it it, it is uh, brutal for sure. Evan, uh, thanks for coming on, man, and good job at the ranch. Thank you for the time tonight. Yeah, thank you. You're gonna be pro in a year, a half, two years, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have a breakdown, and that's fine. I'll be okay. I'll be fine. Uh, I really, really hope the the best for you for sure. Um, you're you're really just, coming. I'll on. just uh, here, like maybe in like the next six months to the next year, I'll go make some like. Uh, napkins that have Mathis and okay. like a picture of you on it or something. Okay, yeah, fantastic. I, I, I need, I need to do and, that. And, 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 and let's just let's just hope one day. Let's hope one day that I can give them to you. Let's hope. I think we will. I think we will. I think you're you're looking good. You're, you're really coming on to your own. Thank you. I talked to some people that really know amateur motocross because I don't really know it, and they're like, "Hey, Evan is the real deal. He's coming yes. on." And and like Daniel said, you you weren't this fifty cc, sixty cc kid that like burnt out from all the riding and stuff that you did when you were little you lived a somewhat normal life and now you're growing into a kid that's passionately loving motocross which is a good way to go yeah about it, you know and like it's crazy to think too like most of the people that i've raced against i mean they've won not saying any names but i mean they've won like titles since they were like five or six years right. old at loretta's and right. all that and i you know like it's most of the time they would even come around they'd even lap me so to come from there to where i'm at now to being right there with them and uh, just just if I can keep progressing the way I can, I'm pretty sure that we'll have a pretty fun year next year. Yeah, that's what kind of hear from, from from people that, that watch you and know know this stuff better than I do. But uh, thanks for coming on tonight, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All See right. you, Evan. See you. That's Evan Fair, everybody. Rockstar Energy Husqvarna brought to you by Art of Sport, artofsport.com. We're giving away an Art of Sport locker. 
contest at pulpamexshow.com. Just put Art of Sport or AOS in the subject line, and we'll pick a couple people at random. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. For more information on winning an Art of Sport kit, under $10, target.com. Thanks to those guys. Daniel, we're going to get you dialed in with that too. Mm-hmm. because uh, yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Vertex. Vertex sprockets used by Star Racing Yamaha. Uh, Vortex. Vortex sprockets. God. I'm, I've been off for a week. All right, give me, give me a, a little break. rusty. All right, give yeah. me a break. No excuses. <laughs> oh, by the way, the stew helmet. We have photos. Correct. Uh, of two different helmets from that race. Yeah. So it could be 2014 San Diego because there's one that is exactly like that, and then there's one that says Stewart on the back from the same race. But yep. we do think what? it was this one. Yeah, it looks like that one. Right. San Diego 2014. We just don't know if he won in this one. Yeah. Let's just go with the fact that he won in that uh, one. We can do that. We need a checkered flag shot <laughs> from... That one, That might be a little tougher to pull checkered off. Checkered flag shot from... Without st- f- Photoshop, so... San Diego 2014. We'll get to the bottom whether this was the helmet that he All that right. he won in. But listen, speaking of James, he won a Supercross title using Vertex uh, sprockets. Chad Reed did. Uh, uh, Dylan Ferrand is right now running Vertex Racing with the Star Yamaha guys and Monster Energy Yamaha guys. Vertex bars as well. The V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition. Uh, email Kyle at, at uh, VertexRacing.com to get a deal from the folks at Vertex. Uh, Kyle at VertexRacing.com. Mention Pulp MX Show. Get sprockets. Get, uh, get a deal for sprockets. Get a deal on the bars or whatever it is. They'll dial you in. Let's get our next guest on the line. He's a friend of the show. He's been with us many years. Kyle Chisholm, what's up, Chiz? Uh, not much. What are you guys up to? Oh, just doing a show tonight. We got a helmet from Red Bull from Stu 2014. So we're pretty nice. stoked on that. For the studio. For the studio, yeah. So nice. he won the main that night, but we just don't know if it's this one or what. But anyways, yeah, you know. Well, do some research. You got to find out. Speaking of memorabilia, Ver- Vortex. Did I keep saying Vortex? Yeah. I'm sorry. Vortex. You said it like four times. Vortex. Goodness gracious. Vortex <laughs> Racing. God. Um, You're terrible tonight. Speaking of, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of memorabilia. <laughs> Uh, hey, buddy! You have uh, an Adam Cien Cirillo jersey coming for you, Chiz, because you are the <laughs> overall winner of Pulpamex Fantasy for Loretta Lynn's MX1. It's it's phenomenal. It's ridiculous! I can't believe it, I, Chiz. I am the winner, and I have the red plate going in round two. Well, okay, can't believe it. First of all, Chiz, I cannot believe you paid money. You are the, one <laughs> of the cheapest human beings alive, Chiz. For people who don't know, hey, and you signed I up for the, my friends, and you signed up for the championship league. I support my friends. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I am cheap, though. You are. I support my friends. <laughs> you are. Um, <laughs> so, actually, looking at your team, you went Mason Gonzalez. Did you have any sort of inside info on that kid from Rock River, Chiz, why you picked him? Uh, I have no inside info, but, like, I watched Loretta's, you know, the amateur stuff, you know, yeah. last week, the week before, and uh, I don't know. I always feel like the amateur kids, right when they come out of amateurs, they're, they're, if they're good, you know, if they're a good amateur, usually their first race, they do pretty good because I feel like they have no expectations. You know, in the amateur races, not Loretta's, but like just in general, you got to get good starts, you got to get front because usually the races are short. So those guys usually have like that fire. They want to come in and prove something or whatever. Yep. So I feel like that's, I mean, look at Tomac, his first race, which obviously he's still good, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, I don't know. They, they, even for me, my first Supercross, I feel like that was almost easier because I didn't. I was nervous, but like I didn't really know where I'd be. So I just like 
you don't really think about it. You just go out there and do your best <laughs> and see where you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's almost easier. But then with those kids racing Loretta's literally, what, six days, seven days before, I feel like that was, like, even more of an advantage for them. And that kid looked pretty good. You know, just the things I look for, like watching, you know, some of the video yeah, yeah. from the amateur stuff, just the way he rides and stuff like that. So I went with him, and I think Dylan Schwartz, too, right? Yeah, you went with Schwartz, one. also a Suzuki kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's kind of like, you know, I don't know. The handicaps were good, and I felt like they'd, you know, maybe go do yeah. good. And I don't know. I, Marks, here, I got it. I got lucky. Marks, here's where the complete bullshit comes in on Chiz's team. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. The complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now, the bullshit is how he chose those two. Other people what, out there playing the game chose Styles Robertson <laughs> after paying a hundred dollars to be in the league. Who was the Horizon Award winner from the ranch? Yeah, so uh, everything you just said, Chiz, one hundred percent. Which is why I chose Robertson after paying a hundred dollars to be in that <laughs> stupid league. Um, so yeah, good job picking the right two. Yeah, Chiz, you, you would have won. Uh, I don't know what's each week on Industry Idiots, Marks. It's pretty pay- good, pretty good payback. Uh, that I don't know. You have to right. understand. Um, hey, so so to be honest. At like eleven o'clock the night before, like Friday night, I'm putting floors in my master bedroom. So yeah, fun stuff. Of course, I was at Loretta's racing. But anyways, at eleven o'clock, I'm like, shoot, I should text Truman to do the yeah, yeah. idiot thing. Yeah. And I'm and I like didn't want to stop and within the floors. I was up to like midnight doing it, and I didn't text him. And then the next day, I was gonna be like, hey, can I still get in? And I just didn't do it. I literally set my alarm for like. I don't know, twelve fifty to go on and do my picks, you know, really quick because I was finishing up the floors, you know, in the morning, and yeah, I I should have done that. I could have made some money, right? What would I yeah. need? Oh, I I I think it's like five hundred bucks to win a week. So it's yeah. got to be pretty pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm bummed. It's, it's, I'm bummed. Wor- it's worth it at yeah. least if you win. So Chiz got five hundred twenty-two points. Here's the complete bullshit, Chiz. Jeremy yeah, Smith. Here. Jeremy Smith. Complete bullshit. Oh, wait. wait, listen. Okay, so for his pick, so I actually did my picks Friday night before I went to bed because I knew in the morning I was going to try to be finishing the floors. Right. And I didn't want to, like, run out of time and forget to do any picks, right? Yeah. So I set some picks just to set them because I had something in. And then 10 minutes before, you know, the first photo, I just went back on to, you know, I I watched practice while I was, you know, on my phone. I had set it going. But I looked at times and did some, you know, little research, you know, 10 minutes before the moto. So I had Jake Masterful in, and Jeremy Smith had a good practice. Like, his times were good. He always has a good practice, Chiz, and then then never comes through. (laughs) Let me finish. I probably got lucky, but let me finish. So, yes, I see he always has good practice times. But I went back to last year's results, and I picked Bud's Creek. I think it was Bud's Creek. And I go, let me just see if if he'll put in a couple good motos. Because those kind of guys – to me, for fantasy, some of them practice good. They get a good qualifying lap, but then they don't. Yeah, you know, they'll just pull off in the moto. Yes, that's that. Through. Jeremy Smith does that a lot. Yes. <laughs> so I look at. I think it was Bud's Creek from last year, and he went like seventeen, eighteen, or something like that. That's all I looked at. Just think if you would have looked like, at a different what? race. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he I know. chooses hey, the like, one. Hey, for real. I had five minutes before the picks are up, and I'm like. Fuck, who do I pick? Masterful or him? I think it was between him or Masterful. And I, I'm like, click on Butch Creek. Oh, he's solid. He's good. He'll put me in a couple good motos. So I went with it. Hey, I tried to do some research. Wow. I got lucky. Wow. Yeah, and then he picks two first lap leaders, gets gets one of them wrong, Cooper, Dude, but Cooper, got AC yeah. right. 
That's how I did. I had Cooper and AC. Yeah. Cooper holds off the first mode on. I'm like, all right, sweet. You know, he'll, yeah. he's a pretty good bet on the first lap leader. Yeah. And he freaking doubles through the Ten Commandments, like four and a half fast from first lap. I was so mad. And, and Reslin, oh. Reslin comes through with a good moto. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, Marks, is, like you said, it's not even like an ideal team that Chiz picked. It's a good team. He won, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, it's, all, it's really good, but there's there's still room for improvement there. You he, look at his all-star got 28. Like 30, yeah. you know, probably Cooper, 30, yeah, Cooper was not good for me. No, no, not not at all. No, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're. It was, it was honestly tough, like, looking at, so, when I do it, you guys need to have me on the the Pulpermax Fantasy uh, podcast, you know, whatever. Oh yeah, so <laughs> you can so you so we can go on your strategy you of picking. So, cheese, if we yeah. got you on, you'd say, "Well, I don't know. I just picked five minutes for the race." So no, honestly, I I feel like I'm I feel like I know a lot of the riders pretty good, like not on a personal level, but just from being around at the races and just yep. and I do fantasy all the time. So yeah. like, I do like pay attention to like so something I really look at in guys, and yeah. Got lucky with the Jeremy Smith thing, probably whatever. But, but I do, I look at guys because there are guys like I said that will qualify good, put all that in, it looks all good on paper, but they never pull through in the motos. So, and then there's guys that are opposite that maybe don't ever qualify good, but you know they're going to be a solid, you know, twentieth place guy yeah. with a fifteen handicap. Yeah. Well, and get chiz, you, chiz, you know, that's you. Your so, chiz, I, when, I don't know. when you chiz. What it means is you don't qualify well, but then there you are, Chiz. There know, you are. I know. You're, I know. Your JGR experience notwithstanding, you let me down on the JGR thing. But but yeah. outside of that, Chiz, you are just Chiz. You, you have your own just term. A machine. You have your own yeah. term. Yeah. Would you just, get your own name after your name? And it's something that now other people do, like when other people Chiz. Yeah, that's big time. We, you know who didn't chiz was A Ray. I just noticed he oh, he had a rough. He did going. not chiz. He, <laughs> hey, hey, A Ray had a rough one. So hey, I'm watching when I'm doing the floors. I'm watching practice, right? Yeah. Take a minute. I'm looking at the TV. They're on somebody like a you know a good guy, and they're following him around. And A Ray's up ahead of him. This is just practice. You're qualifying. A <laughs> Ray's right ahead, and there's smoke falling out. Smoke. Like, smoke hey, I screenshot it. But I was gonna post it to give A Ray shit, and then after the motos, where the where those motos were, I felt too bad to post it. But I literally have a screenshot no, you, of smoke blowing out of Aries. You, like, you should have because you don't know how many times on I'm, my sh- on my shows he's like saying "fuck it, jizz." I know. Oh, "Fuck it, jizz." Yeah, you frustrated him pretty bad. <laughs> you get him very angry. I know. Um, I know. But no, so you win an Adam Cena Cirillo jersey from the race, uh, <laughs> right off his back. But this is what this is the cool thing is you're you're gonna we're gonna do something cool with this just yeah I mean you know I texted you like right after the moto to see if I actually won because I couldn't believe it by the way I have to say at I think going into the last moto like so after the first three motos I was like thirty third and I'm like all right sweet that's the best I've ever been and I look at my I refresh my phone like I don't know five or ten minutes into the, the last, you know, the 450 moto, and I'm second. And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. And I refresh it again like a couple minutes later, and I'm first. And I'm like, there's no way. So there's first. I look at the clock. It's like 19 minutes and 46 seconds plus two laps. And I'm like, yeah. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I was literally, I was more nervous for that 20 minutes than I am when I race. And not to win the jersey, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah, just I to win. Just to do it. Yeah. I just wanted to win. It could have been a 1000 bucks to win, and I just would want to win. Like, obviously, that'd be cool, but, you know, I just want to win to say I won. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was literally, it was the most nervous I've ever been. I literally, 
I didn't put my phone down the rest of the month. I kept refreshing it. And I'm like, because I wanted, like, I'm like, if I'm not going to win, just take it from me now. But, like, the clock was going down. It got to, like, five minutes, then three laps to go, and I'm still in first. And I'm like, at my bro- I'm at my parents. My brother's right there. He plays, you know, fantasy, too. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, is yours refreshing? Is this just, like, I'm, like, taking my phone froze, and it's just, I'm not really in first. Right. And I, that's, I texted you, like, right after. I'm like, yeah. dude, did I really win? Well, but anyways – yeah, Marks, so. Marks, we have ties, right? So, not, so a lot of times we have ties, and they don't populate till later. We got to break up the tie. Yeah. We got to break the tie. Right, right. Yeah. So what happens is if if there's two guys in first, for example, it will just say to both of those guys that they're in first because yeah. uh, it's kind of convoluted to to do all that kind of calculation uh, live. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, you know there are ties, and it'll just show first, and you don't see until I actually post results. Yeah, and then it'll put them in the or in yeah. the correct. So I, that's order, what I was so. telling Chiz. I'm like, you could have tied. Yeah. You, I don't know. Right. You know. But you but actually he had space, right? Did you won have... by ten points, Jiz. You just yeah. crushed it. I had a good lead, and I, was, I had a good lead over third too. I think, right? We got a, we got an email too. The guy was complaining that Kyle Chisholm. Uh, it's obvious the industry insiders have the advantage as Chis- <laughs> Chisholm won. Oh, really? And, and then I'm looking at Chiz's results. He's three thousandth. He's seventeen hundredth. Yeah. He's twelve hundredth. <laughs> there's no there's no Chiz yeah. inside knowledge yeah. here. Yeah, dude, it doesn't matter how much inside knowledge you know. So like, so. Aside from playing, you know, the, the game, you know, the fantasy thing, you know, just in general, my cousin, because he rides and used to ride a lot, whatever. So him and me and my brother, a um, couple other buddies, Brittany, we have our own little league, you know, like on the Silvermix, you know, on the website. And I just want to beat those guys. So I always, like, because I'm riding, you know, with Kenny or Adam or Chase, you know, those guys during the week. And I always, like, jokingly in our group text, I'm like, oh, I got the inside knowledge, like, I'm going to whoop you guys in fantasy, you know, blah, 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 just joking. But, like, it's it's funny that people actually think that uh, because, like, no matter how much inside knowledge you know, it doesn't matter. Like, racing, racing, it anything doesn't. will happen. It, it can Jeremy, screw, Smith, it, yeah. Jeremy Smith will put in two good motos. It, will, like, it doesn't matter. It'll you know. screw you. <laughs> we just got a text. <laughs> Chiz picked the guy that has a 99% DNF ratio. <laughs> so, hey, you know. I saw the 1%. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. No, and that's the thing is you can go down to the pits, Daniel. You'll know you'll go down to the pits. You'll be like, "How you feeling? Oh, good. Like I'm feeling good." Or that's usually a sign you yeah. don't pick them. I know, but when then, they feel yeah. good. Yeah, but then you pick them and then he, he crashes and it's out. So or what happens yeah. is right. you get peer pressured super heavily to enter a league that's a hundred dollars to play in, and then on lap one of the two fifty, two of your guys are out. Chiz would have. Chiz would have won. Uh, Hunter. And Styles, oh. I don't know what Hunter first. and Styles lap one yeah. out, yeah. hundred bucks yeah. down the drain. Not Jeremy oh. Smith though, just no. just a warrior. No. So. He kept trucking away. He, yeah, I get, I gave him some Chiz Mojo. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you, so you won the jersey. So what we're gonna do with it? What are we gonna do with it, Chiz? Yeah. So like I said, I wasn't. Obviously, it's cool they win the jersey. Obviously, cool about him. But for me, kind of buddies with him, whatever. So it wasn't that big of a deal. So. Like I said, I texted you just to see if I actually won, you know, immediately. Because the first thing I thought was, I'm good buddies with, you know, Tab and Tapia. And for those that don't know or maybe do know, he had a bad crash, I don't know, a week or two ago and broke his neck. And he's been in the hospital, the ICU since. He's doing good, but he can't move his left leg. He has feeling in it, like touching it, but he can't move it. Um, I actually just talked to him today um, to get an update. And he's actually been able to, you know, like, uh, flex the muscle. Yeah. So he can't really move it, but he's got some muscle, like where he can control the the muscles or whatever. So 
he's doing good. He's getting better. Um, his right leg, he's able to move it, but he doesn't have a lot of feeling in it, but he can actually move it. So he was telling me the doctors told him that most people that injury are, you know, paralyzed from the neck down, you know, from oh, what wow. he had. So he's super lucky um, with what, you know, all things considered. But still, obviously, a bummer. He's hopefully transferring in the next couple of days to a rehab facility where he said he'll be there like at least a month. And they're hopeful he'll be able to get, you know, back to walking and all that. But yep. he may have like some permanent weakness in, in the one leg. And so it'll be, you know, six months to a year before he's hopefully, you know, back to, you know, somewhat normal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely rough. And like I said, he's a good buddy of mine and, you know, just sucks to see. But as, as we all know, it's, you know, not a safe sport, you know, that we do by any means. So uh, the first thing I thought while I was winning the moto, the reason I was nervous, obviously I just wanted to win just to win just for bragging rights. But I wanted to get the first thing I thought was I should auction the jersey off to raise the money for Kevin. So, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to nice. just, yeah. just set awesome. up an eBay eBay auction, try to raise some money, and everything will just go to Kevin to help with his rehab and all that. So, awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah. 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 The first thing I thought was just, you know, yeah, and, I try to help him out and, and, this, and uh, do what I can. This will be right off AC's back, so it's super rare. You know, it's probably, it'll yep. be all dirty and stinky. Mm. It'll be it'll Perfect. be the, it'll be the awesome the actual Rillerettas jersey. So that's that's really yeah. nice of you, yeah. And so yeah, we'll, we'll no, put that cool. up. We'll we'll link that up on uh, on our eBay and everything else, and uh, and link yep. link to it. So yeah, that's cool. Um, yep, yep. Get Adam to, to promote it. We'll get an yeah. auction going. Yeah, try to raise some money for Kevin. Yeah, yeah. the real really cool. So Chiz, are you riding much, or are you just waiting to see what happens for twenty one? I've rode two times since uh, Salt Lake City, so and those were uh, for two for a photo shoot, whatever. So, no, not much riding. I've been training. I probably took a little over a month off, like completely. Um, I've been doing just some easy, you know, cardio and some stuff like that now. Yep. Doing a bunch of housework. Um, I got my one like, I guess you can call it an investment property, whatever. I sold my California place last year. Did a bunch of work, like is a foreclosure, fixing it up, and yep. um, to where we're actually going to move to. It's over by my parents, uh, like kind of near the beach. Um, so that's getting finished up, and we're going to hopefully my house I've been in since like 2008. Mm-hmm. We're going to sell it to move back over there. Um, so I've been getting that house cleaned up and packed up to just hopefully get it listed in the next little while. So just, yeah, just demo and home life, home just, life, yeah, home, home life. life yeah, 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 exactly right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so fun, fun stuff, but. I, I mean, when the schedule came out and it's like now it's two Loretta's and then two Red Buds, I'm like, gosh, I wish I knew this like, you know, a month or two in advance. Yeah. You know, whatever. But um, depending on how things go, I really would like to reach WW. You know, it's the end of September and I'm kind of to the point now where I'm like, would get back to riding anyways. Yep. You know, just to be riding. So being the end of September and it's only, you know, it's like three hours from home. Right. I really would like to trying to get my house stuff wrapped up in the next week or two and then I can get some riding in and just see how I feel and then you know after a week or so riding I'll kind of know like okay I want to put the work in and go race or I'm just going to keep with the plan and be ready for you know supercross you know whatever so I may show up to WW and and race Hmm. I'd like to go to Red Butt honestly with the two races I could go for a weekend and do two races and whatever but I don't know if like entries are full I'd have to cram in a couple of weeks of yeah. busting my butt. And then if I go beat A-Ray after coming off the couch, oh. I get that. <laughs> God. Be terrible. So I don't know. Just, I don't know how that just, would go. terrible. Uh, so he just, butt, just, takes, <laughs> just takes a month off, flipping houses, 
working on floors, rode twice. Yeah, I might just see how I feel, and then he'll show up and go 15-15 with no prep. I mean, honestly, that's what I did with the JGR thing. I know I let you down, but, dude, I literally rode two times just for fun. Like, the day J-Bone called me to do that last year, I was at Moto Sandbox riding. Well, I guess, quote-unquote, riding. I got there. I rode for, like, 10 minutes and started pouring. And I pulled Finn. I didn't have many parts. I was still in the, the Hep Suzuki at that point, And I didn't have many parts for it. So I'm like, dude, it's raining. I'm not going to ride in the mud and, mud and ruin my bike. So I literally loaded up, and I'm driving home, and J-Bone calls me. He's like, hey, do you want to race this weekend? And I'm like, fuck, I should have rode all day. I should have trashed my bike in the mud. So then I fly up the next day to North Carolina. I ride one day and then go race. I literally rode like three times from one super golf club to showing up at high point to race on you know their bike yeah so yeah no, yeah it would be the same boat a little bit but yeah you know it wouldn't be the first time i did it no no you're a racer that's what we like about yeah. you um yeah. well congrats on the fulton x fantasy win 522 points <laughs> phenomenal I'm uh, i need a trophy need the red plate and, and, and if you would have joined the idiots you'd be richer you would have got your money back already uh. Uh, for my floors, bro. Yeah, yeah, but but really cool thing you're doing with the Adam jersey for sure. Tevin Tapia will put give him all yep. the money to, to him, and uh, he's a good dude too as well. So, um, well, cool, man. Thanks for coming on, Chiz. Good luck with the rest of the fantasy, and let's let's get you on. Yeah, this, the 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 show at some point, the podcast show. For sure. Yeah, yeah, let me know. I'm down. I'm not, I'm not busy. Anything to not be putting floors on, I'm down. Yeah, 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 exactly, right? <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, Chiz. Yep. Good luck. Yep, thanks. Thanks, man. Guys, keep your, keep your eyes open for the for the Jersey thing, too. Let's raise money yeah. for Kevin. Yep. And Mathis, thank you. thank you for the opportunity to you know to do that for him. Yeah, no problem, man. No, it'll be awesome. So. Cool. Thanks, Chiz. All right, guys. All right. Have See a good night. Later, man. Bye. Jeremy Smith, 100 points. Hey, didn't I say... Either Smith or Rod Bell. Yeah, on the on the. How on many, the how show, many yeah. points did Robin get too? Jer- uh, Jerry. Yeah, old Jerry. I don't know. Uh, let me take this call real quick before we get with Galdi. Uh, John, what's going on, man? How are you, John? Hey, Steve. I was wondering if you've seen any of the uh, Gary Bailey stuff. He's been putting on YouTube some of the YouTube some of the old uh, maybe '80s races. I had some some thoughts um, on that. If- no, I, I have. You know what? I have some of his videos. I have a Millville video from Gary Bailey. I have a. An LA Coliseum from Gary Bailey. I have some videos of my own, like in my own archives of his stuff. He's been, he's been releasing new stuff almost daily since quarantine, it seems. Oh, I need to but check anyway, it out. Okay. Uh, I was watching the 85 Rose Bowl, and that, that was the year that I believe Yamaha was still a stock Yamaha's, and the uh, Hondas were still uh, works Hondas. 85, yeah, last year. Yeah. And uh, the, the two heat races, uh, O'Mara and uh, Bailey were out front in the two different heat races. O'Mara gets caught and passed by RJ, and Bailey gets caught gets caught and passed by Keith Bowen. And I'm thinking to myself, them Hondas were the pretty the best bikes at the time by far, and them Yamahas didn't look all that great. Right. But it was just kind of interesting that they both got passed. You know what's funny by, is if when you talk to Bailey and Dogger, uh, the 85 Works Hondas, which were the pinnacle of coolness, they had the lowered tank, they had a fuel pump. Yeah. They weren't they weren't that good as the eighty fours. They all will tell you that. The eighty fives were a little off, a little different. They were good, obviously, but they were not the mate the guys didn't gel with them that that good, you know? Um Oh really? Yeah, so it's really weird. I've talked to those guys about that because that bike is so amazing. That bike is so trick. Um Yeah. But and yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the second thing I was thinking too, I don't know if you were at Millville in nineteen eighty three, but I, I was no. there. Were you there? No, were hell no. My first Millville was eighty eight. Okay, well, I remember it was Lachine, 
Barnett, Ward, and O'Mara on the four different brands. Yeah. That was one one hell of a year. And it got me thinking, who do you think was the best uh, 125 all-time? I know it's... It's Stu. No, it's Stu. No. Oh, maybe overall speed, but I'm just talking uh, just style on the bike. I think Lachine on, and even yeah. Bradshaw... Bradshaw on the 125 looked phenomenal. Yeah, Lampson. Lampson is Lammy under. Nobody talks too. a lot about Lammy. He was amazing I, on that Honda in 95, 96. Um, I even think Emig looked pretty good on that Yamaha them couple of years, too. He looked yeah, really not good. But Emig's titles were really uh, underdogish. The bikes, the Yamaha 125s were never that good. Uh, he was always going against guys with better bikes. Uh, he crushed it for sure. Um I think Lachine at Mil- Lachine at Millville in '85 was it? Um, when he's number six on the Honda. Yeah. Or was it was it '85? '85. Yeah. He looked pretty phenomenal that yeah. year as well. Lachine was 200 pounds and his bike was still faster than everybody else in '85. It was incredible. Uh, Barnett Barnett was one injury away from a perfect season before anybody else did it. He was going to sweep the '82. 80- won 125 National Series. He missed the last round with a broken collarbone. He'd won every moto that he raced that year, except for that final round. So Bomber is up right up there, three-time champ, right? Um, so and, and, and when you talk to O'Mara and Wardy and Hannah, they tell you Barnett was one gnarly dude. So if those guys are saying it, then then it's true, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but I think just Stu, because just, he yeah. just did things that weren't right yeah, yeah, I mean, on a bike. You know, yeah. Overall speed, yeah, by far, but I'm maybe, always a believer. Uh, like, like if you dropped, if you dropped um, Zach Osborne into 1982 right now, he'd be kicking ass because uh, science evolves, bikes evolve, riding styles evolve, right? Um, so you got to You can't. It's hard to say. The guys now are better than ever. Is what I'm getting at uh, because of the bikes being better and techniques yeah, being better and everything else. Changes, right? right. Yeah, uh, yeah, speed wise. But I'm just taking the style, gear, all that stuff. Take all that into account. Who would be your your favorite I, guy I, to watch? I, on, I might, on I might, I might go 85 Dogger. Gear, style, yeah. bike, yeah. everything. Yeah, that JT gear was pretty pretty sick. It, it and one sick. last thing, did you see Dungey on the Honda and uh, riding in Minnesota on the Honda he's got built? Uh, yeah, I did. I don't know what's up with that. I tried to get him on the night. We've been texting back and forth to come on the show. He's also got this coffee line he's got going on. Uh, right. he, he couldn't come on the night, but he, he will be on shortly, and we're going to get to the bottom of that, yeah. Okay, cool. Then one question for Daniel. Yeah. How come we can never see uh, producer Joe a picture or anything? What's the mystery there? Uh, I don't really know. Um, it started out as a joke, and then everyone started asking what he looked like, and it just turned into a thing. It was like it was. It was never meant to be that. Now but. I don't know anything about this guy, but Wygant saw a picture of him, like off somewhere. How? I don't know, and he could not believe the voice didn't match what he looked like. Oh, it's like. not even close. Oh, you saw it. Yeah, maybe it was you. Maybe it wasn't Wygant. Well, I think last time Daniel was in, I asked him to show me a picture, and he, oh, did, he did. Daniel probably doesn't want you to yeah. admit that, but well, yeah, what the f- man? He does a, he does a great knows. job with the show, so it's kind of curious to see. What no, it he's like. a he's a ex music producer. That's why he's really oh, he? good at what he does. And then, as far as just being a character, he's a funny guy. But yeah, his voice is. I mean, he used to for a while just as a side gig would read like audible books for people. And then he got frustrated with it because he just said it's kind of annoying and you're just pretty much reading really slow. But he has the absolute best voice on the planet. It's, yeah, he does. He, it's, it's yeah. a gift from the Lord. Uh, I don't even yeah. know how you can come Great. up with a voice like that. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you yeah, for you calling bet. in. Thanks. All right, thanks. Uh, let's go to Ash on two before we get to Goldie. Ash, what's going on? G'day, Steve. What's happening, man? Um, I've got a question about Plessinger, man. Um, 
I'm going to sound like a dick, but it's nothing personal. It's just results. Okay. Driven. Well, first of all, when you warn like that, when you're an Aussie, <laughs> when you're an Aussie, you guys are harsh. You guys yeah. are harsh. I get it. I hate that one. Call a spade a spade, man. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Um, so I did a marks and scraped a bit of data. Um, since January 19, Plessinger's averaged 12.3 and Barsh's averaged 8.5. And this year, Plessinger averaged 10.5, which I was actually surprised at. I thought it was going to be worse than that. And Barsh had killed it. He was actually 7.5, and there was only a few, like, 20s and 21s that really fucked up his average. Yeah, he had a um, good year, yeah. Man, I don't know. I, I just I sound like it is a stacked 450 class, but I just don't think Plessinger's done anything since his motocross the nation thing. It's, I think it might have yeah. fucked with his head a bit. It's been tough. It's been a tough go for Aaron. He was coming around and then he got hurt. Then he was coming around and he got hurt again. Um, I'm with you. He has a contract though. Barsha doesn't, right? So that's why he yeah. gets the choice. He, Yamaha's like, well, we have Aaron under contract. Aaron came off a 250 Supercross title and a 250 Motocross title, right? Um, also, Barsha is I, – I, I don't know, but I'm going to guess Barsha's contract is more than Aaron's. Barsha's got more, a little more expectations on him than Aaron's, right? So when you combine all of that, it's, you, you, you're keeping AP. You, you have to because he has a contract. Yeah, you know? it is what it is. It's, but it's but you're right. A bit but, of personality but, difference. But you're right. I would pick Barsha results right now all day. Everybody would, right? He had a great Loretta yeah, this weekend. Yes. Aaron's had a rough 450 go. Um, you got to remember last year as a rookie, it was coming around. Remember day, uh, Atlanta, top five, I think he got. And then the next week in Daytona just ruined it. Um, this year, the same kind of thing was out. He's had a like one of those things where he's like progressing kind of slowly, but you're like, oh, there we go. Okay, okay, and wham. It, it's happened to him, I think, three times now. So I, you got to remember, even his 250 career, it took a little minute to get going. He wasn't winning like he was right away. He, he kind of, you know, worked into that. So it's just some guys, their timing is off with it. Some guys get injured at the right time, and it's like, oh, this will be okay. And for him, it's just been the wrong time every time. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's just... Sounds it's like, sounds like an AC career. Yeah, it cut, cut oh, like similar. He just had three years of torture. Yeah, yeah, bad yeah. timing. Yeah, I mean. no, uh, um, I, uh, I'm with you. Barsha is going to find a good home. I think we're going to talk about that later with JT. Oh yeah. Um, but um, you know, I mean, hey, I don't give up on on AP yet. You know, for sure. So. He's cool, dude. Hey, um, there's a, another certain show, um, maybe called the Risky Mottle something, and they had um, CR22 on last week, and. It was pretty sick as Chad's, you know, semi-retiring or whatever the F he's doing. He started talking about, like, partying at Hepler's and all that sort of stuff. I uh-huh. thought that was sick. Um, I'm sure you being a top-line journalist would be quick onto that. But it's cool to hear Chad talking, you know, not about racing, like, you know, getting on the drink and just being a dude, you know? I right, that was right. Yeah, sick. yeah. No, he – yeah, Chad uh, Chad was pretty good in the podcast I did with him too uh, a little while yeah, ago. Yeah, that, he, yeah he's, he's, he's a great interview no matter what, you know? And, and he's and, got – a lot to say too. Like he's one of those guys where you can interview him five times and he won't really say the same thing over. Like yeah. he, there's so much. There's and there's you know a lot I mean? of stuff that Chad and I have seen and done that I can't really ask him about <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> but you know, like he's lived the life, man. Yeah, it's it's been interesting, you know. So yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Thanks for the call, God. man. Thank you. Appreciate it.
Uh, Profilter.com, Moto Concepts using Profilter, Geico Honda using Profilter, uh, Pulp 20 at checkout to save with the folks at Profilter. If you haven't heard of Profilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times, Daniel. They've been active in the industry for the last decade and manufacture top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. I've got a Profilter in my Blue Crew right now. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. The best deal is Pulp20 is the code to save with those guys, profilter.com. Let's get right to our next guest, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation saves 20% on RoostMX. People buy the whole Pulp MX uh, graphics for their motorcycles, Daniel. It's they incredible. like it. It's it phenomenal. Looks good. Just think if you sold socks. Uh, T-shirts, backpacks, sticker kits, trailer graphics, and more. Uh, RoostMX.net. Say, use the code Pulp Nation to save 20%. They can customize any kind of graphics or pitch shirts for you or whatever. Let's get to our buddy, our co-host, Sometime co-host from GuaranteedMX.com, RIP to that site. Ryan Gold, what's up, Goldie? How are you? I'm doing good, buddy. How are you doing, man? Do you know Blair? Have you guys ever? Oh run? my what? god! Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I yeah. Goldie, can um, you believe? I didn't the know. audacity in that question. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, actually, Daniel. Uh, well, was one of the first, but Daniel and Vincent. Uh, when they were doing arena cross, I was doing the speed stuff back then, and they were oh, one man. of the first brother duos I ever inter- interviewed. Okay, so yeah, yeah, Galdi was there. All right, I didn't know if that if that was that far back, but I got yeah. it. We've we've come across each other at different times too. Like I can just imagine Montreal. I you know how the schedules meet. Right, right, right. Montreal, Toronto. Remember, hey, remember you filled in for me, Daniel, on the Kawasaki uh, um, leading edge there. You filled in after I carried the flag at St. Julie. You went to Moncton back uh, in 2010. 10. 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought, what was it? You sure it was nine? No, 2010. It was 10. Yeah, yeah, 2010. Ah, you were racing right. into 2010? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did a full off the couch that uh, Sean Reif got hurt. Yeah, Reif, and I, yeah. And I jumped on that bike and I went 14-14 um, for 14th, not 14-14 for ninth or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah, the that's, world that's, that's what I would do, right, right. <laughs> wow, I didn't know yeah. that. I forgot about that, Goldie. So are, yeah. you, are you getting an Instagram fight still or are we okay? Uh, no, no, yeah, no. That's a regular thing, I think, for sure. That's part of my part of my thing. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Um, so, okay, we are eight motos down up there. Triple Rockstar Triple Crown Series going on. Uh, two mutters though. Walton, the last few weeks, poor poor Brett Lee. Uh, tracks have been hammered, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm. Last weekend wasn't too too bad. This one was a little bit worse because the rain actually kind of went more of a more in the morning where the where the last weekend was more um, like 4 a.m. till 6 a.m. kind of thing. <coughs> Sorry, y'all excuse my voice. I've been living in the field and announcing for <laughs> for 10 days. Um, I don't know how Wygant never loses his voice, but uh, but yeah, no, it it, uh, it was kind of wild. So it was like bookends of rain. We had Saturday great weather, Sunday kind of messy weather. And then uh, Monday through Saturday for the amateur week was a beautiful every single day. And then, yeah, about 6 a.m., 7 a.m. on Sunday morning yesterday, it just started pouring rain and uh, made a bit of a mutter there yesterday for sure. So, um, yeah, kind of unfortunate, but it definitely it gave, some more, it gave us some drama, and it yeah. stopped a couple of moto win streaks there and, and you know, gave Phil a, a Phil got a nod. Phil got so a win finally. This Dylan Wright, Dylan Wright kid, GDR Honda, like, you know, he's last year's MX2 champion. He's good. We know that. He's got a lot of skill. He's always been really uh, – uh, been able to ride with a lot of skill. Great kid, too. But, dude, I, I'm, I never thought he's been dominating. Now, Phil got the moto win in the complete mud, but Dylan went and won the second one. Um, so he's won every moto but one. I am so – I'm shocked, Galdi. I'm shocked at right. You know what's funny? You were doing the comparison on Twitter, and I brought it up on the TV show. It is almost – 
identical to that 06 season uh, where Klatt kind of came out of nowhere and took down JSR. Yeah. Because, um, yep. like, you watch Phil ride the bike, he's like, he's, he's just like Phil. He's, he's, like, angry and aggressive and, and sort of looks like he fights it more often than not. And you watch Dylan, it looks like he's out for a Sunday cruise, scrubbing mentally, so flowy, so fluent, so comfortable. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's, like, you know what? No, it is a complete surprise of what he's doing. There's no way that no nobody picked him to to be as dominant as he is because his moto wins too. They're not just like you know by a yeah. small margin. They're like ten, twelve. I think yeah. he won by fifty seconds on on the weekend in that second moto. We we said in our preview he's going to win some motos. I say you, you know? guys, on, I yeah. listened to the preview and you yeah. all teased around like, hey, I, this guy could be like better than we think. Like, it's like you guys were all on it, but you weren't giving him. I just, him, thought, it I would, mean, I just thought it would take a year or two. Or, That's all. Or yeah. and even if he did get a win or two, or whatever, you didn't think this was happening. No. Where he was going to no. string him. <laughs> no, he's been no. amazing. Um, poor Phil. No. And in a couple motos there, like uh, last weekend, uh, not so much this weekend, but last weekend, he came from like 10th and 12th off the start and had to pass Phil and, and uh, Gerke and T-Dags, you know, the guys, the competitors. And he blew, he's blowing by them uh, like, you know, like nobody's business. So he is, uh, he's on fire, man. He and that biker look so good. No mistakes. Just so, yeah, he's, it's pretty impressive to watch right now what he's doing to the field. Is Phil okay? How's Phil tr- taking all this? Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm I pretty much cranked. <laughs> I poked the bear as much as I can, telling them, you know, I mean, you might as well really? retire now. You you suck now. The kids are taking over. Um, he was. He, we played bingo again. He had to do bingo again. I saw week. that. Yeah. Well, so that was voluntarily, though. They, they, they... Yeah. No, he did. Yeah. He fully. He, well, I think he wanted to kind of clean up the mess that he created last year. Okay. And he actually just added to his mess. So. Um, Neither one of you guys would probably know this, but when you have a bingo board, it, you know, the numbers go down, one down to 12 and everything. They line up underneath the letters and everything. And for the first game, he couldn't figure out where all the balls go into the table. And then, like, three games in, he's like, oh, I see. They actually go in order. And I'm like, well, that's usually how numbers work, Phil. And uh, so all the kids and their families are just blowing them up down below and stuff. And, of course, any time thing, you would screw up. And I'm like, oh, there's another screw up. Dylan just went by again. You know, oh, so I, was, I was playing my role very well. Oh, Phil, still couldn't get the bingo right. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't do it. <laughs> no, um, it was, it was what, pretty funny. And how's Gerke? What's going on with Matt Gerke, the two-time champion? Uh, he's good. He he's kind of seemed to get a little better. As a, he kind of had a bit of a rough second moto yesterday. I think he got four. Well, four's not rough, but um, he just or no, actually, I think he had six actually because T Dags got docked, so he ended up getting sixth. I think in that moto, but um. He uh, he seems to be doing pretty good. Um, so I got some updates from our podcast. Uh, I know in our text group oh, uh, we yeah. heard that Matt was mad. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. At, at one of us. <coughs> for the preview show? Uh, yeah, in our yeah, preview, preview show. I could, show. I could see um, him being a little upset at some things. Yeah, well, I mean, we were alluding to you know him, him being a, a little bit off the cuff as far as not being the smartest guy out there, but he took it as him us calling him like a total idiot, not like saying you know sometimes you got to turn off the smart and turn up, turn up the dumb to be uh, a great rider kind of thing like that. I know Fasciotti's in the same thing. We t- I talk about things like that anyway. So last night. Uh, we're you know doing our usual Walton celebration yeah. uh, kind of thing. It didn't get quite as wild as last year, and it okay. wasn't obviously the end of the series, so right. it was more just uh, more just for fun for everybody that was staying on the property still. So anyway, I guess my wife and his wife kind of get along. Um, so they they're over hanging out, and they're shooting the breeze, and my wife kind of like cleans up this so-called mess, if you will. And she comes over, she's like, "Oh, you got to come over and talk to Matt. He wants to talk to you, and this and that." So okay. I go over and I explain, you know, what we were talking about, and I actually I just threw you under the bus, Steve. Yes. You're the one yeah, who said it all, of course. 
yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's what we did. <laughs> and then, uh, well, I, I see Aaron not that far away, and um, I don't know, I, I, somebody gave me like a muffin or something, and it had like a like an aluminum bottom to it instead of like a paper bottom. Okay. Like a cupcake type thing. Anyway, I scrunch it up, and my, my wife's talking, and I, I, I kind of throw it in their direction to kind of get her attention. Well, no, behold, I hit her right in the eye. Oh, my God. And right in the fucking eye. <laughs> and next thing I know, it's just like, you asshole, and this, that. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And not, so I might be back in the shithouse again on this one. Yeah, point. dude, but at least, yeah. you, at least you smoothed it over <laughs> for you and Noof with, 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 Ger- with Gerky. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, yeah. thanks for that. Yeah, Gerky was good. He was good after that. We had some cocktails and some laughs, and it was uh, it was a good time. But yeah, the whole the throwing of the, the foil thing didn't really it didn't yeah. end well. Well, <laughs> and, and hey, on our group text, why is Digger, the owner of GDR Honda, our buddy Diggs, why is he always after you for like uh, the time, the lap, the the flag, and the timing? And they said, like, why is he why is he trying to like 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 text you about things that was like. Like that, well, you don't the care majority, about. Hey, the majority of this is during the live television show, too. Right, like, right, right. He, he right. knows where I am. He right. knows what I'm doing at the moment, and the phone's blowing up while I'm in the in the middle of calling the show. But um, I, I've kind of made my own bed that way. I'm usually the only guy that answers back. You, you, you know, uh, Kyle. Kyle will answer back. Kyle Thompson, the, the one of the bosses at, at Jetworks. Yeah. You can, it's very hard to get a hold of Justin. Uh, Kinger doesn't really know how to use a phone, and Daryl's obviously in the middle of the race, so they always go to me as far as trying to get the answer. So that's sort of the bet I make uh, with that one right there. Um, so I, I, I'm an idiot. I always answer back, and I always give an answer. Sometimes maybe I just shouldn't, but sometimes it gets really annoying, and you probably can tell the aggressiveness when yeah, I answer like, back. Where like I'm like, you know, one of the team owners, here. one of the team owners, team managers will be asking Galdi questions about rules and regulations about the race during the middle of the race during the middle of the race and Galdi will write back fuck off yeah that's it yeah he'll just yeah that, that's yeah and I'm just like okay alright <laughs> or, or I don't know Diggs like they I had you know. this thing so at Gopher um, I can't remember if it was the Sunday or the Saturday motors, but anyway the team uh, Colin Fasciotti now he runs the clock right so when the gate drops he starts the clock so they got their own timing for the 30 plus 2 well they that something screwed up. They screwed up because we like literally our head referee, our assistant referee, and all our track you guys all have a clock for the thirty minute plus two when the gate drops. And if one guy misses it by one second, they do a time stamp on each other. They talk about it on the radio. It's pretty yeah. cool stuff, actually. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, according to the GDR guys, they were fifteen seconds delayed in one of the motos, and so Dylan had to do. On, in their clock, had to do an extra lap, and everybody was worried about fuel consumption. And, like, there's no way, like, Kinger and Daryl and everything. So, anyway, the one text from the last week at Walton, they're like, they did it again, they did it again. And then we kind of came to learn that they might have been starting the clock when they put the 30 board up, like the team manager guys. <laughs> oh, so, so they were screwing up. Yeah, and we're, I'm like, what, why, what? So Hashtag I, I think really photo. admitted to that, but it kind of came out that way a little bit. So, <laughs> anyway, we cleaned it up afterwards. It had a had a bit of a laugh on that one, and uh, uh, so that that was one of those texts text in the group there for sure. It was kind of a funny moment. Oh my god! So right, yeah. right. So how many motos are left? We got uh, eighteen uh, six motos. To go. Six to go. Three at Santa Lee and three at Deschambault. Right? And, and and Phil's got uh, and how big of a lead does right have? Uh, tw- actually, it's twenty-two points in both oh. classes now after this weekend. Twenty-two points in both classes. Oh boy. Yeah. Phil, Phil really needs to get on that. Uh, we God had a bless. We had a man- yeah. we had a manager today ask us about Ryder McNabb. Like they're like this is kids ca- oh, opening uh, this kid's opening eyes and, and it's Noof his future his, fu- yeah, his future's um, in Noof's hands. 
Newsom's well, the, the, oh, he boy. had, if you look at the lap times, he had the fastest lap time in the second moto, uh, and he finished fourth, and he came from pretty far back, too. He was outside the top ten. Um, there is no doubt right now this kid is just riding amazing. He is making it work. Him and the bike are bonding. It's, you look at him and, and Dylan, it's a very similar look on the bike uh, with all that stuff. And the... And what's going on? I think like this year is just obviously he's full of piss and vinegar. There's really no expectations, and he's obviously exceeding them. Yeah. I feel like next year is the telltale right. year of it all, in my opinion. Right? You know, because now if he's doing, he's like a top five guy. He's a five six guy, pretty average in these motos. So next year he's going to have to be, you know, a five four, maybe even a podium yeah. kind of thing. You know, and yeah. he's 15 years old. I already seen him out in the middle of a field with a girl uh, this week. Oh no. So, oh boy. You know what I mean? I heard you talking to Evan Ferry earlier, you know, and he's 15. Hey, no girls, no girls. So, right. you know, he's a farm kid right up in Manitoba. The guy runs combines and stuff when he's not riding. So I'm sure there's some farm <laughs> girls out there that want to leg wrestle him or play something like that in the barn or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. anyway, there's, there's just so much going on. But, man, I'll tell you what the kid is. He is putting Manitoba back on the map, Steve. He is putting it's it back, back on the map. On the map. It's way. about time. Back it is on a, the map. We haven't had one since Donnie Formo. Yeah. It's our last guy. Thank you. Thank you, Ryder McNabb. The, the scary thing is, is when it comes to chicks and stuff like that, Noof ain't going to help him. Noof's not going to keep him straight and narrow. Like, that's not, that's not going to happen. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Like, hey, kid, uh, let's go for some booze. Uh, what, 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 kid's like, what? Yeah, 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 a little shot. A little shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, Noof will be like, hey, look, man, you got to keep your career in line. No chicks. And then all of a sudden, Journey comes on the radio. And Noof's like, never mind. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. Where's well, the chicks? I got a good Noof story from the weekend, too. So, uh, or from the week. Obviously, there's probably more than these. Um, he was... Uh, so during the week, he came and helped me. So we, we, we brought on this new tight class, we're calling it, where kids are like on P-dubs or TTRs, like my, the kids, like my kids that are riding. And I usually do it at my local races. So this year, we're like, because of the pandemic and the craziness, like, hey, let's add it to Walton. It's a whole separate track that they use. Everything else can run on the normal schedule. Right. And uh, anyway, so there was 35 kids. Oh. It was amazing. It worked out so good for all the kids. They got a great experience. They got to watch races. They got the race during the day. They went. They actually have like a camp on site as well, so the kids can go to camp in the morning. So anyway, I'm announcing all day, right? I announce the, the, yep. the amateur races, and then I'm doing. I'm racing as well, and uh, so I'm jumping around. And so Newf was kind of helping me do the flagging and all this stuff. So they do the first set of motos on on Wednesday. We come back to the pits, and our kids are sitting there, and his kids uh, just about to turn five. Mine's uh, six and four, and I swear to God. I'm in the pits and I'm looking over and I'm hearing the way he's giving his kid a little bit of gears. Like he's he's being a little bit really? a little bit harsh what? on his little boy. God. And I'm like I'm looking, I'm like, Oh my god, it's like Scott, it's like his old man. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm watching his old man berate Noof and that he kinda goes a little bit and and they're kinda he's poking a little bit and I'm like the kids go away, they start playing, I'm like, Did you really just talk like that? I'm like, are you crazy? Well, he usually rides better than this. We should have kept the peed up. We should have kept the peed up and not bought this electric bike. Like, he had a moment of, like, crazy 50 dad. <laughs> oh, no. Like, it was, oh, it no. was over the top a little bit. I'm like, hey, man, you, you, I, I think you need, a, you need to go for a walk. It was pretty – we had a laugh out afterwards. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to probably get pissed wow. that I shared this story. But it was a, kind of a wild moment wow. there. We had a laugh for sure. Um, I think he'll be down here with you for the World Vets. Uh, are we racing that, Goldie? You... Um, I, have, I have no idea. If borders open up, what the deal was that? I mean, if I can go, I'm into it. My old lady does not want me to go. 
Why? You're a world champion. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, um, I I, I know, Stephen. I I tell her this every night, and she she says this to me every night, that she's with, you know, I love the world champion in you, but honey, uh, I I don't know. We'll we'll put it together. If if we can make it happen, I'm in 100%. How can I not go to that? Like, I got to get a number one plate made, right? I got to get a number one plate. I got to get jerseys made. Yeah, yeah. you you got to come down. Blue Crew will dial you up again. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got a, it's a big deal here for sure, you know. And so, and I just won the 40A at, at Transcan, so we're carrying some momentum. Oh, we are, yeah, you really are. We're carrying are. some momentum here, you know what I mean? It's we got time. we got some uh, contracts on the table, um, and we're not reaching out. So yeah, no, there's there's big moves. So you know, I that was one of the best trips and races and fun I've ever had and then the show afterwards was obviously an amazing so if I can swing it it's just a COVID thing and whether we can fly or however it works so you gotta help chicken with the pickaxe and yeah. the, the gate yeah <laughs> The pickaxe, the gate prep, shovels, but doing your start, you know, uh, 300 yards down the straightway. Re- rerouting the track mid-moto for sun. Yeah, just for something to do. <laughs> oh, by the way, they changed the track, but they're not going to tell anybody. Glenn yeah. Ellen, dude. <laughs> no catch, rules. Catch no the rules, No, 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 no rules. No um, rules, Ellen. And uh, yeah. also, too, Marks, didn't we, for people who want to know, we put Goldie's Carney story on our archives? Uh, didn't we do that? <sighs> I don't remember <laughs> if it's on the archives or if I we just we, po- like it's a great just, story. I think we just posted about. Oh, where is that it what was. we did? Okay, well, check. We'll, we'll have to find out yeah. what it is again. Maybe check Pulpomex Show Twitter uh, tits and go back and we'll. Re- we had a listener find it, so yeah, we we have. It's a, a good story. An all-time Carney story from, from Ryan Gold <laughs> from Florida. Uh, so two fifty class. We all talked about Pettis, and, and he's been the guy. Tanner Ward just yep. won his first national. Great job for Tanner, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, but Pettis, is, Pettis and Welton, I guess, are, are 1A and 1B. Yeah, for sure. Up until basically this weekend, they've been the class of the field. They've been able to come through, pass everybody, and, and do what they've done. And uh, But yeah, Tanner Ward this weekend, uh, the the mud just kind of opened up the gates for him. He, he got a great start in Moto 1, and he led pretty much start to finish. And uh, um, then the second moto, he was leading and fell, and then he got caught back up and fell. And then last lap, he was on Pettis again. He didn't need to make the pass, but he pushed it, pushed it right to the end, crashed in the last turn, and was still able to pick the bike up and go 1-3 compared to Pettis' 2-2 for the overall. And uh, Welton went... Eight one eight or seven one, I think, for third. And the Pulp MX Yamaha crew, we we we, we got were, fourth. So we, you got fourth. The MX one hundred one Pulp MX crew, you got fourth place there. We were winning, um, right? Weren't we winning? No, you were in second. You were oh, right okay. on the lead. Okay. You were right on the lead there. Wow. Um, and actually, I feel bad, Steve. I never got to give you a chance of a big plug on television there because Dick. we never got a lot of love of Marco on screen. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. basically because we couldn't see anybody. Um, yeah, and, uh, I, uh, it's just like Pulpomex to put all the money into a team and then uh, everything's covered in mud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you got fourth though. It wasn't a DNF or anything. I no. think that's, maybe this, the curse is is done. Yeah, that's true. Because when you think about Bowers, you think about A Ray, you think about these times I've I've stepped up. It's never yeah, gone well. It, it right. hasn't worked out at all. I, I feel like this is a this is a win. Yeah. In yeah. a sponsorship role for you. I hope so. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. I'm very happy yeah. to sponsor the MX101 guys. They're good dudes. Dude, was... you got it on the jersey and everything. When I did it, I only got it on the Rad no, Show. No, no, I ins- I, it I, looks sick. I insisted on the jersey. Oh, I okay. It looked good. Their gear, that FXR gear this weekend, the yeah. whole thing, it looked awesome, actually. Yeah, really no, good. no. Yeah, yeah. Pulp MX. That's, title the kind of money, that's the kind of money you make. That's what it buys. Well, that's what we do. We help out Canadian yeah. Moto, you know? Yeah. So. This spraying um, money out there like crazy. Uh, and Akshi and, and Goldie, very little controversy so far up there in Canada. Things have calmed down a little bit. Now, we have two rounds to go. Yeah. But, but, you know, and, and one of them is Quebec. And one yeah, of them is Quebec. Well, Santa Lee was the one last year where it real, got real, real, real crazy. And yeah. hey, we're coming up to that one there uh, in two weeks' time. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, you know what? Nothing is – there's been nothing really happened. Uh, 
we had a docking of Thompson um, at Gopher, which is pretty clear cut. Like he cut a lot of track. They gave him a full thing there. Um, there was three things this weekend that happened. Pettis, Pettis was under the radar uh, on one of them, but it, it got cleared. Uh, same with um, uh, what was the other? Oh, uh, Keelan Meston off the start on one of them. It got cleared, and then but T Dags this weekend, he's not very happy. Uh, oh, we had to dock him three spots this weekend for a pass uh, off the track. Uh, he's appealed it, so it's kind of the appeal process and stuff like oh, that. So we should find out by Wednesday, I think, if it all goes through. It's got to go now to this board. It's he, kind of a it's kind of a weird situation that we do it now, but he's a greasy Senators fan. It should stick. Well, you know what? I uh, he was texting me today aggressively, and then he actually started through it and said, "You two Leafs uh, douchebag fans, there better not." <laughs> Uh, bury me on the show tonight. And then I, I told, I texted back, I said, well, you know, you did kind of throw me under the bus a little bit about our Latvia trip on your Team Canada podcast that I listened to. So uh, maybe this is karma. Yeah. This is karma for Tyler right yeah, there. No, when you're you a know? greasy Sen- Sens fan, like, you'll do anything. You'll just, you're yeah. just greasy. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who the hell likes the Sens? It's total right, grease, right. grease. You should have saw the text he was sending me when Columbus was beating our Leafs. I did not appreciate those at all. I got a few of them, man. It did not make me happy. But, like, come on. That's ridiculous. Those fucking guys. The Leafs? Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, okay, exactly. Carry on, carry on. Pookie Pookie, like, looked at me after they (laughs) lost. Pookie looked at me. She's just like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't... (laughs) Like I don't know what I don't I want these to, to, them to win for you, she said, but they can't seem to ever win for you. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, thanks, Pookie. So, yeah. Um, uh, all right. Good. Well, hey, man, thanks for coming on. Thanks for the update. I know it's late there on the East Coast, and you're probably tired as shit after your week at Walton. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know what? I, anything for you, Stephen. You know what I mean? Anything for you. Whatever you need, dude. Right, that's what that's right, what I well, do. I deliver. Uh, hey, before before you do, let me go. Uh, I don't know if you've talked about this with Daniel. Is there any updates, news on scheduling for Supercrosses or anything? That, I don't know if he knows that kind of stuff at all. Or I, I mean, I haven't asked, so I no, don't know. I, 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 yeah, I was more just curious if there's any talk I, of it with the whole. I usually stuff. by this time am borderline harassing them, yeah, like borderline <laughs> assault yeah. for schedule. Usually because I want the future schedule for my kid, right, right. Uh, but with everything going on, I haven't even asked. I, I, I did hear from know. a good source in Salt Lake that if there's there won't be Supercross 2021 if they can't have fans. So wherever we're yeah. at, like really? they need uh, to have fans. I haven't heard. So, Again, I haven't reached out, but right, I haven't right, heard anything like right. that. The cardboard cutouts aren't good enough. No, they don't pay. No, those guys no, they get right. in for free. Maybe they start charging those people to get their. their well, they were fifty bucks or something for for Salt yeah. Lake, but um, um, no, it. Uh, we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll be inter- as soon as the borders open up, Caldy, we'll get you down here. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm in, man. I, I can't wait. I hope, I hope the, the world that thing works out. I have actually, I'm truly, I, I think there's probably going to be even another boatload of Canadians going to it if it, if it works out because they, either the show or the, just the, the talks about what was upon about that event just got right. people just revving you, up at, at the track. Did, does Bilyowski want some more? Does he think he wants some more? Oh, yeah, more? no, no, he's, he's, he's been training. Oh. He's been training. Actually, I'm in a text crew with him and my other buddy that went there last year, and actually the only pictures that ever get sent are like recycling bins full of red wine, empty red wine bottles. <laughs> like steady, steady red right, wine right, But uh, like a good quality wine, too, not like a, you know, like a $7 yeah, yeah. bottle, not the one Phil drinks. Right, right, yeah, um, yeah, Phil. Yeah, so, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, he'll be there. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for the update. I greatly yeah. appreciate it. Uh, have fun up there, of course, and, and tell Diggs to stop texting you. Official Dude, he's matters. blowing us up in the group right now. He's blowing yeah, us up is. in the group right now. The guy, he's go to bad digs. Yeah, go, go, to, go bad. to bad digs. You got Dylan Wright. He's fucking winning everything. Yeah. Calm down. You know? Yeah, so. chill down, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, show number 342 has the Carney story, everybody. Put oh, the next there you show. go. That's a good one. I might have to listen to that tomorrow. It's uh, it's amazing. So, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Goldie. Yeah, boys, take care. Enjoy uh, the rest of the show, guys. Cheers. Do. Thank Later, you. Goldie.
That's Ryan Gall brought to you by RoostMX.net. Uh, we'll come back after commercial break here with some more. Kenneth Watson is coming up. Should be uh, interesting to talk to Kenneth. JT. JT, when he JT. gets here, we can finally talk moto. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Roost MX, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower, Batteries and Chains, Vertex Pistons, FMF, Guts Racing, Get Data, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles. Ride Engineering Works Chassis Lab and WUSA all on board with us tonight. Daniel Blair in studio. We'll go to commercial break here. We'll come back. We'll have some more Moto Talks about Loretta Lynn's MX National. Okay. Those who love motocross know Motosport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motosport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work or steven says on the show sometimes get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt bushings in your, your fork and shock get it rebuilt it helps 15 to 20 hours head over to racetech.com check out they even got a cool little simulator you can look at uh what size spring rate you might need for your bike so a lot of cool features over there on the website but uh and as you know yamaha blue crew guy over here you guys have some of that on your bike it's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Verandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. 
Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. 
For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at 
VertexPistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Pop my show presented by motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Kenny Watson's still coming up. Jason Thomas as well. And uh, before we get too far, that song, uh, it's called I Shiver, and uh, it is by the uh, Robert Cray Band. And um, you know what? That's uh, my father-in-law passed away last week, and he liked that song. So I want to play it. I don't know anything about the guy or the song, but he liked that song. So Rod was a good dude. We're going to miss him. R.I.P. and my thoughts are with my beautiful wife, Angela, who has to get through this. It's like, what do you really say to somebody? Sometimes you just don't say anything. I know, but I always like to say, well, I say stuff a lot about a lot of things. And a lot of so times it's wrong. That's why maybe you don't say anything. Maybe I, you just say, hey, I'm here for you. I like If you that. need me, I'm here. Yeah. And then walk away. I'm here for you, Poogie. All right. That's pretty good. All right, moving that'll on. Work. That, I think that'll do. That'll do, for sure. <laughs> also, too, uh, again, RIP Rod. Great guy. Um, our buddy, one of our big listeners uh, up there, he's in Canada, and uh, we just had Galdi on, of course, and uh, his name is Tosh Hero. That's his real name. Tosh Hero, he's a big listener of us. He's been in hospital for three months now looking to get a heart transplant. So, um, yeah, we are looking, uh, you know, we, uh, we wish Tosh Hero all the best. Cool name. Uh, he works in the moto industry, and uh, he's he's even talked to Filthy Phil up there. So, uh, get well. Hopefully, you get that heart transplant, Tosh. We'll, yeah. uh, we're thinking about you, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening all these years. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, job of the week this week. 
pit reporter for NBC Sports for Supercross. <laughs> I heard they're looking for someone. They're looking. New. <laughs> uh, this is this is weird. It's really tough to, to read this one, but motorcyclingindustryjobs.com. Yeah. You know anything about it? Uh, I just found out. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, upload your resume for free. The number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. First and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. Like I said, uh, job of the week this week, Blue Crew, Yamaha, district sales manager for South Ooh. Florida, South Texas, Indiana, and Kentucky. So that's a good, good job. It's full time. South Florida. South Texas, Indiana, and Kentucky. Oh, those are all separate gigs. No. So that guy runs a region. Yeah, no, all separate gigs, all in the following territories. I was going to say someone's traveling. Yeah, no. Someone didn't look at the map when they put out the. You know uh, what? And the power sports industry right now, this COVID thing sucks. It's terrible. It's affecting our 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 funeral plans for my father in law. I've been firsthand affected by this a little bit on that end of stuff, and I know a lot of people listening to the show have. But for power sports people, it has been really good. People have been buying units and watercraft and, and mountain bikes and that kind of stuff and it's phenomenal so they're booming um so yamaha is an excellent opportunity for a district sales manager to join the teams in south florida south texas indiana kentucky they represent yamaha motor corporation blue crew in a professional manner to the dealer network within a defined territory so please go to motorcycleindustryjobs.com and learn more and uh you need a bachelor's degree in marketing sales business admin uh, minimum of five years, relevant industry experience, and a few other things. So, But please check out MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com for more information. And uh, thank to those guys for coming on board. Uh, let's get JT on the show if we can there, Mr. Tits, who um, is is handling the phones tonight just, just expertly. The phones are acting up a little bit, but Tits never complaining, Marks. Never saying anything. No, not once. Just head down, <laughs> working through stuff, just like talent. I just, make the you know, best of every situation. We like, wouldn't it even, doesn't matter what you throw at me. I will make the best of it. We wouldn't even know. Mm-hmm. He, he definitely didn't say he was going to walk out. He definitely didn't say that. He didn't say how frustrated he was. He didn't say anything like that. So uh, we're going to give away AOS Art of Sport Locker uh, on the contest at PulpMXShow.com. We're going to give away some PulpMX Fuel Neck Scarves. Uh, we give away a set of Michelin tires. We've given away the Scotch boombox autographed by Osborne and those guys. So, yeah, we're, we're rolling right along with that kind of stuff. Thank you, everybody, for listening. 702-586-7857. Kenneth Watson coming up here shortly. X-Brand tear-offs. Did you get those? JT's on that, right? Uh, I did get them, and I will confirm. And, and there's JT, JT, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Motorsport tweeted tits. Racetech ran of the night. Racetech.com. Pulp 20 is the code to save with the folks at Racetech. Uh, they do a lot of work for privateers, including Jeremy Smith. Just crushing it. With race tech stuff. 100 points. 100 points. S- solid as a rock. You guys should have listened to me. How did Styles do and Hunter? They had a tough go. They let they let a lot of people down. They did? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they owe me 50 bucks each. Were you? Was that the first time you've ever joined that industry, dudes? Yeah. Because I feel like... And I, I fought back in the text. I said I didn't want to play, didn't want to play. I caved. And then one lap in, over... You have other choice. You have other chances. You have eight more races to win your money. To come back, back two hundred and something points. Well, no, but you down. can win weekly. You can win weekly. There's weekly prizes. Ah, uh, it's not. And, and and if you can do it, or if Wygan can do it, you can do it. Wygan, the He's cheapest. Thirtieth. Yeah, but you know how hard it was to get him to lay out the hundred dollars. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, I mean, I caved before he did. Right. My race tech ran of the night. I had something teed up for amateurs. I'll put that aside. Save it. For I had something week. teed up for bike setup. I'm going to put that aside. Seems like a lot of issues are getting solved on this show. Yeah. So what's the problem now? 
My problem is, is I get a helmet from Red Bull, James Stewart helmet from San Diego 2014, and he won that night, which is awesome. But then our people on Twitter are sending us photos of the helmet, and it turns out that night he wore two different helmets. Hmm. And we don't know what helmet this is. We don't know if this is the one that won the main event. We don't know if this is the one that he never even rode in. We don't know oh, anything. Oh, he rode in it. But we don't know what he did with it. We don't know how he did. See, I'm thinking the mouthpiece so, ruse proves that he raced in it because he got roosted. This isn't by himself. So this is proof that it was raced in. But I don't like how much there's uh, this usage right here. This tells me it was used a lot. So that's why I don't know if it's a race helmet because or 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 a successful race helmet. I'm concerned that this is a practice helmet um, that he maybe wore so in practice finally, that day. So. You know, so it's just so typical pulp that we get a helmet, we love it, and we don't. And a guy fucking wears two helmets that day, and we don't know which one we got. We're appreciative of the helmet; it's a badass thing to have. But we don't know if he won in this helmet or not. We just don't know, and that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that's my race talk around of the night. A lot. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? I don't think I've ever seen such pathetic whining in my entire life. I just why did he have to wear now. why did he have to wear two helmets? So you're telling me that maybe uh, I would say Ricky, but one of the most iconic racers in history. You got a Red Bull helmet, which people don't get. Red Bull helmets are next to impossible to get. You got James Stewart's. Red Bull helmet. It's not enough. And your complaint is that you're not sure if it's the <laughs> one that won the main event or not. That's where that's where we're at. Just just I want to lay wow. that out so when everyone you, understands when you lay the it state out. of affairs where Pulpamex is gone now. Well, JT, when you say it that way, it does come across as a little whiny. It does. When you <laughs> say it like that. <laughs> and when you lay out all the facts, JT, it comes across as whiny. It's weird. Hold on. When Marks- you look at it realistically, it sounds terrible. <laughs> Marks, we have breaking news. Uh, I have the uh, 450 Supercross main event from San Diego 2014 on my screen right now. And that is uh, not the helmet that James uh. Stewart was wearing. I'm but there's very- photos. We have photos I'm, from San Diego of him in this helmet. Yes. Yeah. I, I. You know what? I don't know if I have seen a photo of him in the helmet. Obviously, it's been worn, like Daniel said. Oh, saying. it's worn. But I don't... The, the photo that people are sending us is from uh, Guy B from Vital MX from his pit bits for that race, and it's just a, a picture of the helmet on the desk. But well, I this yet, is such I've bullshit. Yet, this is such bullshit. I think most people would be excited if you wore it on the rental car shuttle. I'm excited. <laughs> if he he, he can't helmet, just be happy cool. with it, huh? I'm excited. I mean, honestly, if his head was in it, it's pretty awesome. And I <laughs> yeah, think we're there. I think he wore it. It's good. I'm happy. It's exciting. It's going to be very good addition to the studio. JT, Stu wore a medium. What do you think of that? That's right. Where Daniel's really very, uh, the only, the only on the medium. That, yeah, he's very. Well, I'm just thinking that different feet. times he had like the thicker hair. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe he went large on those times when you know because he had shaved head. Yeah, then he, he had kind of like the one. shorter dread look for a little bit. Remember when he had the short ones? I'm just thinking this must have been like short hair because medium. That's pretty small. So. Yeah, it was in pit bits. That's the photo we got. Yeah, that's the only photo I've seen of the that actual helmet. But every everyone I've seen we, of them riding has the Stuart on the back. Are you wide on content or what's going on here? Well, well all those other rants got kind of fixed. 
$2. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah they got fixed. He likes amateurs now. And uh, yeah, Evan Ryder, Ferry. Evan Ferry's great. And Zach Osborne doesn't change his bike ever. Yep, he which is awesome. It. Yeah, he just rides it. Two clickers from Ironman last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, JT. Welcome to the show. We have the expert on goggle tariffs coming up. Flyracing.com. The 2021 stuff is out. Tits, can I have some reviews from you and the 2021 thoughts of, gear, of the gear? What, where are we at? What, what are you looking at? What's, what's catching your eye? My only complaint is that I can't get any in my hands until beginning of September. That's the only uh, complaint that I have. Apparently, I'm not special enough to get early stuff, but, you know, I get it. It's fine. You got to choose your... Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, it looks really good, though. JT, I'm would you like to respond to, to this? What, 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 would you like to confirm or... Uh, we, are a, we are a dealer first company. So yes. unless you're on, you know, the elite program where you're, you don't pay for gear like you, like you, Steve, right back to this Red Bull helmet situation, uh, if you purchase stuff through amateur support with Fly Racing, you have to wait until all the dealers receive their inventory first. That's bullshit. I don't blame you for that. I'm just not happy about it. So I understand. I understand. But, you know. I, I get it. I, yeah. yeah, it's not It's not something we love to tell you, but at the same time, our obligation is to dealers first. Yep. What, what are your thoughts on the uh, boa, on the light pants, tits? Um, believe it or not, I've had a lot of questions for JT that I have withheld. I've what? not actually, I, I practiced some self-restraint and I did not send him any, um, <laughs> but I actually have a lot of questions and bring it strikes again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Weird yeah, year. Yeah. Bring it. yeah. Totally weird. A lot of it's fitment and stuff like that, but I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll wait until I can actually place my order before I start bombarding you <laughs> with everything. Are you going to email me like a bunch of weird pictures with measurements and things? <laughs> I can't. I, mean, I wasn't going to, but I can if you want. Like, I mean, like inner thigh pictures with like measuring tape <laughs> and all kinds of things. I have some fitment issues. I got some fitment questions. Fitment questions. <laughs> fitment questions, JT. God. <laughs> he doesn't even ride. You've never seen anybody. What? Like, you barely ride. I rode like twice this year, and I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> it's a big year. Uh, JT, I don't know where you want to go. Silly season, Chiz winning Pulpamix Fantasy, or Loretta's talk? I think silly season is the thing I haven't talked about much. Yeah. I've already talked about both of those it. things a lot in the last two days. Chiz picking Jeremy Smith, go. I thought that was silly season. I thought, silly season? No. No, no, but silly. I, I got to get, I gotta get thoughts on well, that one. I mean, I understand the pick. It, it's not like he's never you know, qualified well. He's he's always around that 16, 17, 18 handicap. He's a, a big topic of conversation because we all see it. He qualified, what, 18th or something? So it jumps off the page. You know, it's 50 points off time qualifying, but he's, he has DNF so many times in his career that I'm not willing to do that to myself. I, I am much happier just watching it and saying, yep, good luck, you know, good job. You won this one, but, you right. know, Eight right. times out of ten, he's going to DNF and break your heart. So JT, you know, it it worked out. Sixteenth in times, and then eighteen sixteen for seventeenth overall, like a rock, a rock. Yeah, that's and that's fine. I, I go through the vault and look at his results, and you will see why people stay away. But he rode great. I, I don't want that to. Well, he's pretty good at pretty good at bugs last year. From, <laughs> yeah, according I don't to want to from <laughs> go, go through his uh, results through the vault if you have them there. Chiz, uh, Chiz pulled, said he pulled up Bud's Creek results to That's check it. on Jeremy Smith. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's good. And, and Jeremy. Yeah, but what's that have to do with anything? It's just the one I he don't looked know. up. It's the I one he looked up. I don't know. I'm going to look at Bud's for Loretta's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, if you, your, your best tool or asset is to go through Racer X Vault 
and just start looking at what their average finish is. You know, you can you can draw some pretty good data, and you can't always depend on that. You're going to be wrong sometimes, and he killed it. He had a great day, and he should be very proud of his day. But really, you know, the game comes down to luck. It really does. Are they going to have yep. a good day or a bad day? You know, Benny Bloss had some fuel issues, and they really don't even know what was wrong. You know, like there was no reason for that to happen in the second moto, and he DNFs. Like it's just weird stuff like that you, that you can't predict. The guys have good days, bad days. I mean, Jerry Robin finished. That, that should tell you all you need to know right there. Both motos, yeah. It's a game of yeah. school. Yeah, right. it's just how the game works. Title, uh, game title threat, Hunter we, Lawrence. We have a, we have a 40 14. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kyle's on four with a BOA question. What's up, Kyle? You got a question for Jason Thomas? I do. I called in about two years ago, and it was kind of embarrassing, but of course I was calling in just because I thought it was a funny story and would provide, not that you guys need additional content, but it was just funny because I was racing. Somehow I'd accidentally, I was wearing fly pants, and I have no idea how this happened, but I'd zipped up just like the tip of my pecker in the pants and between motos, (laughs) and JT was joking around about how his natural selection at its finest. Wow. Here we are wow. like two years later, and we got the BOA system, and I actually feel vindicated for some weird reason. <laughs> JT, did you, did, when you developed the BOA, when you developed the BOA, were you thinking of Kyle? I was not, but uh, anytime, well, I immediately think of something about Mary, and then you running around, and how'd you get the beans about the Frank? That, that's what I would immediately refer to. Frank and um, beans. I, I can tell you that not having a zipper is going to fix that problem, if that helps. <laughs> well, I should like be good to, to go from here. That you, <laughs> I think it's a lesson you'd learn the first time for sure. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's almost like the old like, five years old in a toilet seat slamming down on your root whenever you're trying to take a leak. Yeah, jeez. Oh, man. Do we have any? No, uh, I, was, do we have any I was stoked, though. That was, that was super, super cool. Um yeah, I mean, board shorts got it, so it makes sense. It's like yeah. zippers and genitalia have been have plagued humanity since the zipper was invented. <laughs> I mean, it's like well, it's, yeah, it's it's like it's like the, the you know the the Spanish flu or whatever. But yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's been it's, an issue for mankind going back to the beginning. Um, yeah, well, I can tell you, Kyle. And Velcro uh, is a lesser issue. evil, but it's still an evil. Go ahead, JT. We're good. Okay, um, I can tell you, Kyle. That's not the reason, obviously, but. You know, having that zipper there, and, and we've kind of talked about this in podcasts or whatever, but that, that zipper really creates a binding point for pants, right? It, it's literally the only thing on the pant that disallows movement at all because everything is stitched, stitched so tightly around that spot and everything really centralizes there and you can't move at all. So that was really our focus is to free up that entire area. And now you don't have any bind points at all. And you, you remove all that stitching and remove all of those all those panels that have to build that area. So, um, of course, we love the fact that you're not going to get your junk caught in your zipper anymore, but it was really more to uh, to improve performance than anything else. Well, I want to say that I really appreciate everything you do, and I know I speak for many other people that, you know, we, we love Pulp. Um, Fly Racing makes awesome, innovative products, and thanks again for everything. And also, yeah, I, I survived natural selection thus far. Nice. Good nice. job, man. Thank you, man. Glad to hear everything. Thanks, Thanks for you guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the Boa thing is interesting for sure. Um, all right, JT. So let's go silly season a little bit. So it's getting to be that time. It's August, late August, and, you know, things are rolling. Obviously, we're going later now with the outdoor season, but 
It's kind of silly, though. It, it, right? it, is, it is a little bit. So, uh, Ferrandez is signed with Yamaha. That's done now. Done. He's trying to, he was trying to get with that gas thing, gas. That thing bounced back and forth a oh, bit. it did. And, and and I just, I just from what I hear, just the gas gas got, the, the Yamaha offer was just better. Multiple times better. and you know, In different ways. Yeah, so. yeah. So, gas gas, it seems like JT wants to come in hot. They want to take over existing team and come in hot. Well, you know, I think they have all the necessary tools to do it, right? The, the equipment is always going to be priority number one to get riders that you want. And we know that they have that, right? That's yep. the same situation with Husky. You come in and you have factory equipment that's proven, and everybody's going to clamor to get on that equipment. If you watch MXGP, you see Monticelli running out front on that bike. You see how well Koldenhoff does. So that's an immediate opportunity for everybody that I think they see is to get on what seems to be the most coveted bike in the pits right now. Um, so, yeah, I kind of get it. It's interesting, though. You know, obviously, look, Suzuki, it seems like, is going to be committed to JGR. We hear the title stuff is, is good, is getting better. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking that would be a natural pick for Gas Gas to go to. But now yeah. the rumors are that TLD may turn Gas Gas with a 450 guy, which then makes me say, well, what about KTM's 250 effort? Like, don't they want to do anything there? Um, you know, it hasn't gone great for them the last couple of years, but two years ago, Jordan Smith and Shane were... Oh, man, they almost... Yeah, you know what I mean? At times were... So, yeah, I feel like um, I feel like you, taking going to Gas Gas is a sideways move. I don't quite know that. For who? For Gas Gas slash KTM because they're losing their 250 team. Where's that going to go? What's going to happen there? Do you, do you think that the 250 team will get pulled inside? Because I've heard that rumor many times, and I, I don't have any evidence to show I, validity to it, but I just keep hearing that, that KTM 250 team is going to go back inside and be full factory. Yeah, KTM. but I do too, but I don't think with four guys. No, I've heard both would have smaller rosters in the yeah. 250, so they'd both get a little bit. Right. Which I find to be really weird too, though, because yeah. of the injury thing. You, you yeah. I mean, how how often does a 250 team keep all four? I so mean, what you, if you only have two? So what you, happens then? You're going to have Webb and Marv and t- one 250 on each coast, and then you're going to have three Husky 450s. Yeah, and then one well, gas gas. We don't know, but we don't know if Dino for sure. We, no, I thought that was done. Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear that was done. I so, that was so my qu- my question would be: Who is making this, the decisions for that team? Who is ultimately pulling the strings for that team? Austin. Which one? For uh, TLD KTM slash what would be gas gas? All Austria, I think. And that's that's yeah. I don't. That's not a loaded question. I genuinely don't know the answer. Right, right, right. So if it is Austria, then they can do whatever they want. You know, I, I don't know whether Troy Lee has a lot of pull there. I don't know. I, I, don't, I really don't know the inner dynamics. You know, and that that's kind of a a strange one because most teams we could narrow down to one or two people that are really making the decisions. Right. You know, and it, the OEMs. Okay, maybe there's some American influence. Maybe there's some Japanese influence. But we kind of know the power flow. With that team, I don't know. I really don't know who would decide, like, you know, whether that's a sideways move. Do we right. move to the 450 class? Do we stay in 250? Um, so that would be something that I would be interested in, and maybe you can find that out, but I don't even know anymore. It seems like that's changed hands a few times. I, I just think, so they got Hartraft, and they got Pierce Brown, Brown and Drake. Drake, and... Moreau is the fourth. So now there's just the right. three. The kid Thrasher coming up is not ready yet. No. He's B, turning what about, A. What about Volan? I mean, I've I've heard that that's a possibility, but if you look at 
Maybe he just raced Loretto's on a 125. That seems like a really big jump. My point is, is are they going to have enough 250 spots if they do this to fill their roster with kids that they already support, right? Because I don't think I'm giving up on Drake and Brown yet. No. Right? I mean, well, I well, want them. It's kind of, all, oh, go ahead. It's kind of always been the problem. You know, they, they, that's why they had those teams, like where Zach Osborne was. They had that B team of, of kind of factory KTM that were riding out of box fans. Oh, Hackley. Because they didn't, Hackley yeah, well, they, they didn't have a place to put these guys. So maybe they go back to some sort of Orange Brigade program. You know, that's where Mark, Max Markoff ended up. James Coy. Because they was didn't have a place it, right? to yeah. put them. Yeah, James yeah, Coy yeah. was running so it, right? I could see them going back to something like that, something lower budget, but it, it gives these kids a landing spot if they can't land in the, in the full factory spot. So what we hear is Gas Gas is looking at three guys. Savachi. Yeah, we're, and we're talking 450. Yeah. Savachi, yeah. McElrath, or Barsha. Who do you pick, JT? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, you're either kind of betting on the present or betting on the future, I think. I think I would honestly go with Savachi, and but but I'm not ultra confident in that. I, I would probably want some more time to think about it and talk to these guys. I think that would be my biggest factor. But unfortunately, when you look at Barsha, you know he he's been around for a bit. You know he's in his late 20s. You keep hearing rumors that he wants to end up in Europe at some point, and as well as he rode this weekend, I really don't know what his horizon is you know how long does he want to continue to do this you know if i sat down with him and he said hey i want to race another three to four years and i'm fully committed to that then maybe that sways my my opinion of it because i think he is the best rider of those three i think he is the most capable of giving you results right now and winning anaheim one is prime example of that i just don't know if you're gas gas and you're building for the future you have this brand new brand and this brand new company and you need a face for it in america you don't really want to hit your wagon to somebody that's only going to be around for a year or two. So that would really be that, my determining factor is how long is he going to be there. I'm with you, but Dylan was a perfect chance to do that with a guy. I mean, he's older, but he's not as old as Barsha. No, I mean, he would be well, first choice straight up of all these guys. Yeah. But they had, what, he wanted to. Dylan wanted to badly. I, so what was the what was the holdup? Money. Uh, and, and maybe that okay. chain of command. There's There seems yeah. to be a... Chain of command there that I don't know if they're all on the same page all the time. Let's just say that. Um, but what about you, Daniel? Savachi, Barsha, McElrath, 450 gas gas. Um, I, I mean, if it's those three, probably Savachi, just because I, I mean, there's more to it. I mean, we were kind of talking about earlier the Alpine Stars gear deal. Like, is Barsha going to give that up and wear TLD or is he going to take yeah, the gear would, deal and go somewhere else? Because he he's got other right. options too. We'll yeah. probably get into that. Yeah. Um, Savachi's probably the right fit. I mean, McElrath, I think, would be great, too, but the history there, I don't. I think that's kind of broken. So um, I have one question, too. Sorry, Daniel, I'm yeah. jumping in. But going back to the Ferrandis thing, so if you're, you're the marketing group or, or the powership, you know, the structure that's making this decision, and you have this brand-new brand, right? It's a, it's a Spanish brand that is now Austrian brand, and they're kind of trying to find the direction they want as they enter the American market. I don't know that hiring a French rider who just got booed out of Anaheim is (laughs) really the right direction, you know, and that sucks to say because there is so much of a nationalistic view in America these days. But I, I think in the conversation that has to be in there, if if you're trying to attract American customers, are you going to make the face of your brand a French rider? 
I don't know. Mm. You know, I would assume that that was probably a talking point in there somewhere. Never thought of that part of it, but that, I mean, that is true. It's more than just results. I mean, it sucks. That sucks to say that. Like that, it shouldn't be that way. But it feels like it's a part of it, right? If you're trying, you have the European market. You're already there. But if you're trying to get an American face on your brand, I don't know that that would be the first choice, right? He may be a great addition to the team, but maybe not the first rider you would sign. I'd like to see Savachi and see how far back he comes. You know, like he's obviously. I think this weekend was good, tenth overall or ninth overall or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, nine eleven. He's, he's been out a long time. Yeah, and, give him. Uh, I just want to see, make sure he's okay when he comes back. You know, I think he has huge upside. I really do. I think he is one of, you know, and he's not. I don't think he's crazy expensive. You know, because he's been injured. He lost that Cowie deal. I think you could get him, and. He is one of the few guys that I think are reasonably priced that have the potential to battle with the podium guys. Now, there are going to be things that come with it. He's going to have DNFs, and he's going to have some bad motos, which we saw last year. But his upside, when he's on, he can absolutely battle with those guys. He can win heat races. He can podium main events. He can do it. And, And that's really what you're looking for is lightning in a bottle with a guy like that. And JT remember his rookie year in Supercross too. I mean, there was there was misses on different weeks, but yeah, he was up there a lot, and he oh, yeah. looked yeah. like one of no them doubt. deep in the main event. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, no, no, he had some good rides. Overall, if you're just looking at what the options out there, it's the most logical pairing. Yeah, and I, I don't, think. I don't think if you take Adam Cincerello out of the picture, I think Cowie re-signs Joey Savacci in a heartbeat. I, I, Easy, I believe yeah. that. I think he earned he earned the ability to stay there. Unfortunately for Joey. Kawasaki had this, you know, Wunderkin ready to ready to come up, which is Adam Cincerillo. That that was just bad timing yeah. for Joey Zapachi, but he didn't deserve to lose that ride at all. Yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah, he did everything right for the most part. Um, well, and then what are the other options out there? What are the other land? Because it looks like well, for the first time ever, there looks like there's a lot of spots for the guys that should land places. I well, think they're all going to land some. I mean, we, I, it we looks got, like it. We got positive talk about jgr going for the first time in a while title sponsor uh suzuki's, suzuki. suzuki's recommitted but they got a new another new guy another in charge new guy, or, yeah yeah, yeah. And, 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 it. And, and it seems like suzuki may stay i would have probably bet on jgr going away if it was this was december of last year you know yeah uh, eight months ago i would have said jgr's done because I, I couldn't think of a manufacturer who's going to step in um but suzuki seems to be recommitted so maybe they try to sign Joey right right away, you know, and get him locked down again. Because they really haven't seen the best Joey Savace yet, obviously. Nah, he's year um, two. Barsha's talking to Penwright and MCR, JT, for Hondas, obviously. And he'll get to keep his yeah. A-star deal in both of those. Yeah, that would be uh, that's going to be interesting because both of those teams have gear deals, right? So how does that, how does that work into this? Uh, I don't know that right. that's an easy plug and play because what happens is just like what happens with Mookie is – you know, as the team, you go, man, we, we've got this great rider to sign. Arguably our best rider is coming in. And then your probably your biggest paying sponsor is not going to be able to participate. That's a, that's a yeah. really tough that's well, situation. Yeah. If, I, if I'm Genova, I never let Brayton wear fly or Malcolm wear. Because I think they had to deal with you, JT. But then you ever, probably don't have them. No, I don't think that was, really wasn't a deal with JT gear when Brayton was there. But anyways... I don't let Mookie wear seven, and I don't let – if I'm Uribe, I don't let Barsha wear A-stars. I just don't. I, there's other riders you can get, and I know this is going to hurt your bottom line, Mr. Rider, but 
you I don't think you can do that to your team sponsors. I just don't. I, I don't. It's tough. Yeah. I just, Especially like, if the team is built around that being one of their that's what dominant I mean. no, sponsors. It's one thing if it, the gear deal is number eight on your list, but if the gear deal is up there in the top, it's really hard to say, hey, uh, you're like even for uh, Smart Top, like their I, best guy yeah. wasn't wearing the team if gear. I'm the Lee best it, guy. If I'm Liat, there is no way I'm giving them $1 if I don't get Malcolm Stewart. I'm just not. Just not giving him a dollar. Sorry. A, that's a tough pill to swallow, not having a, a guy that's as, as electric as yeah. Malcolm Stewart. Yeah, or, or even if Barsha goes to Penrite. You, you know, it's a fly team right yep. now. Yeah like, yeah, like I just say, nope, no go. I, it's just not going to happen. So we got to try to find a middle ground here. I'll bump up some money, you know, in your pay to make up your loss, Mr. Ryder, or, you know, whatever happens. You know, yeah, the, the, tough part, the tough part for a guy like Barsha is he is, I don't know the current status of his deal, but over the years it has been very lucrative for him. And I don't know that anybody can step up and replace that or, or is willing to. I mean, yeah, he was going to so, go solo that year, but the gear deal was he wasn't leaving that. Remember before they yeah, all Yeah, and happened. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Um, for, and who knows what his deal is now. I don't, I don't know, nor is it any of my business. But I can tell you at the numbers that it used to be, that I used to know of, I don't see any team stepping in and filling that void or any apparel brand stepping in and filling that void because it's just too much money. It's just, unless you're going to model your entire, you know, kind of campaign around that rider, it's a, it's a really big commitment for Alpine stars. That's been their guy for years, right? Before yeah. Eli Tomac was even around, that was their guy. And they are very loyal to Justin Barsha. And I'll tell you guys some stories. Like they, they are very, very committed in some of their, some of the members of their team at Alpine Stars, like that's literally their favorite rider on earth. Um, so I, I can't see them not standing behind him, and they're not going to want to let him go either, right? So any team or any team that signs him is probably going to have to sign up for allowing him to be an Alpine Stars gear. I'm continuing to be perplexed by A Stars uh, going out and signing Sexton, having Tomac, having Barsha, Anderson, having Anderson. I I think I'm missing my missing guy in there. Does that get everybody? Tomac, uh, Anderson, Barsha. Get some amateurs. I think Jet, uh, Jet Reynolds. I'm just. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, yeah, they're just. It's it's awesome. It's cool that they're able to do that, but they don't really sell the gear here, and they don't well, really push and, it. And you, you look at their global effort. You know, they have hurlings and all these guys in Europe. You yep. know, the, the Kawasaki team. Kawasaki team. Yep. Yep. Then you look at road racing. They have Marquez and, and all these MotoGP guys. I mean, they're, then they're all over Formula One and NASCAR. I mean, they're all over the place. You know, it's. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty broad effort they have going on there. Yeah, I just, I mean, hey, more power to Gabrielle. He wants to do it. I just don't get it. I don't I, get it. I love his commitment. I yeah. love it. You know, whether or not on paper it makes sense, that's none of my business. But nobody is more committed than that dude. Yeah. He, he is truly all yeah. in on racing. Yeah. So sure. uh, so guesses then, where where do they, where they land? Gas, well, gas. I don't if see, that happens. I don't see Barsha giving up the gear and going to gas gas. I heard he did want to ride a KTM. I heard that, but I don't see that happening. I like Barsha to go to, to Moto Concepts. I really do. Smart Top, which has yeah. been rumored for yep. a bit now. Yep. Um, and obviously they have shown a willingness to let their top guy wear what he wants. They, they just did it. And Shane's not going back to TLD. After, nope. So let's do Savachi at gas gas. And then JGR will have to find the guy. Shane. And, and Shane McElroy's from North Carolina. And there I, you go. I feel it's a perfect fit. Right. But. It's just me. Right. Uh, and then what about Mookie? Mookie Star Yamaha? 450? Yeah? Yeah. With with uh, Dylan and AP? Yeah, that's a lot of guys. Not that. I mean, 
That's a big 250 team. They got two amateurs. As now soon as this happens, like, I gotta call. Geez. I gotta get Genova on the show to talk about like what happened with Mookie. I gotta. I gotta. Get, I gotta figure this out. Because yeah, that does, seems like a weird uh, ending. I don't, right? I don't know. I don't, what's the problem? I don't know. It's really a good fit. I, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. JT, what's the problem? What happened? I don't. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's financial. I don't. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. I mean, they're they're not that forthcoming with information. You know, the Stewart family in general with that kind of stuff, which is fine. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame them. For I mean, being, I think. You no, know, keeping it personal. I think Moto Concepts does cut costs when they can. They're a private team. They're trying to do what they can. I don't think, you know, they do everything a, a, a factory team does. They, you know, as far as cost wise, um, yep. but I whatever they did still worked because Mookie had his career best. Well, and I will give Mike Genova credit because everybody that I've ever talked to, including Mike Genova himself, but guys like Vince Freezy and guys that rode for that team, they've always said that Mike Genova, basically, if he's going to support you, he's going to make sure that you make money, enough money to support yourself and do this the right way. Yeah. So, and that, that money's just coming out of his pocket, let's be honest, right? He doesn't have to do that. And I've written for a lot of teams that they could care less if you're making money or not. So I give him a lot of respect and a lot of credit, you know, and he has flaws like we all do. There's a lot of things he's done that I disagree with, but I respect him on that level as if you're one of his guys, he takes care of you. Yeah. So it just makes it that much more curious oh. as to where the breakup came in with he and uh, Mookie. Brayton never made as much money as he did at Motor Concepts. Never, yeah, that's never. what I'm saying. They, yeah, he, he they, reward, guys. Yeah. they reward those guys when they do well. But I think there's things like hotels and rental cars and expenses that they don't cover as much as other factory teams. Well, that's hard. I mean, there's got to be some no, sort I know. of no, no. being reasonable somewhere. You but know, I'm just thinking about what could piss yeah. somebody off or whatever. Well, I, mean, and you it, know. I think if you are – if you're Mookie and you have the opportunity to go to a factory team, I think Mike Genova would probably say, congratulations, you graduated to a factory team. You know, like that's, that's kind of what teams like that are. Is yeah. there a set, if you have a chance to go up, then do it. If you're going sideways, then I understand where there would be some resentment and yeah. why are you doing that. But going up is always, should always be a compliment to a privateer-based team. Yeah, you, you were part of that. You, factory team. you helped them. You like- are an absolute cause for that rider to move up. You you got them there, and you should feel very proud of that. So I don't, I don't think there should be any resentment there at all. Can we just stop with the Mookie can ride outdoor stuff, though? And, and he'll he'll ride outdoors? Can we just stop with that? He don't want to, does he? No. Which is, I, That's fine. He was good at it when he did it, too. That's fine, I, I but he's he always did. raising his hand and saying he's ready to do outdoors. It's like you, he can ride outdoors pretty well if he wants to. Of course, yeah, yeah. I just but, don't think he wants to. Right, but his, his actions speak for him, you know, as far as doing yeah, the outdoors. Clearly, he doesn't want to. Right, right. Uh, I got a 450 question, though. Okay. Um, Penrite was a 250 team this year. Yeah. And now, are, are they going 450? Is that like the plan, or is it only no, if you think, land somebody? I think, I think Clout stays 250 and Brayton is there. Oh. They do race 450, and I'll show you those. So they yeah. have right, right, right. The they, equipment, the technology, the program. Like so, they have everything so ready. would this year have been just an intro year? Get in on the West Coast. And you got to understand, like this 250 program that looked great on the outside. Yuriv does such a fantastic job of marketing a team. It was really last minute, and Yuriv yeah. was he he pulled it out of nothing because you know as a sponsor of that team, I know how much of the 11th hour stuff was going on. So I think with the proper amount of time and more, you know, more planning, they could pull off the 450 side. But just to get out there and be racing was it was a miracle. Knowing what they were, they were really doing this at the last minute last year. 
So Brayton will stay there, or Brayton will move over there. He he rides for the Monster. Perfect. That makes sense. I'm sure Honda will give him factory stuff. You know, so his bike will be great. Everything will be you know dialed for Brayton. Then again, somewhere to motor concepts, right? Yeah, but it's a new model bike, so they might be behind on factory parts. It might take a minute to get that stuff. Maybe. I mean, I heard the bikes, the new bikes, supposed to be better, but still, you're starting from nothing. Do you want to tell JT your your prediction for 2021? Uh, I think I said it in the group text, and I think he... Sexton? Yeah. Supercross champion. That's, yeah. what, you, that's what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to what was... Yeah. 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 What do you think, JT? We have a bet. We have a bet. 30, yeah, okay. I want to make sure it was... Yeah, we we already have a bet. He was the one I bet right before For the For $23? $23 bet. Yep. Okay. Sexton wins the title next year. All right, year. well, mark this down, everybody. Hey, but I have, now I have a silly season 250 question, and okay. I'm baffled, and I'm lost, and I can't figure it out, and yep. I, I I feel like I need to hit myself in the face with something until I get an answer. I'd like to see that. Um, where's Marchbanks going? I've heard a bunch of doors have shut, and he might not have options, and I'm so confused and baffled and like I don't understand the dude in year two as like a what 17 or 18 year old one Daytona and I'm hearing that doors have shut in places including where he was and I just don't am I How can you, I don't oh, I don't get that I don't get don't JT get I've heard it from multiple people and I'm like I, I I'm like I think they're punking me like you're joking right but that's what I've heard but well you look at the, the situation the team's in now and, and what are you going to do if you're not going to keep him I, I don't know. They have uh, Forkner, Forkner, Smith, McAdoo, and Hamaker. And Hamaker, if if he goes up, but I, I've, I, I've, I think, I've just I heard some it, goofy stuff oh, man. when it comes to March With Banks. the history of injuries, you look at how March Banks is riding. How do you not make room for him? I, yeah, I really, but JT, the history of injuries, March Banks hasn't stayed healthy one time. Yeah, he's had him too, but. You know, you gotta that, gamble. All I mean, those guys get hurt. No, neither is Jordan Smith. Oh, I know. Neither is any of the any of these guys. You know, I would rather. I, I don't know the budget, right? That's always a factor. But I would much rather go in with five guys, hoping that you know we get some guys racing on each each coast because that doesn't seem like it's very likely. Well, these guys have gotten hurt. Hamaker hasn't even raced a race yet. You know, you, he, you're going to not sign up a guy that won a race in 2020. I know he won a race and he rode great and all that, but I do know that he frustrated Mitch. I do yeah, know that. But yeah. I, but you, you also have to say that he was a completely different rider in 2020 than he was in 2019. Uh, I, 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 honestly, last year's rookie year, I was not sold at Me all. Neither. And now yeah. I am more than sold. Like if I'm factory KTM and there is a, if they are bringing it in house. He's like the only guy that I'm probably chasing. The only guy. Like, what what, like what? what am I missing? Is he, like, hard to work with or something? Can we pour one out for Forkner breaking up with his chick, too, by the way? I mean, that seems... They, no. they seem like they were in love. It's really sad. I mean, I, I'm sure I don't it's know not that, very much fun, but this stuff happens every day. Okay, all right. Um, I don't know the details, but the March Binks thing, JT. So they're basically, like, they're keeping Ramit. You know, which, that's the, of course. Which, which which Ramit should be there, too. Right. Hamaker should be the fifth. He should be the fifth. He and, should. I agree with that. And if someone goes down, there's your guy. And he shouldn't race Supercross the first year. I don't know. This you whole... cannot, in my opinion, pick Hamaker over March Banks after what we saw this year. Well, JT, you know I, what? I don't you think know, you can. Text Ryan Holiday. Tell him that. I, I don't think it's Ryan's call. I think it's Mitch's call. Yeah, I know. But Ryan would have an, an insight into this. So well, that's... He, he would, but and, and but you have to look at like Seth. Seth has been he's sick. He has Epstein Barr. He can't even race right now. I just think with a young, and now you can even say he's a proven commodity because even going back to like Tampa, you're like, look at Marchbank. He's different. Like he mm-hmm. looks much different than he did in 2019. 
I don't know how you can give up on him and not sign him. There has to be, just like Daniel said, there has to be something going on behind the scenes. He's either not getting along with people, he's hard to work with, he doesn't listen. There's something else to it because the writing, if you just look at the writing, they would absolutely sign him in a heartbeat, in my opinion. Yeah. And if they're not, I'm missing something somewhere. I mean, if you line up every 250 guy in a pecking order, somewhere between five to seven is where I would put him. At least I would for my for my wants, I would want him somewhere around there. He's super young. Well, just because about, he's big, he's fucking 18. Yeah, think about think about next year. You move out Sexton. You move out Mapparaf. You, you keep moving out these Brandis. guys. Yeah, look that Marchbanks is in the mix with. Right, he's already battling those guys, and you're just you're just removing competition, you know, by threefold. I don't get it. Like, there's got to be more to the story. There has to be some sort of personal disagreement or disalignment going on because, again, the talent and the writing and the the growth and the acceleration curve and his skill set, you know, his improvement. That's exactly what you're looking for. That's why you sign a young kid. <laughs> I mean, you want them to get better and progress and start to and, win races. And, and it is odd because he works with Ivan, who Mitch who is loves. close with. Mitch I don't, loves I don't Ivan get Tedesco, it. You know? I mean, honestly, think about it. Daytona wasn't a mutter. That happened. It was legit. I watched it. He absolutely spanked him. And he beat Chase Sexton straight up, who just signed a factory Honda 450 deal and is going to win the Supercross title next well, year. Easy on that, okay? Easy on that. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, nothing. I, I'm just, I, I, I'm confused, and I, I look forward to. There has to be more to it. I look forward to, to never finding out the answer of what well, the hell's going on. Chris Betts is texting. People get to the bottom of it. I bet it's on that PC Shop video, to be honest. Yeah, probably. Uh, no uh, Chris Betts just texted me. He saw the tweet about Sexton winning the championship. He's irate right now. Bets oh, tell him rate. Adam will do good next year, too. Okay. But. Tell Betts that I'm going to buy White Claws for him with the $23. He's coming next week. Nice. He's in studio next week. So, um, All right, moving on from that a little bit. Uh, let's talk Loretta's. We've got the X-Brand Goggle Tariffs coming up with Jason Thomas here as well. Uh, motorsport and Fly Racing, of course, big part of the Pulp and Mech show here. Well, actually, you know what? Aaron's been on hold for a while. Aaron, what's going on, man? How are you? Not too bad. How are you, Steve? Good. What's your question, man? Um, I don't know what I missed. Uh, I just caught on to the show that I'm reading in the comments that Washougal bailed on the national. And I know I'm up here in Washington and that just isn't the case. Is that something that you mentioned or is that just what people in the comments are saying? Were you planning on going to round two in Washougal this weekend? Yeah, I'm riding the amateur days. I'm not riding the the national, but the amateur days were set up so that it was supposed to be Moto One's amateur days Friday, yeah. and the national was supposed to be right. Saturday, yeah. and our Moto Two was going to be Sunday. I got news and for we, you: uh, the Pro National is not news. there. Yeah, I got bad news. Pro National is not there. The amateur races are still going on. They're still yeah, going no, no, no. I I know it's not there, but okay. people in your comments are saying that. Washugo bailed on it. Like they're the ones that canceled the race. But no. Ryan Huffman and the Huffman family did everything they could. Yeah. We got greenlit by our governor, you know, and then Davy and the manufacturers are the one that made the decision. So yeah. I just wanted to clarify that to the commenters that Washugo, the actual track, did not cancel the national. Yeah, I think they would have it. They want to have it. I agree. So right. yep. uh, have you ever seen the Big Lebowski, right. Aaron? Well, sure do appreciate your time, Steve. Okay. Uh, I've been a fan for a long time. I met you at Washougal when they were filming The Great Outdoors. Oh, wow, way back. Cool. You know, you know way back when. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. Appreciate the call, man. Keep doing, 
Yeah, keep doing what you do. We will. Thank you. Yeah, Loretta Lynn's two coming up this Saturday. No Washougal. So. Hey, JT, are you, you guys sending? He just bl- he blitzed right through my question. Didn't even, no, didn't even yeah, acknowledge. He, he had to go. Wheel tapped it. Hey, JT, is uh, are you guys sending anybody to the Top Gun at Washougal in a couple weeks? Uh, I don't know. Usually uh, a lot of people are from around here will race Washougal when they have a big, big event like that. Uh, a lot of my friends are probably still going to Washougal this weekend to race, so uh, I bet someone's going. I will find out, though, on the amateur side if we're actually going to attend or not. I don't have a good answer for you. Yeah, she's going to say, my son will be there debuting the new gear. You get the photo guy out there. He can end up in the catalog. I know it's a big deal to get in that thing. I'm getting in it next year. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's not uh, what I heard. I, I'm in. That's no, not I'm what in. I heard. That's not what I heard. Well, he has it. his own T-shirt from Fly Racing. He has James Stewart's Red Bull helmet. It's and never he, enough. And it's just like, it's what never can enough. I get? What, what else can I get? Can I get in the catalog? That's all I saw. All caps. I need to be in the catalog. I, I mean, I'm a husk, uh, the husky line, you know, like a vet husky guy. We also service those people, you know. We we have gear for those people too. It makes sense. You're you're right. It, it does make sense. Um. All right. So, Loretta Lands Daniel, give me a couple. Not the obvious shit. Okay, don't make it the obvious shit. Give me a couple observations from from. Loretta, has it surprised you and disappointed you? Uh, can we go 250 since we like sure. haven't talked about it yet? Yeah. Um, RJ, um, not because I didn't think he was a good outdoor rider and he works hard, but I'm just baffled that he's back from his injury and he is out there legs off flying around like he doesn't care and rode the way he did. I thought he was – I mean, he exceeded, he exceeded my expectations if I knew he had six months to prepare. Right. Let alone – Right. Like knee surgery, I, yeah. I don't understand how he came back so quick. But to go three two and just be near the best I've ever seen. I mean, he's had motos here and there that have been phenomenal. Yeah. But you yeah. know what I mean? He looked like legit, straight up top yep. three guy chasing wins. Yep. Um, and I didn't think it would happen that quick for him. I thought he would maybe need to ease in a little bit. But uh, he was the big one. And then uh, I'm trying to look through this list too. Mumford's first moto was yeah. straight legit. And I know it didn't like work out all the way through, but he yeah. looked legitimately one of the boys up front and just the way it looked it passed the eyeball test big time didn't like to see the fade though a little bit no i know but that's that i I figured right and he probably held on to he's probably excited i mean that dude has it raised what jt do you even know when that he raced when that guy is raced and buds okay since then nothing i don't i haven't seen him he didn't race any amateur stuff he has been just laps and laps and laps so i don't have a problem with a little bit of the mid-race kind of fall apart kind of thing. That's fine. But okay. the first half of it, yep. he was one of those guys. And it wasn't like he rode the week before. Like some of the guys had a little bit of an advantage. He just showed up and was one of the boys for the first half of the moto. And I, I just I thought yep. he looked good. Okay. Uh, disappointments? Uh, Hunter Lawrence, but that's more personal. <laughs> more fantasy I mean, reasons? Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like he crashed on the second corner of the first race. Yep. I think he ripped the kill switch off kill the switch, bike or yeah. something. Like, so I get it. And the second moto was goofy, but you get 40th gate pick and it's just whatever. It's one of those days. So um, kind of bummed with that. I'm looking through here. I was a, I'm a little surprised Pierce Brown. I kind of was thinking seven to eight-ish for him and he was a little off. So I don't know the reason why. I never saw him on screen like one time. So I have no idea why. Or Shimoda. Shimoda crashed first moto, I know that. Yeah, and then got an 11th, so I, I get it. But, um, yeah, and then Justin Cooper, I know people are shocked over that, but he's got an injury he's dealing with. And right. from what I understand, halfway through the moto, he's having a hard time holding on. So right. that would make sense. So I'm not surprised that he started up front and it didn't work out. But I think people that didn't know that are probably like, what the hell? But there's something there with his hand. So Gonzalez, Robertson, and Schwartz. 
I mean, uh, Styles, we didn't get to see much because of first same same thing, first moto bad. Um, I, I I hope he's doing more. I think right. I think he'll be okay. Uh, I really like Schwartz. JT, do you know much about this Schwartz? I don't really know much. I just I watched the first moto at Loretta's, the amateur, and that kid was unreal. Like I he was, and then after that, I don't think it went as well. So I don't really know the whole story there. But I thought he was pretty good then, and to be top twenty is pretty good. And then Mason Gonzalez, like I, I would have never. I, I, I would have yeah. never, ever, ever thought that was going to happen. I don't know much about him. And to be top 10 right out of the gate, both moto, I mean, what do you go, 9? Dude, he nine, rode 12. well, 8, too. 12? He rode nine, like. Nine, yeah, 9, 12. So, he rode well. Yeah. Like he, and, like, he didn't get, like, third place starts and drop back. No. Like, dude, the guy just. And the second moto, even though it was worse than the first, it was still good. So it wasn't like he did one and then he was nowhere to be seen. So it's like, oh, okay. He backed it up with a 12. I mean, if he would have just got a 12th in either moto, I would have been like, damn. But to have that be your worst of the two, I, I mean, I was pretty impressed. But, uh, yeah, what's the deal? Isn't um, Schwartz, he's a fly guy. JT, what's the deal with that guy? I don't know much about him. Well, I mean, honestly, both of those two kids, um, Styles Robertson and Dylan Schwartz, they have way more in the tank than that. But you can't start 25th or 30th or whatever and crash and expect to get up there. And that's what Mason Gonzalez did. He avoided all that. He got great starts, and he rode well. And if you look at the lap times, if you really dig deep and look at what Schwartz and Robertson were doing, they were on that pace, or maybe even better in the case of Robertson. So I think if they can figure out the starts, I think they're going to see a breakout from both of those guys this coming weekend. The only question I have is for Dylan Schwartz. His starts were horrible, horrible at Loretta's amateur race. And now he's up against a lot better equipment and a lot better talent. So, yeah. to me, that could be the one thing holding him back. But I don't think he's racing again until the end of the series anyway. So, oh, uh, so he might be may, may, he might be done for a while. Yeah, he might, he, I think he's going to race again at the end, the final couple rounds. But I think Robertson has a really great chance to have a breakout ride this weekend because his pace was, was strong. We were, I was getting texts and going back and forth with people. He was running like a top five pace in the middle of the moto. You would just never known it because he was in twentieth. Yeah, I mean, and it, obviously he wins Loretta, so you're like, oh, he must be good. But I, I've been hearing things about him for the last three months, like that yep. he is like on, on pace with everybody in Florida. I mean, even yep. with the 450 guys, like doing motos well, with yeah. the 450 guys and hanging. Yeah, look, so it's like look, I, at, look at who he practices with. I mean, he knows what the pace has got to be. You know, he knows what it takes. So I think you're going to see him bounce back in a big way. That'll be awesome. I can't pick him next week. That'll be sweet. I hope he does well. <laughs> <laughs> you know who won the uh, experts' picks this week? Travis Marks. Travis Marks. Just dominating, crushing it. Just And, Marks, you got second in Supercross this we're gonna, year. We're going to rename it to experts and Marks, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're coming back. Like, you were garbage. Uh, the first. I like to think I got very lucky this week. The first two lie. years, four series, you were yeah. garbage. <laughs> 2020. Supercross was good for you, and it's now late, you've started out. Late bloomer. It's a weird year, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Mark's it is a weird year. Unprecedented times. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's go to the Dresden on one. Dresden, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm good. Um, I was wondering what you thought about Sean Control coming back for the last few rounds. Is he coming back? Yeah, I guess like the doctor found like a bone spur in his wrist. Oh, really? Okay. And they fixed it, so yep. I guess he's coming back privateer on a YZ. Well, we saw him in Supercross a little bit. Thought about and thought about. Or, or what about? You're thinking of Falk. I think. uh, no, no. He, he, Control, he did he race? He didn't race Supercross this year at all, did he? I thought he did. I don't think so. No, nah, he, he had a, he had an injury yeah, that was did. like 
Yeah, he didn't he race the round. I thought he raced the opening rounds. No. Oh. No, he's had a, a yeah. Was it? Did you say his wrist? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, I'd heard that too. That he had something that was like not. Yeah. Getting well, better. Well, hopefully, uh, Dresden. Hopefully, he comes yeah, back he and pop in the ligaments. Yeah. Hopefully, he comes back and does well. You know, him and Mitchell Falk. You're just like they're gone, and you're just like Troy Lee designs one year, and and see you later, and 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 um, Jordan Bailey too. You know, Jordan did did a little bit better, but. You're just like, wow, that's that's a new life for these kids. Like a couple years, and, and if you don't have it, we'll see you later. You yeah, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, right? You don't have to fight your way out of the amateur ranks. You you kind of walk right into that, a great situation. But if you don't perform, people are very quick to write you off because you've already gotten your shot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks, Dresden. Yep, have a good day. Thank you. Bruce, what's going on? Is this Bruce? Oh, Bruce was there. Um yeah, it's it's tough. It's uh, it's got to be a tough deal for those guys. And and you know, props to Bailey's out there as a privateer right now. Just coming the Nationals. For it. That's not easy, man. No. So uh, trying to get back on the uh, on the factory ride. Uh, X Brown goggle tear offs. Maybe uh, let's do that, shall we? It's the X Brand tear off segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. Reaping fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Motorsport.com's got a deal going on with X right now. If you go to Pulpamex show page on Motorsport.com, you go to the bottom of Motorsport.com, it's there. Go there, type in EKS20, and then save some money with X-Brand Goggles. Like I said, the choice of champions everywhere. Alex Ray, Chiz, you name them. They were X-Brand. Um, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him at all? Uh, yeah, he's, he's a journalist. Oh, yeah, well, I should go he's, covering, he's covering the all the Portland riots right now. Oh, so he's been, right. he's been pretty busy. I've read that. I've read the byline for sure. So uh, yep. on that, you have thirty seconds to answer these, uh, and that's it. Just thirty seconds. <laughs> okay, so, here we go. All right, Marks. All right, Steve. First one: Are you taking offers for face mask sponsors, and how much to put an "I Love Shorty" across your face? Not taking offers. Not doing that either. So thanks. No amount great, of great, great start, Moser. Yeah, You're off to a great start. start. Hit the gate. <laughs> JT, on a scale of 1 to 10, how shocked were you about Forkner and his chick breaking up, and how do you re- recommend he move on? <laughs> Is it possible to be a negative number? <laughs> Is anybody, like, really surprised? I don't want to, like, that's mean, but. No, I, that's why I said negative number on yeah. 1 to 10. Yeah, that's rough. Um, how, how does he no, move I on? Mean, it's, yeah, you're young. You're a famous motocross racer. You're super talented, and you have girls drooling over you every day on social media. Um, yeah, put those together, and that's going to yeah. be a pretty easy way to move on. Yep, you're fine. Raw dog and randoms. <laughs> All right. Wow. Jesus. There's that. <laughs> There's one option. Uh, Daniel, <laughs> whose current amateur career would you like your son to follow? Um, honestly, Evan Ferry's. I, re- I mean, I mean, we're not talking what they did after into the pros, but I like that they kind of kept it low key. He was around; he was pretty good, but not all the way serious until teenage years. I think that's the perfect formula, and that's the one I'm following 100. percent right. Steve, name the most hyped amateur to flop and disappear. Ben Riddle. God, I mean, maybe because I was living. Maybe because I was living with the Thor guy at the time in San Diego, Riddle War Thor. But dude, he was the. I mean, people were pretty stoked on Ben Riddle, and he didn't was Jeff do that pumped on Riddle. What? Jeff? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. And 
I mean, did Riddle get a couple of top tens? Did and Riddle not do, much, and it was did, over quick. Yeah, did he get five top tens in his career? I don't even know. He was good, too. You know another one like that? Same, not for the same reasons, but same kind of thing was Bobby Bonds. was incredible amateur. He was like 15 winning the 250 Pro class. And, locally beating and, Lamson and Volan at like Golden States. And Mitch outbid FMF Honda by a ton to get him. Like he yeah. paid him so much money. He, I mean he was unreal. And then just Okay, Riddle had quick. Riddle has three top tens in his career. So I said no I'm sorry. Bonds. Four. Bonds I had I don't think I wouldn't go Riddle. I don't think. He he was hyped, but oh man, there was some like Charlie Bogard was No, but Bogard did something. Bogard podiumed, I think. What do you mean? He got one podium. Supercross. Yeah, but it. bro, that's something. I mean, yeah. But I'm saying like these kids were sure they had fire. the world thrown at them. Buckaloo, Justin Buckaloo. Buckaloo won a Supercross. I know, okay. but it, but it went away quick, is what I'm saying. He, if you watched his amateur career, you would think ten year solid dude, pro career. Bonds and Riddle did nothing. Right. Bonds should have won Hangtown. If, yeah, I mean GL and Grant. Grant. Yeah, had a I little know. bit to do with that. I know, but just I'm, I'm just saying, like, Buckaloo won a Supercross. Bogart podiumed and, and r- rode for a few different factory-supported teams. Like, Do you remember uh, Greg Rand? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Greg Rand was a big deal. Uh, he was Suzuki's next big thing. He was a big deal. I yep. remember Suzuki was giving him, like, 25 bikes to keep at one point. Uh, I mean, he was yep. – they were – you know, they, they had these guys. Raynard was one for Cowie. Wyndham was one, yeah. Bogart. They all the amateur support was focused around these guys. Just dozens of bikes, salaries, paying right. their parents to haul them around the country, and just crazy stuff. All right, all right. Next question, JT. With the filmography universally being considered the worst, what was the best part of the first Loretta Lynn's National? Filmography. Yeah. Um. Big words. The best part of the national, I think. Just it was a successful return to racing because we all wanted it so damn bad. Um, I don't think anything was just over the top, you know, great about it. But it was successfully done. They they pulled it off. There, it didn't get shut down. It was on TV. Fans were able to go. All the things that make motocross great happened. And okay, maybe it wasn't ideal. There were some some difficulties along the way. They turned some people back because it sold out and all these things, but. If you're just looking for some sense of normalcy and to get back to yeah. racing, it was incredible. We, we accomplished that. Yeah, we accomplished. If you're that. Ju- yeah, exactly. If if you're looking for everything to be perfect, it wasn't that. But forty four point five. Based on our time, okay, yeah. Well, right. you nailed it. Yeah. Based on yeah. these times, dude, I was so happy to sit down and watch racing. Yeah. And it, they pulled it off. I'm and I was and we got in Ridgeline. Word of the day. That was awesome. That was the best part of everything. So, all right, uh, Daniel, what does AC need to do to stop making these mistakes? Oh, I don't. I, in thirty seconds. <laughs> now twenty-four. I don't know. I, I honestly, I think it's a mentality thing. I don't. It's not even a riding thing. It's he's admitted he's desperate to be in the front or winning at all times. He can't even shut the switch off. It's a full mentality shift. It'll happen. He's super young. He's, he's got a lot of time. It. No, don't. He's got to stop sending it. He no. needs to. He needs to. Make it a goal like Malcolm Stewart. Malcolm, I know this is going to go a little long, but Malcolm Stewart told me at the dinner, I went to the dinner with Smart Tops at round one, right, yeah. Anaheim. And he said his goal did was to speech? just, he did, he gave a speech. He <laughs> wanted to be just 
top 10, solid. He wasn't worried about speed. He, You know how Mookie wasn't like crazy Mookie fever fast this year? He was just more like a solid rock. He wanted that, and look what he did. He did it. AC needs a year like that. Like, you don't got to win next year. Just put a whole season together with, without falling and change the entire pattern and then go for it. But just got to shift. He's got to do something different. So right. right around in seventh all year next year, and then the following year go back to going to try to win a crash. <laughs> Maybe start in seventh and creep your way back <laughs> towards third by the end and then go for it. But Okay, got it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, don't be on the gate thinking you have to win every single time you're on the gate. It, the class is too deep and gnarly to have that kind of thinking. It doesn't – that don't work. So. All right. All right, Steve. Name one thing Lil Ferry should mimic of his dad's riding slash racing career and something he should absolutely do differently. Great question. He should do differently his starts, even though Timmy denies that his starts are bad, and he Instagrams, DMs me every time he's up there off the start on any sort of retro pitcher. But, I mean, he did get some good starts. I'm not saying – but generally speaking, his starts weren't great. Timmy's starts sucked. Yeah, but not, <laughs> not, not according to Timmy. Not according yeah, to Timmy. I understand. Well, anything according to Timmy, you have to – you know, think about it a couple times pretty hard. Timmy's a really smart guy, but he he views the world differently than most people. And he should copy his corner sk- speed. Timmy's corner speed is next level when when he was on his in his prime. Like it, it was. Well, he's his talent level was through the roof. That kid won. Yeah, he was winning like when he was sixties and eighties all the way through. I mean, he had the most Loretta titles for years. Yep. I mean, he was yep. he was always that guy. But I just I always ama- I always like watched him in not so much supercar stuff, but ruddy inside corners. God, he could get in and out of corners, so good. Like just uh. right, so that would that'd be, that'd be what I say. All right, JT, should Benny have kept the Rocky Mountain ATV ride over Bogle? Well, it wasn't really about that. It was about who had a contract and who didn't. You know, it wasn't even they were, there wasn't really a consideration about who should keep it. So. Um, I know Moser trying to bait me into saying who should get the ride, who doesn't. But you know, when when Vogel was able to come back and ride, that's why you have a contract. He was he wanted to come back and ride, and that's why he's there. Moser's the TMZ of Moto. All right, last one, Daniel. Weege or GL? Who's better at their job in the booth? <laughs> that's I'm not answering that. Waffle, waffle, waffle. Yeah, it's not a waffle. I'm not answering that's a, that's it. That's a waffle. Well, they do different jobs. <laughs> Will so. Will smokes both of them. Oh, there we go. Nah, all right. I, they, they all do great. X Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Uh, yeah, just uh, remember, uh, X Brands are coming in hot each and every week. Thanks to the folks at Motorsport.com for that. Appreciate it. Uh, Jason Thomas on the on the show from FlyRacing.com. Daniel Blair as well. Thank you, Zach Osborne, Kyle Chisholm, Evan Ferry, Ryan Gall for coming on earlier. Uh, Kenny Watson coming up shortly. Kenneth P. Watson. What's is, the P? It's coming up. Love this guy right here. What's the P stand for? Uh, I don't know. I just, is it really a P? I, or I don't no? think so. I think uh, I just okay. made that up. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Um, blah blah blah. I wonder if he's regretting walking out on the show the way he did. You know. Look the at, show. Look at where we are now. Look at this place. You got a stew helmet. I got on the a table. stew helmet. <laughs> I got. A, I got. I got video cameras that JT won't pay for. Crushing it. Uh let's get some phone calls here. We got. Uh, Bruce on one. Bruce, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good, Long-time how are you? listener. Big fan of moto. Hey, I got a question for you. So our national motocross got canceled here at Washougal Motocross. I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know if it's the riots in Portland. I don't know. And I honestly 
don't care. My concern is the track owners put an unbelievable amount of effort in to get that track prepped, get that track uh, mowed, get all the COVID stuff taken care of. They've had a regional race there. They're still able to have the amateur days there. Do they get reimbursed from 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 MX Sports for the loss that they're taking here, or how does that work? Or do next year we end up with two nationals here in uh, Washougal, Washington, because of the fact that we're having two in Redbud, Michigan, which is one of the most strict states that has been through this COVID thing. So is it really just a a a situation of? of money to drive all the way back from Loretta's to Washington and all the way back to Ironman. And if that's the case, why did they make that schedule in the first place? Well, that's good questions. I highly doubt they get reimbursed. They're having amateur day still, so there's still racing going on. So they would need to mow the facility and prep the facility and do all of that anyways for amateur racing. And uh, not, the amount of, not the amount of work that it would take to do it. All the work that it takes to get it ready for the national, not yeah. even close. Well, but they they found out last Friday, so I don't know when they would have already started all this work. Uh, it it, it takes it takes a month to get that thing ready. Uh, I mean, okay. at least. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I yeah, I mean, it's it's brutal. Like, I don't really know. I know we got asked earlier. Like, I think they had to do some COVID stuff that came up. You know, the new stuff. There's a little bit of outbreak up there in the Pacific Northwest. That, there's, that, there's nothing going on here. Well, but there's new restrictions coming in. I heard that right from people that would know. I, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't see any restrictions at all in this state. Well, uh, you know, there are I mean, going to be restrictions coming in, apparently, in that state. Um, was that one of the no spectator races, or was that going to be spectators? No, spectators, yeah. amateur races. Yeah, spe- no spectators. But the amateur, if you race, you yes. can Only that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't, and, and I don't, I, I don't have I, the answers, guess, but... I guess my other concern is if they're really concerned about the riders getting COVID, I'm watching the National Motocross on TV on Saturday live. There wasn't a spectator in that group that had a mask on. Well, I'm sure there was, but there wasn't. I don't think the the factor of going to Washington was about the riders getting COVID. I think, think if you ask me, I think that there was some stuff going, and I heard this from people that would know, there was some stuff going on with COVID. The track pretty much had it handled, though. They said they would handle it. But there was some extra yeah. restrictions put on, and yeah. the track said we can handle that. But MX Sports didn't know exactly if they could handle that. MX Sports was getting heat from teams about that that travel distance, and combined the heat from the teams with the new restrictions, and they said, "Hey, we better not go." In, in my educated guess, that's probably what happened. And I don't know why they put the race there. I would have started it with Washougal. So you go from Southern California to Washougal to Tennessee. But then again, Tennessee was the week after Loretta's, so it's all there. It's all prepped. I don't know either. We all want to keep the travel down, teams, riders, industry. And they threw in Washougal, and that was a Beth, definitely a, a, a head-scratcher. And then maybe well, Here's my were... suggestion for next year, and maybe you can help with this, right? I mean, you guys are all a big team right there that's on the, on the show tonight, right? Why don't we look at a schedule that would make a big circle around the United States instead of going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth because it's killing the privateers also. They can't afford to do it. You know what I mean? And they're trying to make a name for themselves. There's barely any privateers now that aren't on teams that, that go to all the races. There's not that many of them anymore. There really isn't. Again, because of the expense of driving back and forth across the United States. Well, for States. many reasons. I mean, but, but, absolutely. But but I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I always understood that Washougal, 
could only get the permit for a few weeks a year, and that's why it's always in that August window, right. from what I understood. Oh, no, no I, I've read that conditional use permit upside down. My brother was the announcer there for years and years. Oh, and years. okay. Well, so we. So, yeah, we have, I, I understand the whole thing. My concern is is the track putting a massive amount of effort and money into it and now not being able to return. Ret- retain that money well, and with with limited riders in blah, this area blah, blah. riding l- l- but, you know what but, I'm saying? But, but for me they have regionals and they have nationals for years and i like ryan huffman he seems like a good dude He's i'm not guy. i'm not ready to hold a GoFundMe for some expenses no, no, in no, mowing not, not, you know what i mean not, not, i'm not i'm not, not at all I, it sucks not, it sucks it sucks for yeah. sure but i'm not ready yeah. to 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 say that these guys need to be paid back for mowing and getting the track ready for the last three weeks because, to me, they have regionals and area qualifiers or whatever, and they have nationals for all these years, and they look like they are doing fine. So it sucks, uh, but I don't know who's going to pay them back, but I don't think MX Sports is. I don't think MX Sports is going to get out there. You know what I mean? As a, as a business person, I mean, it would just it would just be a real gut punch. You know what I'm saying? It would be. It does suck. I'm with yeah. you. And I just told you I, my I theory. so. Yeah. I don't think that well, it's hey, I appreciate your time, okay. man. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, what was, his, what was right. his name? Uh, Bruce. JT, go ahead. He wasn't hearing you, but go ahead. I don't think MX Force is out to get anybody. I don't think that they enjoyed canceling a race eight days before the race. I'm pretty sure they know how that makes them look, and I'm pretty sure they know they're going to piss off a lot of people. And I'm sure they, they had to make the decision for whatever reason that they felt they had to that couldn't have been an easy, easy decision. Changing the schedule a week out doesn't look good. I'm pretty sure they're aware of that. And, yeah, I understand Bruce's point here, and I, I know he's a very big part of that facility and, and close to those guys. There's not going to be a doubleheader at Washington to make up for it. And I, sports, yeah, I don't yeah. believe is going to write them a check to pay them back. It's just how things have gone this year, and it sucks for everybody. It sucks for all, all, everybody involved. They got a race canceled. It sucks for Bud's Creek. It sucks for Southwick. It sucks for Unadilla. It sucks for everybody. It sucks for all the Supercross rounds that got canceled. All those fans. You know, it's it's a bad deal. Obviously, no one wants to see the Huffman family lose money, but I, I don't think that MX Force takes it lightly. Yeah, lightly. I, I, don't, I don't think they're just like, yeah, you know what, screw those guys. We're well, good. We'll just stay here. You got to remember too, and JT's right. It would never be done on purpose. Washougal holds a regional, which is. Re- MX Sports is heavily involved in Loretta Lynn's and the region. You know what I mean? Like, there's a relationship between MX yeah. Sports and Washougal that is bigger than just but, this one race. So I don't think it would be anything deliberate. Steve, I'm with you. Yeah. It's probably like a little bit up in the air. Something probably came up that scared them. And MX Sports and the teams probably said, look, we're not driving all the way to Washington to have it really get canceled on Thursday. We're a little scared. We're just going to call it. And, yeah. I, and I think it yeah. sucks I, I think for everybody I, I in Washington. Right. But I, I'm telling you right now, I. There's no way it was done deliberate. There's too much of a relationship there that matters long term, and I, it's got to be. They just they got spooked. I yeah. guarantee that's what yep. it was. No, I agree. I think it was a little bit of everything, right? And I feel uh, bad for everyone up there because I, I mean, that whole area. I mean, but, they come yeah, out. Yeah, but dude, what about the Unadilla people and the Southwick people? No, yeah, I, and, yeah, I, yeah, and, yeah. and I like, get they, it. They live for that shit. Right? I get it. Yeah. It's everyone that's losing out is getting bummed, but I, I think we'll be okay. Marty, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, boys? Good. Uh, so. I live out in Maui. Um, nice. I'm kind of changing up like the uh, the schedule you guys got going on the show right now. But um, gosh, it was great to have uh, Hawaii Supercross back last it, it, you're year. You're telling me. 
It was amazing. Oh, my goodness, man. I was in the crowd. I mean, I live on Maui. You guys were on Oahu. I was in that crowd cheering. I was like, holy cow, that's fucking massive. Did you hear me announcing? Oh, dude, I was right there front row, 50-yard line. Bro, the the louder you cheer, the higher they go. (laughs) Oh, man. Ronnie and Matt, I couldn't believe the pit show, everything. Bro, I was was just crushing the FMX competition, just absolutely (laughs) crushing it. Dude, you're on it. You're on it. But uh, So I know, like, we're blessed right now. We got motocross back. I didn't think it was going to happen. But uh, for us out in this little island out here, um, I'm originally from Chicago, but... I finally started racing again. I bought a 2009 CRF 450. I'm trying to get back into it, get back in shape. But do you think we're going to have a Hawaiian Supercross again? You know what? They were close to having another one this year. Uh, Eric was arranging it and talking to them, and they wanted to do it. They didn't quite pull the trigger, and I guess, you know, obviously the COVID thing now shut it down. I wouldn't, yeah, be, su- yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we're back there. I really wouldn't. I, I think they were close to doing it again. The, the monster truck stuff sold out. Um, yeah. You know, JT's going to be there. He's going to be a flagger. He's going to do whatever. Well, I, I heard this year, too, they're going to – well, the plan was it was supposed to be back in May again, uh, but COVID happened, and then they changed it to August, which obviously COVID happened. And they were going to actually make it a full stadium, and the pits were going to be in the parking lot, oh, which okay. is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see what happens at this point. I mean, we're on two, two-week lockdown bro, for any travelers. So. Bro, how about the uh, Hawaiian locals only main event there? Oh, my God. Dude. That that, that, I want to do that. Uh, <laughs> what's his oh. name? Donovan. Donovan, I think, is his name. He wrote a – he's a Blue Crew. Yeah, Blue uh, Crew guy. That He crashed on off the start and then just picked everybody off. But then – That start was way too tight. But, that dude, but then I heard from the locals that that guy should have been racing the main class. And he was Sandbagger. Cheap. He was sandbagging, and, and the guys were mad. Dude's fast. He's fast. I've seen him at the track. He cruises. Well, just, but, uh, uh, just wait. You're going to see uh, – uh, Jay- Jason uh, o- o- Thomas, Jason o- Thomas Owapa. Oh, yeah, because that's where all the O, yeah, yeah. the O's go. They go straight from Ireland to oh, Hawaii. He, he comes and, out to make some money. And JT is going to race in that class next year. The, the Jason wa- Tomas. Jason Tomas. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I right. either want to do that, or I want to do. I want to be in the quad wars. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, right. I, I got two spare bedrooms. If you guys need a place on Maui anytime. Dude, Maui's nice. I was just there. I'm gonna need your email. Oh, no yeah, JT, we need his address. Yeah, we, we need, need to get. <laughs> could you get the power bill put in my name? Yeah, we. I'm yeah. racing the locals. We, hey, were, we can make that work. We can make that work. We <laughs> were. Uh, we were there uh, after Daytona. After Daytona, when the Supercross got shut down, my wife and I went there. Nice. It was nice. awesome. We, yeah, we, we loved yeah, it. Did, huh? We Check stayed out. We stayed at the uh, store. I think we stayed at. Where did we stay, JT? Waldorf Astoria. Yeah, Waldorf Astoria. There, it's nice. So. You guys, Lahaina side or you South Shore? No, Lahaina side, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You gotta no, come South Shore. No, 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 South Shore. No, South Shore. South Shore, because we drove to Lahaina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It was fun. Good times, buddy. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys. Uh, keep it going. If you, and we'll see. You in we'll see in We'll see you in Honolulu yeah. next year. Be safe over there, man. Yep. All right, guys. Aloha. All right. Uh, that was race was good. I told uh, Bernard. Because I have Southwest. Yeah. Um, and I have Companion Pass, so my wife can go with me anywhere I go. Yeah. And I'm like, I got the flights. I will find a rider, like like an, an A-Ray-ish rider that I'm close enough with to let me bunk. I told Bernard, I said, just get me a job and cover my food. That's it. And he told me he'd get back to me. And I'm like, dude, food. <laughs> like, just food. And he was like, I'll get back to you. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I, I literally set you up for the easiest commit of all time. I just said food. That's yeah, it. Yeah. And he still wouldn't commit. J- JT was like, I'll flag. 
I mean, I'll, I'll flag. And Eric was laughing, yeah, and then, then JT anything. goes, no, no, I will. Like, he, JT, he thinks we're playing. Yeah, I would do anything. Yeah, yeah, I'll drop the gate. I'll do whatever. I'll, I'll like, uh, you know, stage everybody. Like, hold the bucket. You can, you know, draw clothespins or whatever for your gate pick. <laughs> Guy's like, isn't that Jason Thomas? <laughs> What's he doing there? What's, you're like, hey, pick a clothespin, buddy. Pick a clothespin. I come from a long line of AMA scorers. I can score, too. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, JT, thanks for coming on the night. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. And uh, thanks for the time, man. I guess. See you. All right, see you. Later. That's Jason Thomas. Let's go to commercial break here. Kenneth Watson after this. Uh, tweet at tits as well. And uh, more Daniel Blair, more Loretta's talk. Stick around. We'll be right back after this. Lame. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Pulp of Mech Show, everybody. 
please, if you listen to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800 440 3559. Mention promo code PulpMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800 440 3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So uh, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. 
You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Hey, Pulp listeners. This is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsordeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, their winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. 
To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Paul Bexhaw presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you with Daniel Blair. That's uh, That was your pick right there. Yeah. Yeah. Bring me the horizon. Yep. It's, uh, is They're it, good. Is it better than anything main event Moto ever put out? Or is it is on that level? Band? Yeah. Yeah, they're a little bit better. Not much. Was there like 50 million plays on that song? Yeah. We got like 80,000 maybe on one of ours. Well, so nice. yeah, we're about the same. I'm just saying, quality-wise. No, they're really, stuff, they're, that, uh, you know, they're really, really good. And that song is new. It's called "Parasite Eve," and people think it's about like coronavirus. The timing was just that way, but it has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. No. Okay, all right. Uh, Ooh, I smelled f- those. Maxima USA, Eli Tomac, Adam Cine, Cirillo, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit guys, all using Maxima. We got some of Pookie's uh, disgusting peanut butter cookies no. that that you love so they're much. So good. You are li- literally the. Oh no, she likes them too. Marks, where do you stand on the peanut butter cookies? I'm for them. You know what I'm for? I'm for them. I'm for with those chocolate-covered like, strawberries like that you and, your, I'm for you and your hot-ass wife sent to us. Uh, those weren't, I don't think, for you. But, uh, uh, you only had two. I had ten. Oh. But they all got eaten? I don't know if they're all gone. Oh. oh hey, yeah. last oh, yeah. time I was here, Good. Marks' hot-ass wife brought in these big-ass cookies. Oh, we had crumble cookies. God. Yeah, that's what's she, up. She brought them in herself? That's what's up. Yeah, she brought them in. They were they weighed like 20 pounds each. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we got the party pack, dude. We went all out. The party ball, pack. Ball out at Pulp Mix. Uh, so that's, uh, anyway, Maxima USA. Again, use the code PULP20 to save with MaximaUSA.com. 927, the two-stroke oil. Can't be beat. It's fantastic. Absolutely love it. It is a number one selling performance two-stroke oil in the most markets around the world. It's been around since the 70s, and it's still kicking ass at the folks at MaximaUSA.com. Also, too, their four-stroke engine oil. It's got their peak their peak performance-enhancing additive chemistry. It's entirely new for those guys. It's unique and exclusive to Maxima. Maxima contact cleaner, fantastic. Their, their uh, air filter grease is fantastic. Contact cleaner. SC1. I mean, come on. It's a good company. Right? Very good. MaximaUSA.com. Pulp20 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, thanks to them for coming on board. And, again, thanks to the folks at Skosh as well. Skosh is bringing 
you, Kenny Watson, on the show. Pulp 2020 is a code to save with Skosh Industries Innovators, award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and accessories. And a proud sponsor of the Rockstar Energy Husky team, which were going one and two in moto number one on the weekend. RJ got second. Then Osborne won. Great weekend for those guys. Yeah, Dino, yeah. so-so. It's okay. But, yeah. Uh, the Rockstar Energy Husky team certainly had a good Loretta Lynn's one, that's for sure. Join them in celebrating 40 years in business by visiting scotch.com to get a discount on the lineup of phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sports, clamps, and mounts, and more. Again, Pulp 2020 is the code to save uh, with those guys. And uh, please, uh, we're getting Kenny Watson on the show right away. Thank you to AOS Art of Sport. Thank you to Fuel for the Pulp MX neck scarves as well. Uh, DJ from Oregon's on one. DJ, is this more Washougal talk? <laughs> no, it's not. Actually, I'm okay. uh, from about 30 miles down the road All right, from what's Yonkala, up, man? Oregon. I'm about 30 miles down the road from Yonkala, Oregon. Wonder what happened to our local boy, Justin Hill. Him and Josh are doing a riding school somewhere near you soon. Oh, really? Well, that'd be good for my nephew. He's in his he's 15 in his first year riding 125. Nice. Yeah, I, I just saw somewhere that they're doing something together. Uh, Josh well, when you Wilson. say what happened to Justin Hill, what do you mean? Like he just had Supercross and then? Like, yeah, I guess I don't know why he's not doing motocross. The team doesn't do motocross. MCR. Yeah, yeah they don't do uh, motocross. So he's a Supercross only yeah. guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, there well, you go, man. Cool. Well, All thanks right. for the tip on the no school, problem, man. Yeah, check it out. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Scosh.com bringing you our buddy uh, Kenneth Watson here shortly. Wasn't he? Wasn't he on tits? Yes, and then he hung up. No, I didn't hang up on him. No, he hung up. Oh, we're getting... That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, we're getting, we're yeah. getting there. It's so, Kenny. Yeah, actually. It's because you called him Kenneth P. Watson. You? Have you ever met what? Kenny? Yeah, dude. Come on. Why? What do you mean, have I ever met Kenny? Well, when he's been here as a guest. Yeah. Yeah, because you weren't doing... He was gone from the show. No, no, but he's on. been in right, uh, yeah. probably four or five times since yeah. I've been yeah. working here. All right. Thanks for remembering. It's like I didn't so. know Galdi somehow. Yeah. Oh, I'm supposed to know you go back to 2015 with... Arena cross days. How are those cookies you don't like? <laughs> I don't like them, but they're warm. They're good, man. Yeah. And Boogie's going through a rough time right now. And so you're gonna eat the cookies. So I probably so you're eat eating the cookie for her. I'm gonna eat this cookie for her. That's support. Right there. engineeringcom twenty-two millimeter offset triple clamps and performance link found their way onto the Racerex's latest garage build, which is the twenty twenty KX four fifty. This is what you got to do to get the green machine cornering like a Honda or Suzuki while keeping the KX chassis. Excellent stability. Check out the video on what Kiefer had to say on RacerX's homepage, ridedesengineering.com. Use the pulp code to save with those guys, of course, and Ride Engineering, big part of Henry Miller's program. And Henry Miller is a good dude. I don't like him. But he was really holding up Jason Anderson in one moto. Uh, uh, yeah, so, when did that happen? Second? Second moto. moto yeah, yeah. It's all right. It happens. But Ride Engineering helping out Henry Miller also. So uh, please check him out. Again, brought to you by Skosh, Pulp 20 code. Pulp2020 code to save at skosh.com welcomes. He returns to the show, Kenneth Watson. What's up, K-Dub? How you doing, Steve? Good. How are you, man? Doing good, man. Doing good. Good. Good, good to, to hear your voice, buddy. Yeah, you, good you, to hear your voice. Yeah, Daniel Blair's in studio with us. I mean, the great Daniel Kenny. Blair. Oh, he's one of my old clients. I was his uh, manager for a while. That's right. That's right. But you didn't know that, Steve. I didn't know that, but I know you always tell me that Dan you told Daniel he needs to quit racing and just be in the band full time. I did. Yeah. Right? And he proved me wrong. He went back to racing and won himself a championship. Hell yeah, I did, Kenny. You know. 
He did. <laughs> he, I mean, he he set himself up for life with that title. Yeah, dude, it was a big decision. I made it, and it paid off. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. Did. He showed me. He showed me. I did. I showed you. You were wrong. You were wrong all along. I told you I could be a champion. (laughs) Yeah, he said, you know what? F Kenny Watson. I'm going to show him and everybody else that I am a champion. I'm going to win this regional 250 series. I did more than win it. I clinched it three rounds Uh, early. Domination. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you, buddy. And now he's on NBC every Saturday night. Yeah, boy. Congratulations on that, uh, by the way. Thanks, dude. Hey, I got to tell a quick Kenny story. Okay. Uh, I forget the year. I think 0405. He was working at Utopia, and he gave me, got me and my brother a goggle deal, gave us a little bit of cash, and he told me, he's like, hey, you need to go over to AXO right now and just walk in and say, this is the number. This is what I want. He's like, they'll do it. And I'm like, Kenny, that's a lot. I'm not asking for that much. He's like, just do it. And I literally left there, drove down to AXO, walked in, Said, this is how much I'm worth. This is what we want. They didn't even blink. They said, yes, it was my biggest payday ever in the sport. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Kenny told me I was not even going to go anywhere near that number. And it wasn't a lot, so don't everyone freak out. But right, for me right. at that but, time. But for Watson to, like, gave you the confidence to go in there. And- well, it was, it was a, three times as much as LBZ paid me the year before. So right, right. Kenny gave me the confidence well, any- to do it. Well, I just was trying to do anything to get him out of the LBZ gear. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God you did that, Watson. Right Watson. in AXO. So, Can you imagine the career change? I mean, if he didn't, where his career would have went, he would have been doing backflips. Um, yeah, no, exactly, right? I'd be rich right now. The, um, I'd be rich. Press, uh, Watson deals with the industry really well like that. He knows what's going on. Uh, you know, In fact, Travis Preston told me the story when he was working at Triple X. Watson was like, if I don't have these graphics – by the next day, I'm coming down there. I'm going to slam your head on the desk over and over and over, and the graphic showed up the next day. Well, Preston said it was amazing. Kenny had his finger on the pulse, man. He knew he knew what was up in the industry and where it was at. Right, right. Where the money yeah, was yeah. and where he, it wasn't. He knows how to sweet talk. He knows how to get his way. It's fantastic. So, um, Sometimes. Yeah, Sometimes. He, he can also be an asshole. I remember the way you treated that guy at the, uh, at the, at the, the music club. You weren't nice to him. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. You know, being cool to my to my guys. Dude, Kenny was so hard to this guy. <laughs> what happened? This is their guy's first show, their first live show they ever played. And I'm telling their promoter, my guys aren't going on until people walk through that door. I don't care if they're the opening act. They're they, not playing in front of two people. Yeah, they put us on first. <laughs> it was like 7 o'clock. We're all ready to go. And Kenny's like, you're not going on that stage. We're like, it's time. And he's like... You don't go until I say you go. And he runs over the promoter, and he's like, they're not playing until this place is full. And the guy's like, they got to go. We got bands coming. Kenny right. goes, no one plays a note until this place is full. And guess what? <laughs> Kenny, how many people were in there when we started? <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's about 80% full. And yeah. find, Kenny looks at me and goes, okay, now go. And, and then uh, how did, well, what happened? How did the promoter get people in there? I don't understand. Like, what, what? Well, what happened was there was, there was a, the, one of the bands that was playing was an Orange County band, and they had buses coming up from Orange County, two busloads full of people. And I knew someone that was on the bus. Ah. And I said, where are you at? They're all we're stuck in traffic. I go, what time do you think they're going to be here? And he goes, I don't know. I'll call you when we're like 10 minutes out. <laughs> so they were they were like twenty minutes late. So they went on like twenty minutes later than they should. But wow. it's all good. Hey, do you remember the band that headline? Uh, what a pulley. Yep. 
Who is Pretty it? Pretty good. Pulley. Oh, Pulley? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Check you guys out. Yeah. Um, yeah, Knitting Factory. Knitting Factory. Yep. Knitting Factory. Who's the... Yeah. Watson, who, who's the best, like, sort of punk band? Like, is it is it just no effects? Do they just hold the title? Yeah, it just matters. There's so much different... What do you call punk? Yeah, what's, melodic punk. what's punk? You got poppy punk. You got, like, the Fat Records band punk. Yeah, I'm thinking of Fat Records band punk. You know, that kind of punk. That strung out. Lagwagon, Pennywise, no effects. My favorite band out of all those guys is probably uh, Propagandi. I like them the most. They're good. Yeah. Uh, For me, that that generation, that group, like some some real punk, the real punk rockers, Pennywise is probably my number one and strung out. Yeah, one and two. Melancholy's good. There's there's a lot of good there's a lot of good bands. Yeah, then you have Fall Out Boy. That's uh, pop punk. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't count that. Yeah. Right, right, right. Stupid. I I, uh, I mean, I had the Moto Triple X soundtrack come on when I was mountain biking the other day. So good. It's so good. Man. It is. It's really good. All those bands. I don't know all the names. They're just, Lag Wagon. Right. Oh. I strung out. I know Lag Wagon. I know Strung Out, but I don't know everybody on there, and it's so good. I love it. But yeah. I, but how much I of think that it still holds up? Well, how much, of that, how much of that, though, is, like, I love the music, but it also reminds me of that time in my life and the video, yeah. right? Like, I think that's a lot to do with it. I think, as I was just going to say, that you've seen the video so many times, and that music right. makes that video. It's not even the filming and the writing so good. I yeah. just think that the music, it was just the perfect timing where that music was, you know, popping and people identified with it. And then all of a sudden, you could have put into that with kids riding a big wheel and it would have went, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was an attitude you know? thing. Because yeah, like Kenny said, the actual writing, the recording, the production right. quality yeah. is not the best. It's not the best, but... Right. The and mood I just, was I just I right loved for it. the times. I loved it, dude. I, I was on my bicycle. I was just right like, this place. is so good. Yeah. Right place, right time. Did you ever go to any of the premieres, Steve? Yeah, I went to uh, the one after Glen Helen one year, after Glen Helen National, or after practice the Glen Helen National. Is that, uh, was it in Hollywood? No, it was in San, where... no, it was in San Bernardino. They had a concert. Oh, I, I thought you meant movie premiere. Oh, I'm sorry. I never went to the movie premiere. No, I went to a uh. strung out show. Somewhere in San Bernardino after practice at Glen Helen one day. Yeah, I mean, dude, it used to be like the premieres for those movies were like really fun. They were like yeah. parties. I remember yeah. we did one in Hollywood at the Palace. And uh, if you if you remember the Motor Triple X movies, there was a, a segment in one of them, the special Rob segment with uh, Mumford's dad, Justin Mumford. His dad was special Rob, but he played like he was retarded. And uh, I was supposed to be his hold brother. On. And we went, hold on. Hold uh, on. That guy's Mumford's dad? Yeah, Special Rob is in, Mumford's dad. In the videos? That's Mumford's dad? Yes. Hold yeah. on. Scott, Which Mumford? Scott Mumford. Carson Mumford. What? Yeah, Carson <laughs> Mumford. That's his dad. <laughs> I, what? I, I don't even, I don't even what? know where to start right now. Special Rob. Is Carson Special Mumford's Rob. dad? You're yes. fucking kidding me. Jesus. No. <laughs> I'm serious. Ask Carson. He'll tell you. I told those guys at Fox to put Special Rob as my dad on the back of their pants so many times. <laughs> my bike. My bike. Oh, my gosh. But anyways, oh, okay. segment, well, yeah, I'm blown away. <laughs> I'm blown away right now. Yeah. Anyways. The segment we did with that guy, we went to his house and did that whole thing, and then we had to go back and tell him, you know, we are all worried that we could get sued for, you know, don't doing it. So we went back and told him, hey, we're going to do a premiere in Hollywood. We want you to come. And we're giving that bike away. We gave raffle tickets away, and we gave that bike away. Some kid won it, 
and dude, his his mom had some like old Plymouth duster, and they literally put the bike on top of the roof and tied it down <laughs> with ropes. Gotta get it home. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is out of control. Oh, good times. Yeah, yeah. those those are good yeah. times. How much do you yeah, think? Yeah. How, how much do you think that the Nicholson brothers made off Krusty? Like, what do you? Are we talking? Couple Nicholson hundred brothers. Yeah, weren't they two brothers, Dana Freeman and Nicholson? No, 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 no. They weren't brothers. Okay, but I don't know. They probably did. You know, the difference between Moto Triple X and Dana and um, John was the Triple X guys. They didn't put any money in their pocket. They put it right back in. Yeah. Like they made, they put it into the team, and then you know they they never put it like that, and that's why those guys at Krusty's were so successful that they made a lot of money because they put you know they paid themselves. But, Kurt and those guys, it was all, I mean, it was a normal job for Kurt, but for everybody else involved in the video, um, you know, call it Eric and Jordan, um, that was a that was a part time deal for them. What? You know, they didn't do much. You can ask, you know, Jordan, you know, he's the owner of Triple X now and it's doing, you know, still still out there. But back in the day, Kurt, it was it was 24-7, seven days a week for Kurt Holler. What do you he think, did everything. What do you think? Did the Krusty guys make off like bandits? Did they make a ton of money? Yeah, they did really well because they, they also yeah. did that tour after. Right, right, they right. were huge overseas in, in Australia. Oh, yeah. You know, and they did – they it, it's just like anything else that, you know, I try to explain to, you know, to Jordan sometimes, you know, it's, it's when it's played its route, you know, it's, it's, did it feel like, you know, like strung out, you know, it's been for 25 years, no effects. So those people that listen to that music, they have kids 16, 17, 18 years old right now that are walking through the pits and they don't know what no effects is. They don't know strung out. They wouldn't know anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, listen so to Cardi B. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, WAP. Yeah, so it's like one of those things. It it turns, goes, it runs its route, and then it's done. But you know, praise to Jordan. He's letting he's letting that candle burn all the way to the end of that Triple X wick, and I dig it. I dig it, man. Um, well, Watson. Daniel Blair was a Daniel Blair was a Triple X rider. Jordan let him have the Triple X box fan. Do you remember, Steve? Oh nine. He went to the Supercross. Oh yeah, the year I rode for Geico in the van at the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Jordan um, was probably pissed too that you got a Geico ride and you couldn't ride the Triple X van anymore. Yeah. No, I was already traveling back. That thing wasn't going to make it much further what? at the time, so I got I got back in a van and went. But I rode that thing all the West Coast rounds. I rode out of the box van. Uh, which one? The one with yeah. the guy on the side or the the black one with the small logo? Oh, I don't know. It was a guy. It was a small logo. Oh, so it was Nick Way's van. It was my van with Nick Way. I got almost kicked out of Anaheim one that year because Jordan pulled it in and parked it like right in the middle of like where everyone walks. That doesn't seem like something Jordan would do. Just parked it and said, "We're not leaving this spot." (laughs) He like wouldn't move it, and I'm like, "Dude, just go park it." And he's like, "Nope, hell no, we're sitting right here." And it was like right next to Factory Yamaha. I just parked it. It doesn't sound like something Jordan would do at all. It was yeah. awesome. No, not at all. Um, so, Watson, it's, you uh, awesome. yeah, Watson, you have something going on. August 29th, Tampa MX, which is a very popular track in Florida. Oh, yeah. The Bling Cup. This is your deal, Watson, the Bling Cup. Times have changed, yeah. I like um, it. I, I like got, it. What happened, I'll tell you guys a story. Um, I got uh, – there was a gentleman um, – He's a, a music producer out of Tampa, 
and he's a big time fan of the sport. Um, his stage name is Two Pistols, and he has a little race team, a little amateur team called Blood Money Racing, and they've sponsored. Uh, like last few years they have a little amateur program where they sponsored a bunch of kids and um they did some stuff so this guy got a hold of me about helping him out mm -hmm. on you know on some business and uh, i said yeah and then he's like well hey i'm putting this event together um i'd like you to help me well i said yeah sure you know so i started helping him with that well another deal that um I, I started doing too is um i took a position at this company called sports the sport network and what it is it's a streaming network just kind of like that fight club thing yeah but they're outside the box a little bit you guys can check it out um sport network and they do all kinds of streaming for mm -hmm. um you know fitness competitions they do you know flat tracking surfing skating um you know anything that can be streamed they do so they got in touch with me and they wanted me to see if i could get some events lined up and i was just happened to do this one so it all made sense and the goal for what we're doing is um we're trying to get um we're trying to get, try to do one a month here in the future mm -hmm. and saying that um we want to do like the fight club give a piece of the pie of you know the pay-per-view to the athlete to the rider so you know if five guys show up and they're top guys they could get paid pretty well if it sells a lot so what we're trying to do is get this ball rolling so these guys have an opportunity to go out and make a good penny and get paid for what they're worth because instead of going to a, a normal supercross where you're just going to get the purse and it doesn't matter if five people watch it or 30,000 people watch it, mm -hmm. you know, you're down. And uh, the money is a really good opportunity for these guys to do that. So um, I have, we're going to release the, uh, the rider list here at the end of the week. Um, going to be pretty blown away. I'm talking to some pretty good riders for the first one. I think it's going to be cool. And the thing that really makes it interesting is there's a hip hop artist out that, uh, his called name is Riff Raff. If, if you're into rap, you know who that is. Marks, He's a very well-known rapper in Florida. Hold on, Kenny. Hold on. Marks, do we know yes. who Riff Raff is? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Riff Raff. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Just checking. Cause I don't know. I'm not familiar with Riff, Mr. Raff's work. Either do I, but if you just go to YouTube and look, his videos have millions of, of yeah. views. So saying that, he's going to be performing at at the event. So, you know, the event's going to you know hold enough people, but also you could have a pay-per-view and see a concert, too. So on that one, um, there's a huge fireworks show. Um, I wanted to do some other stuff, but we're running out of time. We're going to do a, an old-school Dash for Cash, winner takes all, no rules, no rules. You could ghost ride your bike into the guy, the first one to cross the finish line. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Wow. Listen, that sound you hear is Chisholm loading his bike up and going to Tampa <laughs> I MX. Say. I guarantee you. Chis will be there. I guarantee yeah. you. I hope so. I talked, to, I talked to him a little bit, and he's talking about maybe bringing his brother and uh, – talk to the bear a little bit you know i talked to the bear after the week uh after the weekend and i'm like what are you doing dude you could come here and make as much money as you did if you rode five nationals in one weekend like yeah and he's like huh, no shit 
So I'm talking to him, talking to, you know, some other guys. So it's going to be cool. It's going to be a really fun, cool event. And, uh, you know, I think uh, it's, it's the same day as the um, race in Indiana, but it's at night. So if you're a diehard, you know, motorcycle racing fan and you want to watch racing, well, here's your time to catch up when everything was blacked out and we didn't have any racing. Yeah. So, uh, that, so August you know. 28th or 29th. And there's quads, too. And there's quads, too, everybody. So just get ready for that. Yeah, there's going to be quads, but the quads, sorry to tell you, are not going to be on TV. Oh, uh, bummer. Um, yeah. Well, be, so, the track. Are you, gonna get, are you getting West Kane to call the action? Ooh. West Kane is calling the action. Hell, yeah. Perfect. That'll be so Florida. That's so Florida right there. That works out. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Yep. It's going to so, be a good event. You know, like I said, uh, you know, go check out, you know, Sports Connection. For you know some streaming stuff and uh, you know Blood Money Racing on Instagram, they have all the you know, all the info you need and uh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be something cool and you know I'm I'm pretty amped because it's something you know it seems like this opportunity that's coming. It seems like I'm always got my hands in some kind of the sport, uh-huh. but this is something I've never done before. Yeah, that's true, and, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know I've I've been out here you know trying to do things for a couple of years now and uh i made some mistakes and i did some things that i should have done and you know but you know what i'm here to make it right and you know i'm ready to go man I'm ready to go i'm excited and recharged and look forward to it so i'm just asking everyone tune in check it out and uh if it's a success you know maybe we could get like a what i want to do is do like an old gfi race Oh yeah, yeah. Right before the season starts, yep. And Bring maybe it reach back. Out to the, go reach out to the OEMs and say, "Hey, what's it going to take for you guys to show up? What's it going to take?" Yeah, it's weird right. how they used well, to just show up all the time, no matter what, right? They would just show up at yeah. these things, yeah, yeah. Gold for states nothing, and the but trans now I can say, "Hey, insane. I mean, I've, I'm sure they don't give a shit about their, the guys making money, but maybe if I tell the team, "Hey, how about you make the money?" You bring the team, and the team will make the money. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's a split between four OEMs, it's going to be better than just, you know, one rider. Um, yeah. You know. Blood Money Racing on Instagram, everybody, for more information on that. And uh, Tampa MX. Tampa MX. Yeah, for Freeburg. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know who he's working with, Brent Davis. Okay. Um, from Spot Network. And I've done stuff with him. I did a voiceover for him for uh, like a celebrity NASCAR golf really? tournament. Okay. Yeah. So All right. I know Brent really well. Um, and it'll, I, I mean, it'll be good. He, I mean, I have his app, the Spot Network app. So if you're out there, download yeah. it and check it out. It's, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. I talked to, uh, you know, I talked to some, you know, some people today that I'd never thought would be interested in a million years to do this. And, uh, you know, retired motocross racers are always looking to do something, and uh, especially when it, it can help out maybe their, you know, um, their nonprofit that they're they're working towards, and uh, there could be some events coming that way too. It's just uh, it's just endless, you know, what we could do with this. So uh, that's cool. Yeah, Brant Brant's he's a super good guy. Him and Christy, I've known for a long time, and I'm just grateful that uh, he's going to give me the opportunity. To, to go do this, and uh, he has a full studio in, in um, Santa Ana with, uh, you know, editing equipment and filming and even maybe 
podcasting in the future. Who knows? Yeah. He does. Uh, he does some stuff with NFL players too, like off-season training yeah. programs yeah. where he's got like Juju, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster from the Steelers and guys like that. Um, he's got a couple Cowboys down there, so I kind of oh, know Cowboys, about that. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to go down there, but hi, I'm Daniel Blair. I love the Cowboys. Yeah, kid. One of you sign me somewhere. <laughs> Just sign me. Um, what else, Watson? Hey, what else? You, what? What? Hey, have oh. you? Uh, how, I was pretty stoked to see that that uh, that sponsor that uh, the hemp team pulled. That's pretty cool. I didn't oh, see yeah. much about that. Yeah, um, I heard about that kind of as it was getting near oh, the end. There. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a title for the outdoor season, or what is that? I heard that. It's, I talked to someone that's on that team, and they told me that you know he doesn't know much about it, but he knows that they have to have two guys on the track at all times. Because I asked him why is it, what's he doing out there. <laughs> and, uh, I think I know who you said, mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's a question I'm asking myself, but yeah. I have to do it. And I'm contracted to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, if, if, like you always say, Steve, when are we going to be able to go get a sponsor and let and, and get the sponsor because of what it is, not yeah. because it's a favor? Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and, and I'd and, like to see how that came along. And can we hold on to them? Right? Can we hold on to them? Do they like it? Like you yeah. know, Jimmy John's or Dodge or. Or whatever, yeah, exactly. in, in and out, right? They're just like, yeah, we don't really like this. This isn't working. And you're just like, what, huh? You know, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially right now, it's super hard. You know, people aren't really spending money, that, no. you know. And, you know, it's understandable. But it's it blows my mind that these guys are going to go out and, and get something like that. But, you know, JGR, for instance, is still, you know, oh, yeah, we have a title sponsor for next year already. We're going to hear that one again. Right. But, um you know, I you know, like I said, I I really hope that you know things come together and these guys can go get title sponsors. But hats off to them; it's a it's yeah. a lot of work, and for them to do that with what they're working with, you know, and I think their program looks really good from the outside. Right. I don't know much about it, but it's pretty good. Shoot. Yeah, you know, Dustin Pipes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do a good job. Um, so Watson, are you going to be in Florida at the race? Or are you handling promotion stuff, or like, are you are you boots yeah, on the ground? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going. I'm leaving uh, next Tuesday. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, with sponsors, um, I'll have a, a final list of sponsors here up on Instagram here at the end of the week, and uh, I'll be hanging banners. And um, we're gonna. It's kind of weird because. I'm going to meet Brent and I are going to do a full run of show and, you know, we got to get videos lined up with sponsors and, you know, you know, just do the whole show, how it's going to run from start to finish, you know? So it's pretty, uh, pretty interesting. I'm learning every, something new every day. Well, give us some guys that are, give us some riders. Give us a couple riders that you think are going to show. Can you do that? Well, I think the bear, I think maybe the bear and Chiz. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping um, I made some calls to the guys at South of the Border and the club, a bunch of their guys that are up there riding, you know. Um, you know, I, I don't have anyone, you know, contracted, but I just got all my contracts and agreements done. So yeah, yeah. just going yeah, to get, get them all out to these guys. And, I mean, the guys that I would like to see out there, you guys, you know, like, you know, Kyle Peters, um, Enzo. Enzo Lopes, uh, you know, Tommy Rios. Uh, that, what's that guy's name that won the plus 25 uh, pro sport in Loretta's? Uh, oh, my God. I, I mean, his last well, Paul was I in. I forgot his name. It's on the tip of my tongue. Did Paul ride plus 25? Uh, yeah. yeah, Paul rode plus 25. Oh, Wetland? Wetland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wetland, yeah. 
What, the guy that won it, not Wetland, the other guy. Oh, Brandon Sher. Sher, yeah, yeah. Brandon Sher, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Him, um, you know, maybe, uh, who else are we talking to? We're talking to... Uh, Have you hit up the dog? The stank doggy the dog? Stank dog. Who's that? Who's stank who? dog? Stank dog. No, I, I didn't hit up stank, dude. There's a, there's a, there's a festival going on up in Humboldt. I don't think he'll... Want to miss that one? <laughs> um, well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be fun. I think you do a good job with it, Watson. You've always been good at this kind of stuff, B to B, and making making things happen. So you just hey, hope is to- little Red going to show up? I was just going to say he's. I don't know. I hit, hit up Red Dog. He's, yeah. on a, he's on a big bike now. Yeah, he's on. A, he's on a 125. Yeah, but they, we're going to do we're going to do the three classes for TV. Uh, uh, Schoolboy and. Uh, Super, super, what's that? Uh, super, super mini, mini schoolboy, and then pro. Yeah. Uh, we those three classes. So then he would ride schoolboy. Yeah. yeah, you got to get the. Well, get me, get me some stuff on paper to read. You just sent me a promo video. I'll promote it next show, but I need something on paper. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll, I'll break it down. Right. I'll have them. Um, right. We'll, we'll do it. Yeah, I just I can't read the uh, video. Okay, I'm all new to this. I'm all new to this. Yeah, you're all new to promotion. I got it, Watson. Yeah, you're very He's new going to back promotion. to the roots, dude. Tits, do you have anything to say to your old coworker Kenneth Watson about the, the time spent together? You do not Who disappoint. It? That's it. Who, who am I talking to? No one. Tits, legendary. Oh, Peter. What's up? Hey, Pete. I talked to you, I talked to your favorite rider today. Oh yeah. What do you yeah. have to say? Just getting ready for his comeback on a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe he, he can't believe he blocked you. Not blocked anymore. <laughs> no? That's the jo- the no. beauty of uh, creating a new account. <laughs> <laughs> Tits wins. <laughs> Tits won. Dunge uh, nothing. Yep. Yeah. You got blocked they by Dungey? JB too, yeah. but... Uh, For what? I talked I'd rather not talk about it. I figured that guy, that guy's always about racing and making money, but uh, he's moving. He's back in uh, Iowa. Yeah, he's, he's in Iowa. He's house out there. Oh, he did? I didn't know he did that. Okay, yeah. I figured he was yeah, up there he for a while. Yeah, he to spend more time in the summer out there with his with his parents. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, so he can't make it. But, you know, Chase Owen and, you know, those dudes like that I'm trying to get. So yeah, it'll good. be good. I mean, just for the first time, just to show people. And then uh, after the season's over, you know, there'll be a lot of guys available to come out and uh, showcase their, their do product. You, do you want to do the second one, same place? Tampa, Tampa Racial? No. No, T- different place, no. California. Well, I think we we should do the second one in California. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Hey, for the Tampa one though, what about the eight hundred? <laughs> what do you think? Oh, I he's think... already there, walking the track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's money. He's in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's going for sure. Zach's <laughs> not even not even prepped yet. He's measuring. Yeah. Yeah. Sending soil yeah. off to a lab to get sampled. <laughs> <laughs> it's all yeah. in, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Mike, Mike, Mike's in. Yeah, um, you know, Chiz and in the Bear, and then I get the rest of these guys. But you never know; sleepers show up, and uh, yeah. we'll see. Uh, all right, Kenny, we got to run because uh, Tits is under a very strict time order here uh, for the producing job these days. Things have changed; we can't just bully him around, you know. What happened to Travis? He's still here. He's fired. He, he Travis runs the video production now. Hi, Kenny. Okay, big time. Oh, we're big time. We're okay. huge. Yeah. So, All right, well, hey, I appreciate uh, you letting me come on, Steve. And Daniel, it's good talking to you as usual. And 
Tits and Trav. Good talking to you guys. Tampa Likewise. MX, August 29th, Bling Cup, Bloodshot Money on Instagram. Yep. And uh, Spot Network Spot is the Network. app. And Download yep. Spot Network. And check it out, everybody. Thanks, Watson. Later, right, Kenny. Take care, guys. All right. See you, man. All right. See you later. That's Kenneth Watson, everybody. Chiz will win. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll just, just, that, just show up in Chiz. Yeah, he knows that place like the back of his hand. Oh, What's yeah. up, Janky Mike? You know, I've never met um, <clears throat> I've never met Tits, but he was not thrilled to answer my call. No, because oh, it's, it's getting wants, close to 10 o'clock. He's yeah, angry. he wants to go home. Yep, he is so angry. Make this quick. He is this, an- this, is, this is Janky Mike, but I'm a different person because I have a taser. So, Well, Tits has a taser. Well, I, I'm just saying I'm a different person. You bike person army, man. Yeah, no. Listen, Janky, they change your life, don't they? I'm a different human. I, you I sound mean, like it. You sound happier. Only problem, only, only problem is now, now my wife wrote it, and she's like, wow, this is kind of fun, yep. and now I'm fucked. Yeah, so, now you got to get another one. Yep, no, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, Did you get the expert or the pro model? I got the pro one. Oh, okay. And and, and I really I like it a lot. Black one or yellow? I got yellow. Okay. I got whatever they could get me. Yeah, dude, they they are selling out like crazy. Slim pickings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I waited a month and like a little over a month to get it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's really good. They're and, fun, uh, dude. They're fun. Like I enjoy it. Yeah, and you know they just don't kill you, right? Daniel rode one up here. It's uh, awesome. One time, you know, like everybody I take one out on one just loves them. So they're they're incredible. Right. I, my my neighbor was like, "Oh, you got an e bike, so you just sit there and sit on it." And I was like, "Oh my god, no." It's it's not that at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's uh, it's yeah. You can't even you can't even describe it that way a little bit. Um, they're they're a lot of fun though, man. Do you ride, mostly ride an eco? Yeah, I ride an eco mostly, and that's like I ride with my son a lot, my one year old, because yep. my wife works nights, so I'll get home from work and go ride with him on it. And uh, I ride in like I'll ride in trail with him on it. Right. But uh, mostly, yeah, mostly eco. That's I'm not gonna, you know, I don't want to be that guy that just boosts everywhere. Nah, that's tits. That's you what gotta tits live, does. man. You don't get a Corvette to keep it in first gear, am I right? That's tits. Uh, if you're doing donuts, you do. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, no, tits is a right, tits wait, is a trail. Get ready to live. Thanks, thanks, Janky. Thank you for your purchase. Tits, go home. Thank you. All right, see you guys. See ya. In ten cycles, taser life. Tits, did you fix my taser? Fixed. I'm the right man for the job. By the way. Tinker tits. Did you re up with Tinker him yet, Steve? Tinker tits. Did you re up next year? Yeah, we're re up. You're good. Yeah, we're up. What's up, Dark Side? Dark Side. What's up? Yo. Did you go to Loretta's? I did. Did you wear a mask? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, I did. Yeah, it was a little, little hot, but yeah, they were uh, yeah, they were absolutely enforcing it in the pits, outside the pits, in the general public. Yeah, no one's wearing them. Yeah, yeah, that's Tennessee. Is that kind of how it was meant. To be though inside, it's yeah. tighten it, and then yeah. outside. Just... Outside, I think you can do what you want, right? But we got to protect the teams and riders. That, right. That's what these corporations like Honda and Kawasaki, like they've gone to the promoters. They're like, look, we can't, you know, we have rules. Uh, as those are their athletes, right? Yeah, uh, we can't do this, you know. So that's how it's enforced. So, um, yeah, but yeah, they were doing it, right? Right. It was, it's it was miserable, but you know, it's that was my first time there, so it was, it was cool to just get out there and check it out. Were you able to uh, run around and talk to some riders and teams, or no? Yeah, off the record, maybe. Okay. Right. Uh, oh, man. There, there was some hang time. There was some bro time, but on Friday. Yeah. But no record. No recorders came out because it was they were pretty explicit. You know, no recording, no no interviews. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Uh yep, absolutely. So, but all right, dark. Uh, what's on the wrap up show this week? 
Uh, Randy Richardson and Checkers. Oh, I was good. I reached out to Justin Starling. So, Justin, if you're listening, you don't answer me anymore. I don't tell you. I don't know if he's he's mad at me or what, but he doesn't answer anymore. So, couldn't get him on. Hmm. Well, he's probably busy. He's busy. You know. Yeah. yeah. Leave yeah. these people alone. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, well, just trying to get guests lined up. No, you know no. Checkers and Randy. That's a solid lineup. I like that. That's good. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So and Michelin, uh, Randy, bi- bi- Michelin bicycle tire is a big part of that wrap-up show, also. So, of course, Dutch yeah. Racing. We gave away uh, a discount on seat cover. I think the last episode, maybe the one before that. Yeah. So, all right. Should, should I send you? Good? Should I send you to Florida, August 29th, Dark Side to go cover Bling MX, <laughs> Bling Cup for Watson thing? Yeah, let's do it. I'm in, man. Send I'm so him. excited to have Watson back. Send, send Dark Side. Oh yeah, yeah. Send him. He's a Cub reporter for Pulp MX to, to track down Kenneth Watson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds good. I'm in. Let's make it happen. <laughs> He's in. What about your real job? I'll figure it out. I'll take it. I got some vacation time. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah I, I love like it. I like the dedication. That's commitment right that's, there. I'll figure it really out. That's really good. Yeah. I like that. Hey, I, I'll tell you what. I was told on Monday of last week, you can't take off this next, you know, this for, for Loretta's basically. We're too busy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I'm going, dude. Who, I'm, was, who was in Loretta's? You were. Yeah, I was sure. there. I showed uh, yeah. them. I was going, then Mathis didn't even show up, man. I was like, what the hell? No, man, I, you know, sometimes sometimes life takes over, Dark Side. So. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, man. Uh, so. Thoughts and prayers for Cookie's dad. That, that's never an easy thing. Yeah, it, it sucks. It's it's terrible. It's life. It happens. It's it's uh, brutal, and uh, you just got to be here. I, I, didn't, I think a dick move would have been, he passed away on Thursday, and I think a dick move would have been flying on a Friday morning to, to Loretta Lynch. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? I mean, come totally on, let, let's face it, like. Yeah, no. So, yeah, I was home. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I did run into some Pulp fans uh, Saturday morning on the way to the track, stopped at McDonald's. There's a bunch of guys in there, and they were all motoed out, you know, with their clothes. So I was like, hey, you guys, you know, I'll, I usually did. You listen to moto podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Pulp MX. Nobody said my show, of course, but but it was. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You approach people and, like, hey, man, like, you go up to people? Hell yeah! I got business cards, dude. I got to. I got to get my show out there somehow. So I do that at like at Supercross. I, when people are standing in line for autographs, I walk through. Does anybody listen to the public podcast? And that's some straight school Motley Crew marketing right there. You go yeah up to strangers and say, "Hey, do you listen to podcasts?" One hundred percent. Hand out stickers and cards. Damn, shameless. Ah. Just shameless. Tell you that's old Motley Crew. That's Motley Crew on the on the on the strip. Posters, Try flyers. Got to get new listeners, man. You'd be surprised. I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't be, but like, how many people don't even know what the hell I'm talking about as far as Moto podcast? You do that. Like, don't even know about Pulp. You know, oh, Motley sure. Crew. Yeah. They advertise, but then when they got people in the door, they lit themselves on fire. So you might want to step it up a yes. bit. Yeah, dark yeah, side. I gotta get the leather boots yeah. like so, Nicky did. Yeah. So these dudes in the Moto, they were like, "Dark side." Like they were stoked on you. Uh, yeah, a couple of them. They, I got, I had a few people at the race actually stop me. And, but yes, there's one guy of the group listened to Pulp and he knew who I was. Wow. At McDonald's. Yeah. But then a couple other people out in the crowd, you know, I get, I get a little bit of it. Fucking celebrity. I'm telling you, man. You, hey, you gotta see all the positive comments on YouTube tonight. I had a bunch of people have my back. On YouTube? Oh yeah, this is live yeah, on like, YouTube. Yeah, like, you know, on the comments while watching you, oh, yeah. watching the Pulp show on YouTube. Yeah, there's some. Can't wrap up show uh, positives. What? There were at least three. A three comments. Yeah, there was at least three. Come on, man. There's more. It was like six. 
Are you kidding me? Uh, wow, Darkstar. I'm still blown away that you just go up to strangers and be like, hey, man, you want to listen to my podcast show? Here's a business card and a sticker. Yep. I don't I do. know where I stand on that. I If it wasn't so late right now, I would break this down some more. How are you tracking on that? You well, getting a lot, get a lot of new visitors, listeners, visitors, visitors. Dude, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, if it's working, I just do it. It work, you know. It's, it's. I don't know what else to do because that, you know, that's it's an easy way to advertise when you're super crossing. Yeah, but how did I, your, how did I do it? I didn't go with the people in McDonald's and give them business cards. <laughs> just think of how big you I, could have been. Yeah, you, you, you blew it. it. Yeah, you blew I mean, it. Like you might be into a hundred thousand downloads just, now just, a, a week. Produce a com, produce a compelling show, Dark Side. That's how you get listeners. Well. You know? Well, Steve, I learned about you because you're in Racer X, and I saw the ads. That's why. But I don't know how to how do how do I get Moto X Pod Show in Racer X? You had an idea. You told me about it. Yeah, I'm working on that. Okay. Uh, I'm working on it. It's it's still up in there. That's an easy one. I don't know how that one's not done yet. Are Make it happen. A, are we gonna have a conflict where his his show gets to be bigger than the wrap up show? <laughs> I need oh, to see that. Is that a con- Oh, I, I, was say, I need to see the numbers for the wrap-up show, but they're not real numbers. Yeah, because it's on your yeah, channel. Right yeah, because it's on the amateur. It's on the it's on the feed. People get very angry about that. Some people do. There's one way to fix that. Ooh, <laughs> just give it its own feed. Hey. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. maybe it's time. That's when you're gonna know what's really going on with uh, that one. Maybe it's time for right. dark side. Maybe out of a job. You know. I don't know, Dark Side. Maybe are you ready for your own feed? I'm just confused why you have so many feeds. Why do you have the Moto Sixty? I have no separate? idea. You have your Steve Mathis one separate. Why don't you have them all under one? Because they're different types of shows. It's all you though. I'd like to see how every the shows are doing. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. All right, Dark Side. Anything else? No, man. I think that's it. Uh, you going this next weekend? Yeah. Yep. I will. Be, right, I will well. be back at the ranch or at the ranch for the first Not time since, since 1998. So. Yeah, take you uh, take some sunscreen and an umbrella because it's hot. Are you where are you going, Dark Side? Are you going to any more nationals? No, nah, I think that's it. With that's the it? Uh, with the regulations and not being able to really get content, it doesn't make any sense for me to spend the money because yeah, our budget's not big enough to go and get nothing other yeah. than just watching. Hey man, so. I'm, 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 I might be in the same boat if I can't really do much and it's not really working out. Yeah, I won't go to all of them. You know. So. Yeah, I just Beretta. It was an eight and a half hour drive, and I've never been there, so I wanted to do it at least the one time. Right. And Dude. so, that, yeah, I think I'm out the rest of the season. Unfortunately. What do you think of Stu's helmet? <laughs> that's pretty sick. Yeah, that's. that's uh, I'm a little jealous of that. Thank you. Dark that's, side. That's a uh, yo. DB. Sexton. Twenty twenty one. What happens? I, I think that's a, like most of your other. Uh, you know your other uh, hot takes. I'm, hot takes. I'm gonna hot land. Take. I'm gonna yeah, land yeah. one of these. <laughs> you well, are. Eventually, yes. I am gonna, eventually you will. Uh, you just gotta be right once. I have another one too, I, Steve. I, I got oh, Craig I, winning 250 Supercross next year on Star. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd go with that one over the Chase Sexton um, one. You would? Yeah. Daniel, was it was it you that picked in the in your 450 uh, deal? Picked Roxon, or was that somebody else? Uh, no, producer Joe did, but that was before. Oh, that, that was, was before Joe. the news came out. I thought out. Joe was on Cooper's. I thought Cooper was on Joe's bandwagon. Uh yeah, I don't know how Joe. that happened. Joe okay. had a, Joe said All he right. had a really good feeling about Roxon this summer, and <laughs> 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 he was a little off. Yeah, just a little bit. 
Uh, all right, Dark Side. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling yep. in. Appreciate it. Paul, okay, Paul, Paul Mix Wrap Up Show brought to you by Guts Racing and Michelin Bicycle Tires. Craig Martin, you want to talk about Anstey? Yeah. What uh, What happened to him this weekend? Was he there? Yeah, he got like 1110. <laughs> 1110. They didn't even Uh-oh. show him or talk about him or anything on the show when I watched it. No, they didn't really, did they? And I blame Wygant for that. I thought that would be a bigger story, you know? Nah, uh, I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't know. He won a GP last year or maybe the year before. and uh, I don't see it being, being a big story. I just don't. But if he runs yeah. up front, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty yeah. good for the first one. I, yeah. I can see him getting better. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's a good ride. It's not great. It's not bad. It's good. Yeah. And it's yeah. if you think about it for HEP, that's their debut outdoor. Yeah. And to go out and get 11th, yeah. that's, yeah. that's a good start yeah, for them. Yeah, no, for both of them, they should both they be happy. They should be taken, for sure. So. Uh, Pirelli Pazzo tires. There we go. That's it, Craig. Getting them out of the store. Yep. Yep. All right, and man. then what about what about Sealy on a KTM? Do you think he's going to help with the Troy Lee team and be some kind of a? He tested for him already. Yeah, he helped a little bit without a little bit of testing. I don't know. It's good. Yeah. God, he rides so smooth and. I feel like he could make anything feel good. I know, right? I feel like I, I heard somewhere down the line that Sealy's stuff is like super neutral, super easy. He doesn't really push the bike. Like, I don't know. I mean, they, hey, it's, a, it's another voice. It, can, it can't hurt. That's for sure. They had tickle work in there, right. too, a little bit, too. Yeah, they, they they've been yeah. toying with different people riding this stuff just to uh, to evaluate. Yeah. So, I'd... yeah. Should be interesting. And didn't, they, didn't they move the Troy Lee team into the little compound down there with yeah. Yeah. KTM and Husky and everything yeah. last year? Yep. So that, to me, sounds like that was a planned move towards Gas Gas from day one. You know, yeah, maybe because, maybe because they did move them out I of their old TLD believe, building. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that they would bring them in house like that if they're not going to be a bigger part of the plan for the future. Because a year ago, they, we were talking about the fact that they might not even be on KTM's, and now they're in the compound, and that just all looks like a long plan that was developed a year and a half ago for them to be the gas gas team. To me, maybe. So. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see what happens for sure. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, you got to have a two. You gotta have a KTM in the 250 class. So what are they gonna do with that? You know, I don't know. So, yeah, that's that's a that's, that's a good question. Yep. <laughs> All right, thanks, Craig. All right, man. Talk to you later. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Uh, Paul Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and the folks at Fly Racing. Those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear, and accessories. Motorsport.com dedicated team of gearheads have the knowledge and expertise. To help get your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good too, motorsport.com, great prices, great customer service. Go through the uh, the widget on PulpMX or PulpMXShow.com to go through Motorsport. We've got a whole page on there, a PulpMX page. It's fantastic. So please check those guys out. Do we have some questions quickly? Oh, I can be as quick as you want. Tweet it. Tweet it, tits. Let's do this. Motorsport.com. <laughs> we interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. So, Marks, you got a new job, you told me, and you have to start at 6. Pacific. Uh, I mean, yeah, Pacific. Pretty, pretty close. Yep. Did you say How Pacific are you or do- specific? Pacific. I just want to get, like, Again. I want to... Which? Pacific. Pacific. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? You heard specific too, right? Yeah, it was questionable, no? yeah. Pacific. Questionable. Okay. Pacific. Specific. Specific. Okay. Uh-huh. How, you are not a morning person. No. We know this. <laughs> right, Tits? You know this too. He wakes up at noon, right? How are you going to do this? Well. You mean okay? The, the, the checks will be nice. 
A properly incentivized person can do amazing things. I guess, I guess, but he is not a morning guy. No. No. I've been been practicing. You were up this morning. I was going to say something. All like this last week, I've been getting up earlier, and I'm going to get up a little earlier this week. You're doing like 15-minute intervals, yeah. Start at noon, gonna, then 11.45. So, it takes a long time to work all the way back to 6 o'clock. <laughs> definitely going to play. Yeah, you, you, better, you have like six months to get ready for it, <laughs> right. man. It's a hard gonna, time coming. Definitely going to pray for Marks. This is going to be oh, tough for boy. him, for sure. So, uh, yeah, so these late shows. Maybe clippy, clippy? 10 o'clock, bro. 10, 10 o'clock, that's 10 it. O'clock. Power and numbers. Yeah. 5 to 10. All right, these questions submitted to at Paul Show on Twitter. And uh, Tits over there picks the best ones and the quickest ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's get going. Uh, so the first one is from Mike Honcho. He didn't have a question. He just simply said, Blair again? No, thanks. Wow. Sick. wow. Right on. Hold on. Blair again? I mean, you weren't... You I haven't were been here dude. since Salt Lake. In Salt Lake. I no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been here in a long time, but thanks, yeah. but thanks. Honcho. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, DTB Photography. This actually is a question for Daniel. Uh, how are things going with the track out in Fernley, Nevada? And when will you be coming back to check out the progress on it again? Uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, my son's racing a lot of summer stuff, like series. So those are almost done. Um, and I know they just reopened it because they literally screened the the place. There's a lot of rock there and it's underneath. Is this the Nature's Bakery guy? Yes. They bought uh, a track? Yeah. Okay. 95MC. So... They screened the entire place for like a month, and I mean, apparently it's phenomenal. They, I mean, the dirt, the dirt's good. It's just mixed with rocks. They had to get it all yeah. out. So, well, um, he sent me enough Nature's Bakery to last me for twenty twenty four. Yeah, good. I'll yeah. take some. Good. Yeah. Um, if you want, some, you can yeah, do you want. Yeah. I like that. But anyways, yeah. So three weeks ish, I think. I think after that Top Gun race, I'm going like some early September. Well, thanks for that guy for sending me the. Nature's oh, no Bakery. problem. Yeah. Yes. Um, from Sean Moore, this is a question for either or both of you. What's the percentage pie that 2021 Supercross is back to normal? If none, what can we expect it to look like? Well, we don't know the COVID stuff, but I'm going to say it's high. To normal? Yeah. Uh, I, Come on. We're, this you, is your January. Your bank account hopes that it's back to normal? I, I, I would like it to be normal. <laughs> yes. Why? I would like it to be normal. I would Pretty really, please. really Pretty like please. it to be normal. Uh, t- you can, you can, there's no answer to that because in a week it'll be different and then a week it'll be different and a week until this thing is under control right around, I don't know, November 4th, right around 1159 when it's over. <laughs> no, I'm just being silly, but I'm just saying like, I, I think it'll, I think it'll iron itself out, um, by the end of the year. And then I think hopefully good to go. Go from there. Okay. Yeah. Jesse 318 is another question for Daniel. Uh, can he get an Eagle grit update? Did PETA shut you down as an owner? No. No? Uh, it's all good. Go to uh, EagleGrit.com. Use the code Popomex. 25% off. Code still, still works. There. Oh, People good. buy all the time. Good. Like every, uh, pr- probably at least one sale a day is oh, Popomex. So, uh, no, we're still doing doing great. Uh, not doing as much actively online and, like, out, like, whatever. Because bus- most of our business is local-based. Yeah. Car dealerships, manufacturing plants, and that stuff's out of control. Like, I mean, we can't even keep up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, it's going great. But if you want to get some stuff. Pulp Mix is the code, eaglegrit.com. There you go. All right, the voice of the drunken people. Steve, how far was your foot in your mouth after seeing Jeremy Smith's results? Way in there. No, 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 because I couched it with, like, sometimes he's done good. I did not say he's never done good and he never will. I never said that. I said he has done good. He has put in. 
I believe I used a ratio of 75-25 to good to bad. So, no, I don't think my foot was in my mouth. And when, and when, he, does, when he does do good, he pays off for people. Found that out tonight. Yeah, we did. Was he the one who got into it with Anderson? Uh, I don't know if that was in practice or the race or whatever. Him no, and Anderson got that. into a little, uh, really? yeah, took each other out. Really? Yes. I did not see that. I think it was him. It was yeah. either him or the bear, one of the two, but what, somebody on a green cowie with oh, okay. a three and a nine on there or something. Okay. I'll tag you on it. Uh, Daniel from Randy Allen. Why is main event moto off of Twitter? Because uh, I'm all the way off social media, everything. So I deleted my Facebook. I think main event moto's Facebook. Uh, my Twitter's gone. Main event moto's Twitter's gone. The only thing left is the Instagrams, and they're just on out there somewhere. I don't know. I deleted all my social God, media. God, I'm jealous of you for doing it's that. A bit, honestly, I, I and I still have my son's Instagram because yeah. I gotta like put something up and thank his sponsors just because yeah. like he he gets hooked up. Um, so every once in a while I'll go on there like to post something and I'll look for five minutes. But dude, honestly, I've spent probably 30 minutes, um, on any social media in the last six weeks. It's the it's absolute best. I, honestly, I'm telling you guys, you. You, you, you can't do it cause we're all locked in. It's the best feeling in the world. And all you have to do is delete the app out of your phone. And it's, th- that's the problem. It's the convenience. Take the convenience away. It's not that bad. But I, I need it for my business. I, well, I, yeah. you're screwed and yeah. I, and I'm. And you, are you just playing video games the rest of the time then to fill that void? Honestly, I know this sounds super weird, but whatever. I'm not afraid to say weird shit on here. But I got reading glasses, and I didn't realize I was blind. And now that I can read, I just I've been reading a lot. So, like, I really like it. There I'm not kidding. I yeah. borrowed my wife's, and I was like, "Whoa, why are the words all big and like legible?" <laughs> and now I've literally I've probably read in the last month three books. Oh wow! Yeah, just. Something different, L- little uh, a little different life right now, and so yeah, bye bye, social media. All right, uh, Corey Mosier, does either of you know why Dylan Fernandez was not on the press conferences, the post race one? Did you know he was not? I didn't know part of it. I didn't know either that or no one asked him a question. One of the two, he didn't speak the entire time. Uh, well, they must have heard the audio version, right? Because Race yes. Rex puts the audio yeah. version up. Yeah. Yes, I that's where heard he heard it. it. But yeah, I don't know if he wasn't there or not. That's. Well, I know he's had a Saturday night flight, so. Maybe oh, he did. Be, yeah. Okay. Last two, very quickly. Uh, Halo, what's up with Dungey back on a Honda? I don't know. I tried to get Dungey on the night. No word on that. Like, what that? No idea. No. I mean, the Geico thing was like, what? And yeah. then when he left, it was like, what? what? Then he and deleted all uh, of his photos, what? and now he's yeah. back on Honda and yeah. everything like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not a Honda effort. Everybody calm down. He got a bike and wants to ride. Like, big deal. All right, last one. Kevin Foster. Uh, Steve, my wife and I are looking into getting a hot tub. Are you willing to give out the model number of what you and Pookie have so we can aspire to be just like the Mathises? Bullfrog Spas uh, H... No, uh, it's... Jeez. It's a six. It's a six in there. Hey, there's a six in there. No, 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 no. Did I hear a nine? Were you calling from a walkie-talkie? I know there's a six in there. No, no, it's like literally, it's literally like, it's an R6. R series, six. Got it. That's what we have. We have an R series six, so check check, check it out, everybody. Bullfrog's boss. It's great. Thing is not in use right now. 
What? It's not in use right now. It's not. I went in, in the other Way morning. Too hot. I went in the, mor- in the other morning after a mountain bike ride. It was nice, but I got to get out of there after like 15 minutes. You'll like, boil yeah. alive in that thing with yeah. the weather right now. With the now. lobster. Yeah. Oh, you could have cooked a lobster in there. That was a lobster tits. It's delicious. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, thanks to Chiz and uh, Kyle Chisholm, Ryan Gauld, Kenny Watson, Jason Thomas, of course. Zach Osborne, Evan Ferry, all on board with us tonight. Uh, thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it. Thanks. Always fun. Always a good time thank when you're you. here in studio. Uh, so, yeah, let's not try to, uh, despite what po- yeah, my poncho tell said. poncho I'll be back. You'll be back soon. Yeah. Um, and uh, I want to thank our sponsors as well. Thanks to all those guys. Sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com for more information on that. Uh, Marks, thank you. Tits. Thank you. Thank you. Swiss yeah, buddy. Moser, thank you. And, uh, and, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. We will be back next week. It's Chris Kiefer and Chris Betts. In studio. That's good. Good God. The White Claws, we need to stock up on those now. Will there be an after dark? Yes. So it'll be fantastic. It'll cover everything. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Loretta Lynn's 2 coming up this week. See you next Monday. You raped her. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.